It's a one-take fucker. This is Ice Cappuccino. Rising from retirement, yo. To give a special shout out to three crazy mofos. These guys are one of kind. These guys will blow your mind. It's time to rock the mics. You fucking ready for this headaches? This is for the trio of fear, celebrating one year. This is for the trio of fear, celebrating one year. For real, yeah. Hail to the kings of horophilia. All right, all right. Hail to the kings, baby. Yeah. <laughs> We're the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast. Uh, if you don't know by now, I'm Dave Z. There's not much to tell. I'm a pretty simple guy. I'm 40, and I'm the host. But Pod- Podcaster not... extraordinaire. Uh, Take one. Okay. I won't. I won't call myself. Your moniker. There, but you can. I. I barely call you a podcaster. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> but you do call me extraordinaire. Well, let me introduce you to these other guys. They're much more interesting than me. First off, first off. Yeah, it's a combination of up and off. That's off. Someone who makes his living cleaning the hoops for the lions to jump through and selling video discs autographed by Clyde Barker. The man. <laughs> who is suddenly seeing a big surge of Afro-Canadians in his community. Yes. You can call him, right? You can call him the editor. You can call him the ass bleacher. You can call him Ice Cappuccino, or you can just call him Christian. Hey, yo. Hello, hello, hello. How are That's you? It. Good, man. How is everybody doing? One year, guys. I can't believe it. It flew by. You know what? I was looking. Someone had asked. It's a question that's going to come up later, you know, about episodes. And I looked at the list of our episodes. And when I was going, holy shit, that felt like we just recorded that one. And a whole year has gone by. And that was a lot of uh, a lot of recording, a lot of good times, a lot of good movies, too. Many more good movies as opposed to, uh, you know, crap. As a matter of fact, now that you mention it, that's going to be an answer to something later that you might not suspect about good movies. But let me move on to our next guy here. He said he was going to take it easy this year, right? He said he was going to take it easy. He took on a hundred. So, so, so he took on a hundred movie challenge and added another 150 2016 movies. His big three are gravy, new blood, picnic (laughs) and hanging rock. He's cute and nasally. He's always got BO and he's the rookie of the year. His name is Brandon. What up? What up? How you feeling? 
<laughs> I'm feeling great. I'm loving the support that New Blood is all of a sudden generating on the group page. You know what? One, one it, message. It all, you know what? It all started with me even prefacing by saying that it's not the best film of 1987, but it grew into this whole thing, and I gave it that nostalgia vote. And you know what? It's taken off. I think if the new Friday should remake New Blood. <laughs> <clears throat> <laughs> With Chloe from uh, Carrie and actually Duke Carrie versus Jason. <laughs> nice. Might as well. That's what it was. Yeah. Yes, it was. I think that John Carl Beekler is going to be contacting you real Beekler. soon, man. Yeah. They yeah, raped right? my movie. They raped it. Yeah. <laughs> any Don't relation? Tell me. Any relation to Clarence Beekler? Isn't he doing like Ghoulies Ten? <laughs> <laughs> I think so. You don't know who Beekler is, Beekler. Brandon? Those are the uh, things you use in chemistry class. <laughs> He's your director of your favorite movie ever made. Holy fuck. Yeah. <sighs> Picnic at Hanging Rock? You directed yes. Picnic? <laughs> directed, yep. Oh, Possession, you mean. No, it's Beekler. He's not something you use in, in, in chemistry class, and he's not, a, he's, not, he's not one of the Muppets either. He's, he's, a, he's a Bunsen, Bunsen Beekler. <laughs> 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 Dr. Bunsen Honeydew? What? It's not the only thing that exploded in his face. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, this is our one-year anniversary. This is episode 25. We're all Holy jerking shit. off while we're doing it, too. The visual is Shh. spectacular. <laughs> don't tell anybody. <laughs> That's our secret, you know? Don't, don't tell anybody. <laughs> they can hear their voices. <laughs> <laughs> no. They would be able to hear it in my voice. Yeah. You could tell the difference because I'm like, one year. Oh. Dave, do you have the exact date for when we actually recorded our first episode? Man, I'm a I'm a geek, but I'm not that much of a geek. No, I, I don't know. That's why uh, I asked you because I knew you were a geek. Oh, Thanks. I could find out. I, but it's on my other computer. So, yeah, huh. yeah. Homework cliffhanger. <laughs> yeah, Dave, you must be happy. We moved up to tier five. Oh, we did. <laughs> yeah. I, I didn't know. Oh, thanks. Is it because of Legion? Is that why we're on, t- we're on tier five now? We moved up? No, Legion brought us down to tier six. <laughs> <laughs> My comedy from episode 24 brought us back up to five. Sorry, I don't Bo. think it was your comedy that, were, uh, that brought us up. Bo, <laughs> yeah. That was Brandon, Bo. No, this year oh, we're going to be the kings of horophilia and Legion. That's the goal. Oh, shit. <laughs> we're greedy. Done. We're very Speaking. greedy. Speaking of lesions, I got these things on my balls. Should I have these checked? Yeah. It is it is the lesion network, right? <laughs> oh, legion. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Sorry, Bo. My mistake. Oh, wow. You have to okay. laugh. <laughs> you do have to laugh. Oh, and I do want to give a shout out off the bat while we have the time because... Uh, yeah. Well, how about the horror cast? They had us on. We presented the award. That was, that was sweet, that was huh? Fantastic. What that a was, crowd. What it's a just crowd. Dice Clay introducing us. Like, I mean, that was an honor. It was I don't know honor. about the profanity used, but uh, that's... <laughs> yeah, sorry, Mark Nato. We were just yeah. being ourselves like you asked. Sorry, you know? Reverend, sorry Reverend Walshy. Reverend <laughs> <laughs> Walshy. Oh, that's too much. But man. Susan Hargal. Yep. This guy. This guy. cast. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, yeah, listen, I can't wait to hear that show. It's not out yet. Maybe by the time this show drops, that's already been on. We don't know, so we'll, we'll, no spoilers. We won't say what, what, what we presented and who won. But great show, great concept. Uh, Horrorcast has been doing a lot of good things. That King Tober was phenomenal. And thank you again. And 
another shout out. And I told I told Watson, I told Mr. Watson that I was too lazy to type. So I'm just basically anytime he shouts us out on the show, and that's not why. I mean, I don't I don't need a shout out to give one back. But oh my god, he blew to, you. He blew. I'm sorry, Dave, for interrupting. He, blew, he was, blew me. He blew you. He blew you, Dave A to Dave Z. Like I mean, it was a full fledged blow. And you deserve it. This is what I'm saying. The podcaster extraordinaire. Dave is so humble. Eh? This is why you're so well liked in the community. The only reason, I've, as far as I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I don't get it either. Yeah, but I'm so sorry for cutting you off there. But no, I, I mean, it's well deserved. I mean, that you are on a lot of uh, influential podcasts. And you still are. I mean, frick, Skeleton Crew is still going strong. Banana Laser's back. Of course. We're the kings of horror fucking philia. Indeed. We're talking shit now. Yeah. Now. And I interrupted. I interrupted. I I took you off your your course because you were about to give props to uh, the the Watson. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I was going to give props to the Watson. But let me say, by the time this show drops, (laughs) the Watson, the Facebook, the Twitter. Yeah. Uh, (laughs) By the time this show drops, the ratings will be out for the month of October. And we will know for the kings because there was no bullshit. There was no jumping up other people's feeds. There was no different type of uh, propaganda. There was nothing but us putting out shows, and that's it. So if we can be so bold and say we take October, well then, damn, then we are the kings. And if not, we're still the kings, but whatever. I feel like we took October from behind, but we took her. We Mm. took October like the Muppets (laughs) took Manhattan and like Jason took Manhattan. (laughs) Who took it better? We did. We took it better. <laughs> we should go to Manhattan. That should be our movie. Exploding yeah. Heads Take Manhattan. Yeah. <laughs> right? we, team up with, we team up with Kermit to take down Jason. <laughs> but at the twist, at the end, it turns out to be Fozzie Bear wearing a Jason mask. <laughs> These movies write themselves. Oh. <laughs> It'd be like Meet the Feebles bad. remade. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen Meet the Feebles, though. Oh, you gotta see it, man! It's, I've not either. Oh, you got you owe it to yourself for like. There's like a character that's like Gonzo, and he has a flashback. It's phenomenal. That's all I'll say because I don't want to spoil a thing. There's like what? a flashback. Oh, you just got. I don't want. I'm, I'm not even. I'm being so cryptic and vague in my description because I don't want to remotely spoil it. But there's. It's just filled with totally colorful like characters. Uh, this is Peter Jackson, man. Like, there's puppets in this movie. It's, yeah. Meet the Feebles is just a, a adult puppet movie. What? Yeah. Peter Jackson said me? it was for a movie. It, it's for anybody that ever wanted to kill a Smurf or that ever thought bad things <laughs> happening between Kermit and Miss Piggy. That's what he made this movie for. It's, it kill is amazing. If you haven't seen it, check it out. It's not horror per se, but it's like, you know, it's gory. It's got gore. It's got, it's just adult comedy. Episode 26, Puppet Show. <laughs> hey, I'll sit on my lap. I'll give you a puppet show. Yeah. <laughs> we tried. We yeah. tried to have them vote. Over already. <laughs> Meet the Feebles and Fraggle Cock. Yeah. <laughs> Fraggle. Well, tonight. That's, tonight my doing... fa- that's my favorite puppet parody. I know somebody asked about horror parodies tonight, but that's my favorite puppet parody. Hmm. What about tonight's trilogy? Tonight, it was voted. It was voted in by everybody. We put it out there. And by two votes, by two votes, because we had a lot of votes. We really did. But by two votes, the winner is Maniac Cock. Maniac Cock? You said cock? 
Sorry, me neither. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking of Fragile Cock. Or Fragile Cock. <laughs> that was my nickname in high school. Oh, here he comes. It's Maniac Cock. And those two votes were definitely legitimate. There was no shadiness going on with the voting. No, there was, no. There was no boat, votes being bought behind the scenes. Oh, there, was, there was no campaigning against this television. This is rigged like the election? This is rigged. Yeah. Did they vote? You rigged that too? No, so no. Tr- Trump voted for Maniac Cop. <laughs> oh, okay. so maniac cock, and uh, that was your nickname. That means that yeah. Brandon's nickname was Fragile Cock in high school. <laughs> Fragile. <laughs> it, it bent so easily. So, Mr. Watson, can we get back to the task at hand? Props to Watson. Did you guys listen to the Halloween episode, episode four? I'm one hour into it. Oh, then I won't say anything. I was gonna say. A lot of shit. I can't now. But I love his idea. He had an idea for for making a Halloween, and it was fucking tremendous. So that was great. Everything was it was a great show, but I, I wanted to comment on that. But I won't say too much because you haven't heard it. But I'll say one thing. He wanted ideas. Here's my idea. It, it's simple, and we probably said it in passing here before. You want to make a Halloween movie or any of those movies, just make it simple. A guy killing kids in Haddonfield. Not a guy, but that guy. Send him in Haddonfield, no bullshit, no family, nothing, killing freaking teenagers. That is your movie. How about, so we ma- how about we make it a little bit more avant-garde and we have no killings and it takes place <laughs> in March? Yeah. Easter. So Michael Myers walking around. There is no Michael Myers. There's no killer. There in is no tomorrow. Oh, sorry. <laughs> There's no shape. The only shape we see is a triangle. <laughs> what is Neon Demon? Yeah. <laughs> Oh man, I guess I blew my lo- blew my load with one of the movies I watched. So. <laughs> blew my load, blew my load. No, I it, it's it's simple. You and he, it's funny if that's what he said. That's what I've been going off. You got to go, Michael Myers, Halloween babysitters, killing, done, yeah. done. It got crazy. Fucking thorn. <laughs> Jesus. Wow. Schools. Yep. Twenty years later, all this bullshit. Just Good. Michael Myers had sitting around in a hermit's shed. Oh, How about stop. he kills the girls from Babysitter's Club? <laughs> Adventures in Babysitting? Yeah. <laughs> oh, Adventures in Babysitting. That would be good. Elizabeth Shue can go back. She can be Elizabeth Shue, and you get Vincent D'Onofrio to play Thor again? Yeah. So and it's, then we... Th- it's Thor versus uh, Michael Thor. Myers? Yeah. Thor versus Thorn. <laughs> Cult of Thorn. <laughs> <laughs> We're throwing that out the window. <laughs> I... Man, I'm, I'm done trying to contribute great ideas. No, that, that is a great idea. It I is. Just, I just added to it. That's Thank all. You. I just I tweaked it. That, that's Thank what you. I do. Yeah. See, that's what I'm good at. I don't. I, I'm humble, but I, I am good at tweaking ideas. How about Michael is working as a babysitter? He's lost his way in life. Yeah. He's working as a babysitter, and he's fed up with his employer. He snaps, kills his employer, and then decides to go around killing all uh all mannies in in the city of Haddonfield. Or a town of Haddonfield. <laughs> Don't tell mom the babysitter's dead. <laughs> <laughs> and it starts off with him crocheting a massive doily for the couch. Oh, a doily, huh? Adventures. Uh, Don't tell mom. That's right. Yeah, and I'll go a step further. Wasn't he stabbed with a knitting needle in part one? Wasn't You've he? You've only watched the movie a thousand times. You're asking us a question about? Yes, okay. of course he was. <laughs> okay. <laughs> nope. Wrong movie. 
It was a chopstick. <laughs> There's a whole scene that they cut out. It's in the TV cut where they order Chinese. <laughs> yeah. Can we get a can we carve a pumpkin? Can we watch movies? Can we order Chinese? Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> sure, sure, sure. <laughs> oh, wow, okay. Yeah. Um TV cut. I don't TV cut, that's right. That's right. So yeah, Watson, great job. Great show. Keep doing what you're doing. We'll say it again. If you guys are listening to Horror Corridor, get on that. Make that. It, it did crack top ten. He did crack the top ten, so I'm happy about that. And uh, <clears throat> he's the prince of, hor- of horophilia. The prince. The prince of horophilia. Yeah. I can take that. Yeah. You're the prince. Hail <laughs> to the prince. Let's prince hope he doesn't die like the other prince died. You know. Oh, I better not say oh, that. You're cursed. <laughs> God forbid, if Watson is dead by the time this show airs, <laughs> I am quitting podcasting. There will be no more podcaster extraordinaire. I, I Watson, get episode five out quick. Yes, and cut back on the whiskey, please. <laughs> uh, not to toot our own horns about this, but I actually laid a death curse down the other day. What? Uh-oh. I was download. I was downloading some songs, and I decided I wanted uh, Jeff Buckley's Hallelujah, and... Uh, and I'm saying to myself, I love this song. I can't remember who sang the original, but it's somebody big. And then a few hours later, my father tells me Leonard Cohen died, and yeah. he was the one who sang the original. I'm like, oh, great. I killed him by downloading Buckley's version. Leonard Cohen died? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Leonard Cohen Christmas died Christmas? the other day. And Leon Russell today. Or, uh, yeah. He's a big uh, big songwriter from uh, – you'd know him to see him if you, if you don't yeah. recognize the name for whatever reason. But Leonard Cohen is huge and Canadian, of course. And Yep. Who isn't? Who isn't? Wow. Right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So wait a minute. I've got to bring it up again. Was it last show or the show before? I don't know. But Shrek came up. I think it was last show. Shrek. And we were talking about a song from Shrek. Remember somebody sang a song and I said something about Shrek? It, it was yeah. uh, Slipknot, Slipknot. What's that band called? Some Smash Mouth. Smash, Smash Mouth. Okay. Yeah. Slipknot. Didn't, <laughs> someone said, sang some Smash Mouth. I go, wait, that's Shrek. Now you're talking about Hallelujah. That's a Shrek song. Were you saying yeah. someone saying some Smash Mouth? Huh? Were you saying <laughs> someone saying some Smash Mouth? Someone saying. You said someone saying some Smash Mouth. <laughs> someone saying some Smash Mouth. Someone saying some Smash Mouth. Now somebody brought up Hallelujah. You did. And that's a Shrek yeah. Song. Well, I was downloading it and listening to it. And I'm like, I love this song. And then the original writer and singer. I, I don't buy it. I think you're watching Shrek on loop. That's what I think's going on in yeah. your life. I was watching Shrek the other day. See? He's a schmuck not, not, the origi- not the original Shrek. Like one of the uh-huh. Halloween shorts, you know. Ma- Maniac Shrek? Called- <laughs> Maniac <laughs> Shrek. Yeah, Maniac Kate versus Maniac Shrek. Yeah, yeah. Maniac well, guys, Kate. we're getting to that time here. Uh, we're going live at 1010, and it's uh, just about there. It's, Ooh, it's, we have I forgot not- about this. How did you forget about why? You want to get out of the really did. quick? I totally forgot. And then you're like, even though you reminded everybody. Yeah, you didn't even clean yourself up a little. I shaved. You shaved your clam? Yeah. Don't go in the basement. Here, I'm putting it on. Let's see how this works. If this Don't. works. Took me a half Don't. an hour to shave my nuts. <laughs> I got to describe the video? Oh. <laughs> Ow. Just like last time, Dave. How, how quickly he forgets. I do suck. I know. Oh, it says M. I guess this video is going to be called M. Ooh. Have you seen Three, that? 3, 2, movie? 1. And we're right on it, 10, 10. I got 10, 09. 
right on. I don't know if anybody <laughs> sees us, but there, there these guys are. Look at that. I can't. There's your microphone. Oh, is anybody here? Oh, yeah, I got to unplug you guys or myself. Yeah, Last time hey, hey Bill's there. It's, hey, it's building. Hey, BC. Hey. hey. Turn the volume down. There we we go. should plug BC. Just Did he just start a YouTube channel? I just Wh noticed Whitney he has a YouTube says, channel. I'm here. Stephen Carpenter. Hey, fuckers. Whitney Avery, hey. I'm here. You getting the feed this time, Brandon? Can you see this? Yeah, no, I see them. Hey, 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 SC. Hi, Whitney. Hi, Bill. Can you guys hear these guys? Can you guys hear these guys? Nobody's saying anything. Well, we're not going to spend all day saying hello like last time. We're just going <laughs> to. Yeah. <laughs> Although that yes, was fun. Okay. They can hear us. Uh, they're saying yes. Okay, BC said yes. So did Steven. So did Whitney. So did well, Steven again. Hello, SC. Hello, BC. Um, Dave doesn't want us to say hello anymore, so. We're just going to keep talking. Somebody, somebody ask us a question or something. So it's not just hello each time. Hey, yo, Mahoney. Wow. Well, this is a first year anniversary, everybody, as we were saying. We've already done the intro, but, you know, this is what it's all about, man. One year we've been doing this show. Good day, Neil. One year. One year. Not working David. for me. David, I'm sorry to hear that. How can he comment if it's not working? Well, I he commented not working. I think he means the show. I think he means the show. The show's not working for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you meant the show, not, not the Facebook Live. Happy anniversary. Guys, Thank you, guys, Michael Kelly. SC uh, said no. He has no questions. He's going to send more voicemail soon. <laughs> well, Mahoney wants to know our favorite it's horror great. movie. Coming up, uh, episode 27. Episode 27, yeah. it is coming up. Well, exactly. mine's obvious. If you listen to the show, I don't think I'm going to give another number 10. We can't blow our load yet tonight on that one, Rob. No, it seems like only yesterday we were reviewing the final girls. You're right. Yeah, it's true, You're man. Right. If, if I You're said just... it. We were reviewing those shows, and it felt like it, it was too quick this year, man. It's crazy. Very. Uh, I how see did one Brandon and Black Phillip? <laughs> Brandon, how did you yeah. and Black Phillip celebrate? Uh, we broke up. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Was it racial? What's that? Was it a racial it new... thing? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was it's racial. racial, he said? Yeah, he's, he's moving to Canada. Well, that goes in, without in light of In light of recent events, he's moving to Canada. <laughs> Sorry, guys, border's closed. <laughs> <laughs> Another guy, Michael Kelly. What's the best movie you've seen in 2016? We can't say. We can't okay. say until two more shows with our big countdown. I hope you guys all tune in. Whitney, welcome to the Exploding Heads. She's a newcomer. Yes. Welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, yes. Wish we could say the same about Christian, but he's already come about three or four times this show. Yeah. <laughs> hey. <I'm spent>. Yeah. <laughs> so, Brandon, so I get did, this you change, to me. <laughs> did you change your um, relationship status on Facebook? Does it say you're now single? It's complicated. It's complicated. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Well, does anybody have a question besides what our favorite movie is? Because we can't do it. Oh, well, we have a whole show a, a horror recommendation that we've seen recently. I could recommend one that I watched recently. Do it. The Monster. Check it cool. out, Mahoney. That's all I can, I'll say. I, I can say one, too. In the Deep. I recommend it. In the Deep. Story of my life. Is it in the Deep <laughs> or into the Deep? No, into the tush. It's a <laughs> Ryan Lewis. Wow, that's a nice surprise. What's up, homie? Wow. And I'll I recommend 31. I'll recommend 31. I... You're recommending 31? I'm recommending it, man. You'll hear oh, it later. That's wow. fair. I gave it a good score. Uh, SC, I am watching American Horror Story, and it's got I think it's got one episode left, and uh, I don't know. It's made some pretty crazy turns in the last few episodes, so don't let's, say. let's don't see say. how it ends. It, I, have a feeling, I have a feeling it's going to do what it does every year and, and disappoint in the end, but we'll see. 
Big Sexy's joined. Big Sexy's Kenny, uh, Ken Kong from Postmortem Radio. He's joined. <laughs> What's Christian's favorite word to say? Kenny, we'll this... let you ask a question on here, unlike uh, Oz. Cock. <laughs> I mean, I'm just kidding. That's a joke. Oz, we love oh, you. <laughs> I can't go back. I, I missed a question. Why can't you go back? You it won't let me scroll back this time. See, Whitney feels the same about American Horror Story. American Horror Story, yeah. You know, I, I, I'm only four episodes in because I'm not watching. It's a long story. Okay. I, I watched episode three and four the other day with my wife, and I still love it. It's still my favorite show. No, it, it, it is. I'm enjoying the season so far, but you'll see. After, I think, episode five, it shifts dramatically in terms of That's tone. Okay. But But it's still it's still good and definitely. I'm Did the I first on footage this year? Don't That's say what it. I heard the Don't rumor spoil is. it. No, um, it's not found footage so far yet, at least. I don't know. Well, that was the rumor. Uh, that's why my wife, my wife heard something, so then... Okay. Exorcist, no. <laughs> uh, see, I'm on hiatus because I'm in between houses. That's why I'm in a bedroom right now. So until we buy our house in a couple months and get in there, I'm missing out on all these shows because I watch them with my wife, and we're in different locations at the moment. So that's why I'm... But I plan to watch all this stuff. Mr. Watson's here. Watson, what's up, homie? Not watching uh, Exorcist, hearing low ratings and not very good. Hey, Matt. Whitney loves it, though. She loves the Exorcist show. Oh, okay. Whitney does. Uh, Whitney says, yeah. I love the Exorcist. Thus far, I'm, anyway. I'm, I'm a sucker for the ratings. I really do follow this. I'm like, a, I'm a nerd. I follow the ratings because I, I feel like if it's going to get canceled after one season, why watch it? Because they're not going to be able to finish what they want to tell. But. Who knows? You got to support it, though, then. And then they'll get another season. Just like Clay is getting his second season. Yeah, that's exciting. <laughs> oh, you got to January, man. Got to get him in there. That's what <laughs> we're saying. What's up, Watson? We just did a big shout out to you. Yeah, we did. Yep. <laughs> we talked about you for a few minutes there. Future what of horror is see? bright. What do you see or hope for the future of horror? That's Michael Kelly. Mm. It's, it's bright, man. It's bright. It's <laughs> it doing, is bright. It, it really is. It's doing great these last five years. It really that's is. Agreed. It seems to be uh, like it, when we're going to look back at this and feel it's like the heyday that you know we all talk about the nostalgic '80s. This decade has been really good. Yes, it has. As say your question about Christmas horror special announcement coming at the end of this episode. So maybe, maybe no, Matt. We didn't <laughs> talk about you. I'm sorry. We talked about Watson. No, we'll I... talk about you next show. How's that? Let's talk about Matt. <laughs> you and your horror movies. He's a good guy. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Next, I'll watch a few of your videos this week, and then we'll talk about your next show. How's yeah, he's got, a, he's got a new shelf-by-shelf shelf series again. Oh, really? He's been reorganizing his, uh, his films. Hey, yo! Now, now, Rob, when you say we need a new face of horror, are you talking about, like, a new iconic villain, Jason Michael Myers? Or are you talking about, like, a Clive Barker, Stephen King, new face of, or John Carpenter, like, a new face of horror? Because... Or a replacement for Christian. Or... Thank you, Joanne. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. Hey, Joanna. Hey, Rebecca. <laughs> Thank you. She, Joanna said Sons happy anniversary. Bitches. That, that, that Thanks, I Joanna. Joanna told me, told me I had to see the Neon Demon in the theaters. I didn't listen, and I, I immediately uh... regretted that after yeah. watching it. <laughs> me too. We were going to do this they... episode... Human centipede style, but we couldn't all be in the same room at the same time. So, unfortunately, <laughs> maybe for year two, we'll do that for you guys. I'm going to make a Father Mahoney. You're right. I am going to make a, a Father Mahoney movie. It's going to be the the Sacrament Part 2. Yes. The storylines being more in-depth. Oh, I missed it. See, I can't go back, guys. Can you see that? 
What did it oh, say? you can't scroll yeah, because you're you short feel on the screen. becoming right? more intelligent, storylines being more in-depth, engrossing the viewer. I, I definitely agree with that. Horror is definitely becoming smarter. That's why I'm enjoying it more. Agreed. Because it's, it, it's not just... I mean, not that I don't love slashers and blood and guts, but it's, it's, it's thinking hard. It's psychological. Yeah, SC, we all saw uh, Ouija 2. I'm, I, I don't think Christian did, but we were actually going to do that for episode 24, but I don't but think I Christian saw it. Yeah, so we switched to the, uh, the Oz Perkins movie. But it was good. I liked it. It's, like, it, it's, it's definitely my least favorite movie by him, but it's still yep. like a 7, 7.5 out of 10. I gave it the same exact score, and I agree with that exact statement. It was probably my least favorite because it did have a few issues, but definitely a solid 7 out of 10. Were the issues like the, the extended mouth, you know, effects? Like, yeah, I, like I, I would love to see Flanagan get away from some of these, uh, these special effects. I, I'm sure they make him do that, especially when he's doing a big Hollywood film like this. But I know he's done it in his other films, too. But I would love to see a little bit more practical effects. And, you know, there was just certain scenes where it wasn't needed. SC, I may check out The Arrival. I don't know if I'll go to the theater see it. I might wait till it just comes out. Uh, it's, not, it's not a remake, is it? It's not a remake of The Arrival that came no. back in, like, in the 90s or anything like that. It's a new premise? No. Yeah. I don't okay. even know. I'll see it, though, but not at the theater. Yeah, I'm hearing, I'm hearing mixed things, but I definitely want to check that out. I actually <laughs> watched the second Ouija without seeing the first one, Rebecca. But I Me too. Yeah, but I definitely want to watch the first one at some point. I did, too. Ryan, Ryan Lewis wants to know... Did you see that? Your yeah. favorite horror you let the last five years? Holy shit, that's difficult, man. Uh, Mine's easy. The Witch. A girl walks home alone at night. It's not easy for me. I don't have one off the top of my head. Although there might be one this year that takes that spot, but A Girl Walks Home Alone at Night I think is a perfect film. Ooh, Mahoney says The Town That Dreaded Sundown. Best in the last five years. I do love it. It was wow. my favorite of that, that was a great. That was a great film, too. Mm-hmm. Clickety-clacky. <laughs> Ryan, I'll have to get back to you, man. I, I just too many to think of a name. I don't have a probably just a top ten. Have either of you guys checked out Channel Zero? I haven't watched it. No, I can't no. wait to watch it, and I'm gonna watch it with my daughter and my wife in a few months. I'm gonna watch them all. I explain yeah. them right now, and a couple months I'll rectify all that. Yeah, how about that, Nasferatu? You guys hear that shit? Yeah, yeah. Dude, I, I think he's the perfect guy for the job. Yes, and here's what's weird. I knew about this two months ago. It's in my millions of notes for the show about stuff I want to bring up. So I heard it somewhere a few months ago. I don't know where, but it's, I've been meaning to bring it up. And I just thought everyone knew it. Then all of a sudden it became news. So yeah, I, don't, I don't think bullshit. I knew that. <laughs> I'm just teasing you. <laughs> <laughs> Come on now. I think it's going to be great. Jamie's got your voice in her head. Your voice in her head. Oh, my voice man. in her head? That, yeah. That's okay. Right? A little late, Matt. Sorry, buddy. You and your you and your lateness. What Matt wants my voice in his head? No, Matt. Matt asked about the Nosferatu remake by the oh. director of The Witch, oh. and then he's like laughing out loud. Never mind. Okay. And, Whitney, and Whitney says, um, "Oh my God, what's the name of the show? The sci-fi show, Channel Zero. Channel Zero. She watched Channel Zero. She watched. Yeah, she says it's decent for sci-fi, which I could take that. I'm Doesn't really interested in Nosferatu. I really that movie. The imagery alone scared the crap out of me. We talked about the innocence the last episode. Before that, from a picture in a book, Nosferatu scared the pulp out of me. And I probably owe my fascination with horror from the two pictures that were in this book that my dad had on horror films. So I can't wait for a remake of that. I love that original. You know it's going to be atmospheric as hell. Oh, yeah. Oh, him doing it? Oh, yeah. 
I can't. I can't yeah, wait. that's that's gonna be amazing. Maybe they'll yeah. film it three hours away again, <laughs> in the same area you did the witch. Nice. Maybe we'll be in it this time. The what do y'all think of Green Inferno? I don't. I don't hate the Green Inferno, but the lead character is just so despicable that it's just I don't know. Takes me out of it a little. Eli Roth. No. Right? No, not Eli Roth's wife. I like her. I'm talking about the lead male character. See you, Matt. Matt's got to leave. Oh, take care, Matt. I love the Green Inferno. He's and I at think it got... work. He works yeah, in he was hospital. At, I think he was at for, yeah, work. Yeah, he was he doing works... surgery. <laughs> no, he does. He works in the hospital. He's uh, <laughs> like a respiratory, hey. respiratory therapist. What? Is, what? Is, I forgot. I'm sorry. Oh, whatever I... it is. But he, a he, he... Facebook Live. I mean, the guy a with a heart problem happened, can wait. You know? <laughs> He had to run. He couldn't take it anymore. Yeah. Grim's, fairy tales. <laughs> Grim's fairy tales when she was five was Rebecca's introduction to horror. Mine was the babysitter letting me watch 10 to Midnight when I was like five or six on TV with Charles Bronson and some naked killer running around chopping up co-eds. What's that now? 10 to Midnight. I remember that from the first episode. Yeah, 10 to Midnight. Yeah, the babysitter. The babysitter was showing it to you. Yeah, the movie. The movie. <laughs> that was like my like the Air first attack. movie that scared me because I was like six and she let me watch it. And like the, the maniacs just naked running around killing, killing. Uh, I think they're nurses, college oh. like at nursing school. Halloween four or Jason Lives. That's like choosing between a a, a piece of shit and a Jason uh, Lives a puke in a bucket. Yeah, I think I'd yeah. go with Jason Lives too. There you go. I will too, just because it's Jason. And I see, I stopped watching uh, Walking Dead mid-season last year, but I feel like I have to go back now just to see the recent events Walking, unfold. Walking Dead is, I love it. I've never stopped loving it, and I will watch it until it ends. I only watched the first episode this year because I didn't want to be spoiled, so I had to see what happened. And again, I'm going to keep a broken record. I can't watch them now, so I can't, it's going to be great after we buy our house. <laughs> As soon as my wife and I get into our new house, we're going to have a horror TV to watch for like the next six months. It's going to be crazy. So, yeah, for that. Yeah, because I'm watching two, three movies a night. Yeah, you're I, killing it now. Yes, I am. I got nothing going on. I'm in this room. That's all I can do. Steven, I'm waiting, I'm waiting for Black Fridays to pick up that shopping mall Blu-ray, but I'm hearing nothing but good things about all those Vestron titles, so... Even without me owning it, I've heard great things, so definitely worth picking up. But might as well wait a you know another week or two, see if if the sales start up and it drops. Great exploding head in that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but is it a slasher? Is my oh. wife interested in joining? Joining what? The threesome. <laughs> <laughs> I hope so. <laughs> I'm, I'm here. I'm here for the. Ga- I'm here for the gangbang. Wait, your oh, turn. Oh, she means joining this. She means joining Facebook Live. She did um, the last time. But she's, yeah, she's uh, probably, busy tonight, right? She's sleeping, is, but she's, is what's going on. She's working and closing and opening, and yeah, she's out. That's what's going on. We haven't bought the new house yet, but that's coming. We, we just sold our first one, and then here I am in the middle. So We need to get to Sonoya, Georgia, where they filmed The Walking Dead. It's pretty nifty. I'd love to go to Georgia. Nice. The boy, uh, Mo, you got to go back to episode... What episode is it, guys? Uh, one of the episodes this year. Go but back, yes, Moan. I recommend it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's we definitely covered. from season one. Uh, it was liked by two of the three of us. I won't tell you who didn't like it, but I fucking hated it. <laughs> <laughs> so you, you know would, you gotta actually. see it now. <laughs> I'm just All right. kidding. Has it been 15 minutes? Uh, it, you know what? I feel, yes, we, we're blowing our load here. Exploded heads all around, guys. We're gonna, we're gonna get going. Oh, I got a question quick, though. Hey, Dave, being Italian and all our general, being Argento. Italian and all, our general Bava or Fulci? Wow. Our general, our general, my man. 
The boy was episode six. To... Thanks, SC. <laughs> yeah, I go. I go with our channel also, actually. But no, that's thing, honestly, I haven't seen all of Bava. I really got to dig into. You know, Bava Junior or Bava Senior? I, no, my friend Bava, who's sitting right next to me. I really got to dig into him. <laughs> oh. Okay, fuck it. What was the name of your cock? What was the name of your cock again? Fraggle. Fragile. Fraggle. Fragile. Oh, fragile. 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 Show coming up, guys. Fraggle cock and meet the feebles. Yeah. <laughs> and we gotta go. We gotta go. Hey, thanks, thanks everybody again. Yeah, thank you. This has been this been just more hey, organized. Hey, hey, look, he's, look, hey, it's working. Wow, this last thing's working. Yeah. <laughs> we'll do it again. We'll do it again in a few more shows. So, uh, peace out. Love you guys. Thank you. Yes, thank you for all the support. Seriously. Yeah, and thank you for your support. Later, See, we'll make exploding care, heads everybody. great again. Make exploding yeah. heads great again. It's always been great. Happy anniversary. That's okay. All right, we got to go. See ya. Okay, that's that. All right. Wow, did you hear that noise? Oh, that's my video playing back. Stop. I don't want to watch it. Stop. I don't know if anyone it. Better off I can listen to myself. Okay. All right. All right Let's plug right. back in. My wife okay. comes in. She goes, she's flicking the lights. I'm like, I love you. She's <laughs> flicking her bean? What'd you say? Yeah, for, <laughs> you could have been in what? Sorry, I got this podcast to do. Uh, <laughs> take care of yourself. <laughs> did, you guys, did you guys see somebody posting on Facebook? There's actually a movie out called Don't Flick in the Woods or something. <laughs> They're real, and it's a real movie, I swear. Don't flick in the woods. Oh. Don't flick in the woods. Or don't flick your bean in the woods. Woo. Okay. Wow. Fuck, I'm sweating. See, what is it about that that makes me sweat? <laughs> you were holding you were holding up the phone, you know, the uh, the laptop, you know. That's it. I had the laptop in my lap and it made me hot. <laughs> it did. It did. It's no joke. That's not good. You're boiling your uh your speed your sperm. Whew. Yeah, well, what are you gonna do? I feel like okay. I got a glisten here too. <laughs> oh wow. No, that was good, man. I love doing that. That's really kinda cool. Like and again, you're right, because you're so Interesting going, hey, what's going on? Hey, there you are. But it, we actually got some questions, and I think we made that, no, that work was, the way. That was much smoother than the first time around. We were answering questions on stop there. I, I like told that. You. Yeah, I knew it would be better this time. We're, we're seasoned veterans. It only took us one. Boom. We were, we were shell-shocked the first time. I was like, whoa. Oh, I think yeah. we all blamed JP. Yeah, we had JP who was, like, making fun of us because we're all, like, 20 years older than him. Yeah. Just, <laughs> oh, he's a 50-year-old Mexican. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit. Woo. Well, we gotta continue on. We have emails. Yeah. We have uh, voicemails. We got shit going on. So um, I'm gonna try to get right to it here. Um, let's see what's first. Oh, oh, we'll do emails first. We'll do emails first, and then we'll do voicemails all at once. So let me go back, 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 because we got a lot. So everybody, thank you. Here we go. Casey Bates, my homie. Hey guys, just wanted to thank you all for a great Halloween 3 discussion. And of course, it's always good to hear the Wizard Wazell again after his Luke Skywalker-like exile from podcasting. (laughs) (laughs) Christian mentioned seeing Leprechaun at the theater, and it brought back a bad memory. You see, I too saw it at the show, and can say that it is the only movie I've ever walked out on. Have any of you ever left the theaters early in disgust over a turd movie? (laughs) <laughs> also, I'm in the Dave Z camp of believing Silent Night, Deadly Night is a feel-good movie. Yeah! <laughs> I don't understand that. It's, it's so... It's, it's mean-spirited. 
hold on. If you don't at least smile when the comatose grandpa comes to life long enough to scare Billy about Santa, <laughs> check your pulse. <laughs> That's my two cents. Thanks again for the great show, and here's to many more. See? <laughs> you better run for your life. Oh, that's great. Come on. <laughs> you got to love well, that shit. Yeah, I guess you got to. Right? Come on. Yeah, there you go. I, although, I'll check it out again. I mean, I haven't watched Silent Night, Deadly Night for a few years. I know you say you put it on every Christmas season. I think I've. it has been like two, three years since I've watched it. Oh, so, man. you got to rectify that. <laughs> rectify. Shit. i got to rectify. <laughs> the word of the night is rectify. You know, Funny enough that you mentioned Leprechaun, I stayed for Leprechaun. I had probably th- thought of walking out, but it was so... I just thought, this movie is so fucking ridiculous. And the girl, I was like, we were both like, this is just, just shit. And we stayed. I don't know why we stayed, but we stayed for Leprechaun. But I have walked out of two horror films. One of them was just out of boredom, and I knew I could catch another movie. I, I think I mentioned this on another show that was Needful Things. I've never mm. gone back to revisit the movie. But we went to the theater, and I was, I was expecting to enjoy it, and I was bored. So we were like, you know what? We can get out and catch like the, you know, the 9.30, whatever. So then we did, and we went to see another movie. Um, but the other movie that I actually walked out on was Texas Chainsaw Massacre, The Next Generation. Nice. I saw it, it in the theater, I saw it it in the theater and we were like, what the? There's like literally 20 minutes left. And the girl, I was, she was like, I want to kind of stay to the end to see how this ends. I'm like, no. I gotta get out of here. I gotta get out of this. This movie's just, I hate it so much. <laughs> Good for you. You picked the right like, ones. And you knew how it ends. It ended like the first one ended. Yeah. <laughs> you should have took her home and showed her Texas Chainsaw original. Here you go. You wanna know how it ends? Watch. I think a feather duster came in. Or, I mean, a, a crop duster. <laughs> feather duster? <laughs> yeah. Dusted uh, Brandon's asshole again. A, a feather duster and a, and a turkey baster. Yeah, we're going to prep this for the bleaching. A turkey bleaching. baster flies overhead at the end of Texas Chainsaw. <laughs> what is this? Don't breathe? Dripping yeah. freaking gum. Don't breathe in Texas. <laughs> Brandon's moving down there now. He's like, ah, I'm home. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> it's raining milk. Oh, shit. Um... <laughs> Brandon, have you ever walked out of a movie? I've only no, no, out. he's Jewish. He didn't walk out. He spent his money. Well, I to be honest, be. there's only been one movie that I've ever walked out of, and it's just because I'm creeped out by it and I couldn't, I couldn't stay and watch it. But what? But most of the time, I I stay to the end. I'm a glutton for punishment. Um, a lot of times I fall asleep. But the one movie I walked out on, and I was young, but was was uh, arachnophobia. Because you, you have arachnophobia. Yeah, I mean, I'm not as bad as I was then, but I literally couldn't even watch the spiders. And to this day, we actually, I was, was it Watson I was talking to? I was talking to somebody recently about this. Can't, maybe it was Moods. I can't watch Kingdom of the Spiders. The thrillomedy got to you. <laughs> <laughs> Boom! I'm out! <laughs> Ooh! <laughs> Mike, Mike drop. Boom. See ya. Nice. Yeah. Wow. Um, so that's it? Arachnophobia? That was it. I, I pretty much stay for everything else. Okay. I've never walked out, but I've rolled out. <laughs> and <laughs> what I mean is, I went to the drive-in, and it was a double feature. Is this a wheelchair joke? You rolled out. <laughs> <laughs> this is we haven't really hit that demographic yet, so go right were you, ahead. Were you, were you with Stephen Hawking? 
<laughs> I don't joke about wheelchairs, thanks to Mahoney. And I, do I hate know. this movie. This movie is not very good. <laughs> Roll me out of here. The theory of everything blows. <laughs> is that the name of the movie? I don't even know if that was the that, that is the name. He looks nothing like me. <laughs> okay, now that we've offended oh, yeah. the wheelchair people. The smartest man in the world, yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. Strike and ban, you guys. Yeah. Um, I rolled out of a, of a movie called Lady in the Water. It was the second of a double feature, so I was tired. The first movie we saw, and it was two movies, it was Grindhouse, The Good Way. So I think that's we a, saw... That's an odd double feature. Unless I'm wrong. Maybe it was Superman Returns and Lady in the Water. All I know is I went to the drive-in. That's was a double, double feature. I, I know. I'm just trying to remember. Maybe it was Omen 666, the, the remake, and, and Lady in the Water. That could have been it, too. Way. <laughs> because those are the movies I, I remember seeing at that drive-in in Vegas. That, so I know it was a double feature. So anyway, this was the second movie of a double feature. We were about 45 minutes in. It was slow. It was boring. It didn't do anything for us. And I said, hey, you want to get out of here? And she was like, yeah. And we rolled out. That was it. Lady in the Water. So. I love that movie. I really do. I hate to admit it. I really do love that movie. We and I know it's... It, yeah, you you've told the story and you've always referenced it as the double feature with Grindhouse. Okay. And it could very well be. I mean, it's just it just seems like such an odd double feature. But Lady in the Water doesn't even feel like a horror movie. No, yeah, and it's really... it would not have been a double feature because Grindhouse itself already is a double feature. You know what I mean? It, it was both movies. It was freaking Planet Terror and, and um Drive so whatever that. Oh, so know? they wouldn't have showed like the 3 hours of that and then Lady in the Water. I don't think so, because that's already two movies. So um, maybe, that's maybe it was a, maybe it was a double feature with On Golden Pond. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit! I was just referencing On Golden Pond today. Were you? Uh, yeah. That's all. Awesome. In what? In what regard? Yeah. What were you referencing? <laughs> I was watching football. Okay, with my father and my brother. Oh, well, that and makes I sense. On Golden I don't know how it. Football. Well, hold on. I don't know how it even came up. All I said was there was a certain line for that movie, and he goes. I think someone said middle-aged, and the guy said, middle-aged means middle. He goes, people don't live to be 150. I don't know why I said that line, but it had to do with the conversation we were having. So it was from On Golden Pond, because the lady says, she goes, oh, no, I mean, they're a nice middle-aged couple like us. And then he's like, middle? He goes, people don't live to be 150. You know what I'm talking about. (laughs) (laughs) I do know what you're talking about. Well, I mentioned it today, and then you brought it up. I just found that strange i hope jane fonda does not die today she's the only living person left from on golden pond yeah well no debbie coleman who i love he was in that and whoever the boy was i don't remember <laughs> that answers the question <laughs> on golden pond how do we get on that i don't know yeah. <laughs> double, double feature with lady in the water <laughs> <laughs> now next email our buddy jordy oster clickety clackety Hey, Exploding Heads. I'm a listener since the first episode. I'm a friend of the infamous Banana Laser and the Skeleton Crew. And, of course, I was stoked when I heard Dave Z. Pesci started a new podcast after the Banana Laser split. This is a perfect show. Mostly, I'm 100% on board with you guys. About Pardon me. I'm 100% on board with what you guys have to say about films. But even when I don't agree with you, I still love what you say about it. That's the strength of you guys. We, the listeners, don't have to agree with you. Hell, 
You guys sometimes don't agree with each other, but the conversations are so entertaining that it doesn't matter. For what it's worth, in my opinion, Dave Z is 100% correct with Don't Breathe. Yeah! Oh, there goes all the credibility. <laughs> You're going yeah. to regret, regret that. Brandon has it right with Crush the Skull! I forgot what Christian liked and the rats didn't like, but I also love Toxic Avenger. Uh, I love that you guys keep us up to date with new movies and review them. I love that you dig up the old ones. I love the comedic part of the show, and I love the special shows, like 40 Years of Horror, French Extreme, The Year in Horror, etc. Mm -hmm. The real assinability factor is so high that Exploding Heads is up there with Skeleton Crew and Banana Laser for me. A perfect 10 out of 10. Awesome. All right. Well, no, thank, thank you, man. All joking aside, that was awesome. Thank you. Yes, thank it's you. It's great to hear. I mean... Did you say thank you, Matt? Me? Who? Me? Christian. No, I said thank you. It's great to hear. Oh, maybe he said thank, thank you. you. Maybe he said man. man. Thank I think man. Yeah. I, I use man. Oh, okay. Thanks, so man. I. Dude, chain. Yeah, yeah you know, I, I was actually going to bring Cheat? that up because Watson uses homie all the time, and I don't feel yeah. like I'm a homie person. I can't, I can't do it back. It doesn't sound right coming from me. It sounds Just creepy. Just put a hoodie. Put a hoodie on, and then you'll be okay. I use, I, I use dude a lot. What's up, dude? <laughs> Yeah. That's or, okay. dude, or, dude. or man. Man's a good one, too. Man and homie, always for me, for years. Homie, I, could never, I can't do it, but Watson drops homie, like, and he, he, he sells it, man. Yeah, you look, you look, you're smiling ear to ear, Watson, it's funny. I'm smiling because I'm somebody's homie. I've waited 36 <laughs> years to be someone's homie. I, I, I would prefer to refer to you guys as fuckles and chuckles. I don't know if, if that will stick, but <laughs> well, who's fuckles, fuckles and chuckles. I'm who's chuckles, you? clearly. Yeah. yeah, you're fuckles, Dave, come on. Okay, all right, I, yeah. I fuck. <laughs> All right. <laughs> 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 I fuck. <laughs> That's why chicks dig me, you know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, now, we got questions here. Hold on a second. Anal penetration. <laughs> <laughs> Three questions. Ass to mouth, never mouth to ass. Oh, wait. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay, Jordy has three questions. <laughs> Number one. What is your favorite parody of a horror movie? Let's do it one at a time. What do you guys say? Favorite parody. I really hope this is considered a parody. I said Shaun of the Dead. Yeah, I, that was... I, I, I came up with two that came to mind, and it was either that or Young Frankenstein. See, Ooh. that I would actually consider... If, if that, and that was my other one, because I love that movie as well. So that's a parody, in my opinion. I think Shaun of the Dead's a horror comedy. I agree with you. So, if I was to answer, I guess Young Frankenstein would I'd agree with Brandon. I agree. I was going to say Young Frankenstein. I was going to say, too, Young Frankenstein and Student Bodies. Okay. Because Student yeah. Bodies yeah. is a perfect parody. That movie, oh, man. As a matter of fact, quick timeout here. Well, not a quick timeout, but I'm going to – I have to play this because Student Bodies, tell me this is not awesome. Hold on a second here. Ladies and gentlemen, in order to achieve an R rating today – a motion picture must contain full frontal nudity, graphic violence, or an explicit reference to the sex act. Since this film has none of those, and since research has proven that R-rated films are by far the most popular with the movie-going public, the producers of this motion picture have asked me to take this opportunity to say, fuck you. <laughs> student bodies <laughs> oh, I, I I'll have to revisit song. that it's been years since I saw that yeah me Dude, too but now I want to revisit it it's fucking brilliant it, maybe it's we'll do a, a parody show wacko student bodies 
Return to Horror High. There's another one in there that was there. Meet Not the Feebles. Scary movie. Well, that's that's uh, different. That's a puppet. That's, that's a puppet show. A puppet. <laughs> that's a puppet show. No. I don't know where that voice no, you're came the puppet. Have you guys seen that thing between between Trump and Clinton? You're the puppet. No, you're the puppet. Did you see that shit during the campaign? During the fucking Maybe. debate? Yeah, and they put puppets in there talking. You're the puppet. Oh, it's great. Next show, I'm going to play it. I'm going to play it next show. I don't want to hold us up now. But, for uh, the puppet show. <laughs> Yeah, for the puppet. Exactly, for the puppet show. All right. Um, next, question two. Why do horror fans in general give a pass for 80s movies and are stricter for recent movies? For example, I love this question. Uh, Night of the Living Dead is my favorite zombie film ever. Horror fans in general seem to like Dawn of the Dead the most. But it's understandable to say Return of the Living Dead is the best zombie movie ever made. And it's blasphemy to say Train to Busan is the best zombie movie ever made. While you regard both movies above the first Romero trilogy. It's a it's a great question. It really mm-hmm. it's it's so tough to answer, but I really feel like people are overly critical of the newer movies because it hasn't been a, a it hasn't stood a test of time yet. But the great thing in, in standing by a statement, you know, and saying that Train to Busan might be the best zombie film is 20 years from now, when it is regarded as one of the best zombie films ever, you could say, you know, you're the one who was talking about it and made it like that. I, I would make that statement for The Battery. I think The Battery is a modern zombie masterpiece. And I think, I think more people need to see it and, and it needs to be talked about more because I think it's going to withstand the test of time. But I feel like um, maybe it, it has to do with nostalgia factor. You know, 80s films, you know, even if they're cheesy, they just make you feel good because they bring you back to a simpler time. For most of us, it's our, it was our childhood. Whereas today, if we see something bad, we're older now. It's not, it's not so easy to just be like, oh, well, that was fun. No, if we, it was a waste of time versus yeah. being kids where all we did was waste time. Sure. Took I don't know. thought process right out of my head, and you articulated it better than I could have. So that was, that's pretty much exactly nostalgia and and just the test of time. Really, it, that's what it boils down to. It's not wow. fair, though. It, it's not fair. We need to... True. I mean, as much as I, I watch a ton of new movies each year, and some of them I rate very low, and they're awful, and really it has to do more with the fact that I'm, I'm so tired from watching so many movies. They're not as bad as I make them out to be sometimes. Sometimes they are. Sometimes they're not. You know, there is an audience for pretty much everything that comes out but if i'm not the audience for it i'll say so and and just be like this is garbage i'll tell you i think it's strictly no i shouldn't say strictly it's good the way you guys answered and agreed it does make sense but i really think it, it, it's it's just the test of time it's because it's new like for me it just you just seem it just seems like you need more time to to look back when something just happened, it's really hard to say that's the best, especially with movies. And everybody's a hipster now and critical of like, if anything has CGI in it, there's no way it could be as good as anything that has practical effects in it. It's it, it, it's already a strike against it, and I think a lot of people feel that way. But like, like for me, The Witch, I give The Witch a ten out of ten. Okay, but I'm not ready to sit here and say The Witch is on the level of The Exorcist and The Shining and the Halloween, and they're all tens out of tens. I'm just not ready to say that. It just wouldn't be right. As much as I love that movie and I'm really up its ass, and like I said, uh, it's the best movie in five years, I really feel that, okay? Please but, come out of the witch's ass. 
And come you'll come out of Black Phillips' ass. Yeah, yeah, please, please come out of the witch's ass and come on my face. Uh, but can't you, you can tell, you can tell now that that films like The Witch or It Follows are gonna be films that people are gonna cherish for years and years. Like people will watch them twenty years from now, the way we're watching, I don't know, films from the eighties. You know, I, I yeah. totally have an example in mind. So I feel you. You know, and with a zombies concerned, like I know a lot of people think Return of the Living Dead. Well, it's not. It's not something you think. It is their favorite movie. To me, I don't put that on the level of Dawn and Day. I just don't. It just seems like. That's a great, fun movie. I think it's awesome. I think the third act, it, no one talks about this. This is just my opinion. I think in the third act, nothing real, really memorable happens, and I think it's a very front-loaded movie. That's just me. But every time I hear people say Return is their favorite movie, it, of course, that's their opinion. That's great. But to me, I think I just don't see it being on the level of those movies. But, again, that's just opinion. I don't yeah. know. That, hey, my, be- per- my personal favorite is Night. And well, for and that seems to be a less popular opinion. Nowadays it is. Yeah, it seems like everyone just goes to dawn or day, or even return. I, I like you know what I like all four of them, but I, yeah, I definitely I, am one of the ones that say dawn and return of the living dead. And more recently, day I've always liked and 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 would say love day, but now I've really come to appreciate day for what it is. Uh, I used to love it for the effects. Uh, now I love it for the acting and everything else about it as well. Just the fact that he said, you know, screw you. This is the story I want to tell and, and, and did it his way. I love that. And I do have an answer for Ryan. I think I, I'd have to say probably the standout, uh, and this could change, is probably The Conjuring, the first Conjuring. That's probably one of the first the scariest movies that in recent memory that I've watched. Yeah, mainstream is all hell, but I remember when I saw that, I'm like, holy shit, I don't think I've seen a movie that scared me as much as that one did since for, for a long time in the theater. There's movies that I've loved, but nothing that really scared me. And I think that was the one that did. That's why the second one was such a disappointment for me. Ah, oh, blasphemy. Yeah. Well, it All comes right. just from the scare factor. I thought the second one was terrifying. It's funny. It's funny. <laughs> but, I so the fir- but I love the first. It's <laughs> funny how wrong you are. <laughs> what do you mean, Funny. <laughs> Funny how? Like I'm a clown? I amuse you? You do it. Well, you I'm it. doing it. You do it, Dave. <laughs> whoa, 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 Anthony. He's a big boy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm not going to do it. <laughs> That's I Question... got you. I got you. Question three from Jordy. I'm from Belgium, the country famous for their chocolate, beer, right. the movie Cub, and pedophiles. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know about the pedophile part. Brandon I knows. really, really, really... <laughs> despised cub <laughs> that was a sort of uh pedophile joke pro pedophile joke and, yeah. and it, it did not fall flat I, I okay it, it felt like it fell a little flat so i had to explain it no we both laughed i'll put the laugh track in okay <laughs> mouth to ass never asked him out exactly. <laughs> it wasn't on that <laughs> level brandon <laughs> <laughs> right there was no crickets this time you know <laughs> Where are the crickets? It's our first anniversary. Hey, ladies and gentlemen, the crickets are here. <laughs> okay, oh, I've done it too. <laughs> I hope so. That's, that's why I did that. Okay. Uh, now, let me finish what he was saying. It's hard to get some Blu-ray releases over here. Well, it's expensive. The best ones I can get are from Arrow because the postal costs aren't that much. But if I would order from Scream Factory every month, 
it would just cost way too much. Do you guys know more about European Blu-ray releases or companies similar to Screen Factory besides Arrow? Either way, awesome podcast. Keep up the good work, and congratulations on your one-year anniversary. Cheers, Jordy. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, Jordy. Yeah. I don't know if you guys can see this, but see what he made for us? Oh, it's backwards. It no, says exploding it? yeah, no, it. It's yeah. right way. Brandon, I'll give you a chance to answer because you know more about that stuff than us. And if you don't know, I reached out to Moods and JP today. and I got Yeah, it. it's funny because I was going to say they're really the guys to reach out to. You know, first of all, the thing you want to do, and I'm not sure if you are or not, but is go region free. You know, so this way you, you can buy from wherever you can find the cheapest. Yeah, but he doesn't matter because he still has to pay. Even if he is region free, he can't get Screen Factory from the States because it's too expensive. He no, has to buy local. Yeah, but then he can go on like Amazon and take advantage of Black Friday sales and stuff like that. Okay, all right. But, Sorry, I got you. With that being said, you know, I, I think of, of companies like 88 Films, um, Shameless is a good line. Uh, what else is European? Eureka. Eureka. Yes, I've heard of Eureka. Mm-hmm. Uh, Second Sight. I think mm-hmm. I own some Second Sight. I think there's also a, a company called Third Window Films. Yeah. Uh, how about Umbrella? Oh, yeah, Umbrella. Very, very popular company. They're Australian. Yep. And yeah. v- Via Vision. They're also Australian. And I got that information from JP and Mood, so I'm not, I'm not trying to come off like an expert. So <laughs> I asked them. So there you go. The, you have lots of options. Jordy, thank you. We love you. Jordy, by the way, you know yeah, that he sorry. has... Sorry for what? Oh, no, I was going to say, sorry, third window films are, are Asian films, but they have a lot of good films on there. Okay. Jordy has tattoos on his toes of Banana Laser and the Skeleton Crew. How about that? Oh. Well, yeah. you've got, you got a few more toes there. How about an Exploding Edge tattoo? You hear that? <laughs> yeah. That's how, about I said an, that. how about an Exploding Barrels tattoo? <laughs> <laughs> or the Exploding Typewriter. That's another podcast that's out there. Or a kiwi laser tattoo. <laughs> I'm oh, starting geez. that podcast next week. Kiwi laser. I need laser? to get up to four. I need to four. I need four podcasts under my belt. You gotta catch up with me, huh? Yeah. <laughs> you, you could just take my spot on a couple. How's that? I'm, oh, I'm overworked. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I can't do it. All right, you can't do it. All right, let's go. Let's next email here. Aha! Here we go. This one comes from Anthony Crisanti. Hey guys, I was curious about your. Pardon me. I was curious, what are your top ten lists of your favorite standalone slasher films of all time? This is a hard one for me. I find that mine is constantly changing. I love the show, and I think you guys have some of the best chemistry and humor around. Keep up the excellent work. Thank you, Anthony Crisanti. All right. Thank you. Thanks, Anthony. You're right. You are right. I agree. (laughs) I concur. And it's a great question. And Brandon, how hard is this question? He's no, it's guy. so hard though, because you can make <laughs> I can make three top ten lists. It's a difficult list, yeah, for sure. And and I don't even know if they're in the proper order, but uh, you do. We want to do inter- uh, a lot of them are interchangeable. Yeah, you want to do? Yeah, I feel the same. Do you want to do like a ten through six for each of us, and then whatever? I don't care. I'll go first. Number ten. I swear I numbered these. Here we go. Uh, number ten, The Prowler. Number nine, Alone in the Dark. Ooh. Number eight, Graduation Day. Number seven, happy birthday to me. And number six, Bay of Blood. Funny. Funny enough, some of those were on my list, but I, they got booted. Mine <laughs> Isn't too. that funny? 
Isn't that that is freaking hilarious? Oh, go ahead, Dave. You go next. Let me. Okay. Yes, none of them are on my list. However, um, three or four of them had been on it at one at one time. I did. I never had Alone in the Dark there, and I never had Bay of Blood because I'm considering it in 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 the the, the Galileo family. So. Yeah, <laughs> <fuck>. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe I shouldn't, but that's why I left it off. I'm like, well, people might think that this is the because you know it just. Either way, I left it off. Yeah, but I do. But then again, I always said I love the first like forty-five minutes, and then when it gets into the Galileo stuff, I kind of fall out of it. But whatever. Um, now uh, about those other ones. No, whatever. That's your list. <laughs> oh, we could do it. We could talk about honorable mentions after the list for like we hours. <laughs> and I'll tell you what. I've watched five slasher movies between yesterday and today just just to finalize it because I was so excited with this question. So thank oh, you went you went nuts. You went for I, real. Dude, I love I love my slashers, and I was like, I gotta be sure because I, I took this question seriously. So, okay. so I do have Galileo ones on mine. Do I have to take him off now? No, <laughs> do what you want, Galileo. I love her Galileo. Is now going to be the official term? You sons yeah. of bitches. <laughs> Italian, Gal- Italian Galileo month coming soon. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Dropping science like Galileo dropped an orange. Okay, uh, number ten. I did this because I felt it had to be there, but I wanted at my number 10 because I had beef with it, but I appreciate some of the stuff going on. So number 10 goes to Black Christmas. It was close. It was on. It was off. The Prowler was there, but I had beef with the Prowler, too. Wow, I know. So, That's interesting. Okay. So I went with I just, I went with number 10 Black Christmas because of the phone calls and some of the stuff. I still think the middle is boring. and I really, we know now where the beef is. I really hate the ending. <laughs> Where's the beef? Where's, Where's the, the beef? beef? It's all, all right. with you. You have a lot of beef over there. I do have a lot of beef. That's what she said. Yes. Hey. Because I fuck. Yes. Um. <laughs> anyway. Fuckles and chuckles. Hey. Fuckles. I fuck, you know? Okay. <laughs> so 10 is Black Christmas. Number 9 I gave to pieces. Number 8 is Night Warning. Number 7 is Blood Rage. And number 6 oh, is wow. Intrude. Intruder. Oh, Intruder. Nice. I forgot about Intruder. Uh, I'm surprised you didn't have uh, Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker on your list. I did not, but I'm yes. not done yet. You did. I'm kidding. You did. Night Warning is also Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker. What a Night name. Warning goes by that name? Yeah, it's the same movie. Wow. It's a stupid name, but then again, Night Warning doesn't make sense either. Butcher Baker Nightmare Maker is an awesome title. That doesn't fit in with the movie at all. I'm saying. Uh, no, yeah, it doesn't fit in with the movie at all, but it's still isn't a cool it, title. Isn't the chick from New Heart in that? Julie, I can remember. God. Julia Duffy, the blonde. Yeah, I think is that I it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't I think, think she's. In. Yeah, I used to love it. Love that shit. Is that Friday Thirteenth Part Seven, the New Heart? <laughs> the New Heart. Yep. <laughs> It'd be awesome. Bobby he would have been great if he was in that. Movie. Yeah, if he showed up in that, you'd like it a lot more. Put the instead of character. Instead of Bernie, yeah. yeah. Instead of Bernie, it's New Heart. Exactly. I was just gonna say he could have played Bernie's role. Yeah. We're Kyrie cast in the movie to make it better. Right? You're not okay, trying. Okay, you know what? Intruder might have taken that 10th spot for me, but I didn't have it down. I forgot, so I got to go with what I had down here. No, you so don't. My... There's no rules here, buddy. Do you eh, fuck you it. Have... I'm keeping it the same. All right. <laughs> Number 10, and again, I some of those orders mixed up. Number 10, I have Dr. Giggles. Wow. Num- wow. Yeah, no- that's, Number that's nine, a shitty have... start. Yeah, fuck you. <laughs> Number 9, I've got Twitch of the Death Nerve. Fuck this Bay of Blood shit. Twitch of the Death Nerve. Whoever heard of Twitch of the Death Nerve? He's Canadian. Number eight, I've got Bad Dreams. Number seven, wow. I've got Stage Fright. 
And number six, I got Black Christmas. Nice. Nice. I just see love for stage fright. I left it off my list. But, uh, yeah. I like stage fright. It'd probably be in my top 25, but... Now, how mad, are, how mad are people going to be when they realize Dr. Giggles beat out Happy Birthday to Me, The Prowler? <laughs> it did! And then, well, now, you know what, though? Truth be told, Intruder, I love Intruder. And that probably yeah. would have taken that 10th spot. Honestly, yeah. I think after you Come gave on. Toxic Avenger a 10 out of 10, you probably <laughs> lost most credibility with any listener, so... <laughs> the Whatever, possession. Why don't you blow possession a bit more? <laughs> oh, nice. a, a masterpiece. <laughs> No, no. All right, so five through one? Five through one, rock and roll. All right, coming in at number five, Maniac. Coming in at number four, Intruder. Oh, okay. Coming in at number three, House on Sorority Row. Nice. Coming in at number two, My Bloody Valentine. And coming in at number one, the film that started it all, Black Christmas. Ah, not Peeping Tom. I Peeping Tom gets an honorable mention, but Black Christmas. I love Black Christmas. You know I do. I do. I won't say a thing about it. <laughs> I'm, I, I'm, not, I'm not surprised it's in this. He's spot, talking so. about the remake, Dave. <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. It's not Black Black Xmas. Black yeah. Xmas. <laughs> Black Xmas. Yeah, you know, we have some similarities in there. So, so that's cool. That's cool. I can dig it. Okay, here's my five. <clears throat> House on Sorority Row. Yeah. Number four. Slaughter High. I love fucking Slaughter High. Yep. And I can't explain why. It's everything about it. There's like, a, there's like five or six movies that fit into the Slaughter High motif, but for whatever reason, it's just a perfect blend for me. I, I'm just, I just enjoy that movie every time I watch it. So Slaughter High, number four. The Burning, number three. My Bloody Valentine, number two. And Maniac, number one. Nice. There you have Nice, it. man. Similarities as well, and some differences. I got number five, Maniac. Number four, The Burning. Number three, My Bloody Valentine. Number two, Terror at the Opera. And number one, High Tension. Ah! Look at Brandon's face. You Canadian French extreme. (laughs) (laughs) That's actually cool. That's cool. I I thought about putting High Tension on the list. Wow. No surprise, every one of my movies comes from the 80s. Dave, I'm shocked you didn't have Alice, Sweet Alice. I always thought you thought really highly of that. I like it. I mean, I would probably give it an 8 out of 10. I do like it. It'd be in the top 25, but it's... It is a really good movie. None of us had Terror Train, which almost made my list. I booted it off. I booted that off, too. Yeah. And also, I took off... (laughs) I I took off Motel Hell, which I love. I'm not a fan of Motel Hell. I, 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 I don't know if that's blasphemous. Okay. I, I'm not a fan of that movie. I like Both that the movie. cover art of it. I love Roy <laughs> Calhoun. It's okay. It's got its moments. But it's and just... April Fool's Day. I like that too. I like every movie you mentioned there. I do. Yeah. Well, that's but... right. There could have been 20. I could have done a 25 list on this for sure. Okay. I'm going to shout out because I'm just going to shout out because I love these movies. I'm going to say Girls Night Out, Graduation Day, Cheerleader Camp. Killer Party and Slaughterhouse. Slaughterhouse never gets talked about, and it really. Sh- I'm not saying it's Buddy. amazing. Is Slaughterhouse? Buddy. Yep. Yep. <laughs> is is that the one that's getting? Is that getting a release, or it has a release? It has a release. Uh, who, who makes the red Blu-rays? 
Oh, that's a '88 film. Is it '88? Yeah. Okay. That, yeah, that's part of their slasher collection. I have it. I have that Blu-ray. Yeah, so. those those are nice. Uh, nice Blu-rays. Nice collection. But Slaughterhouse, nobody ever talks about it. People talk about movies like Mad Men and um, Mad Men and Mutilator. Mad Men and oh, Mutilator get a lot of love lately. Lately, and it 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 boggles my mind. I had pieces. Pieces was dancing around there for a bit too, but I don't know. I, there's some that like I. I love his bad movies that I'd love to see some lo- like shocker, the horror show. Like they're bad, but I, I love them for that reason. I, and yeah. Brain scan. Have you ever seen that one with yeah, yeah. Eddie Furlong? Mm, yeah. <laughs> <With> the trickster. <laughs> well, you know, yeah, the trickster. Yeah. <laughs> it, the eighties though, like I would rather watch all those border, whatever, quote unquote, shitty Slashers like Fatal Games and I love uh, Fatal Games. Sweet Fatal Games. Like, I love these kind kind of movies. Uh, just as a bunch of them, I would rather watch them than like Ale Sweet Ales. I think Ale Sweet Ales is a better film, but I just have an affinity for eighty slashers. Obviously, everything on my lip. Well, not Black Christmas. You, you just want to leave your brain at the door and just watch. Just watch meat being chopped just, up on screen. Did you say meat bean? Meat bean. Oh, okay. <laughs> meat bean. Yeah, then he started some new phrase. Ah, meat hey, he's a, he's a meat bean. It's a Mexican joke. Meat, meat bean heart. JP, that's for you. Meat bean heart. <laughs> <laughs> it's like a Mexican slasher. Meat bean. <laughs> uh, you saw the new leather face, the new Mexican leather face. He's wearing like a tortilla with the eye holes. Oh, shit. Oh. Whew. Okay, we gotta, we, gotta, we gotta go on. Uh, you guys have uh, some shout outs that you wanted to throw in? I'm glad you mentioned Fatal Games. I actually like that film, but one of the one of them that I haven't seen that because I, I was researching, I was seeing what other people were saying, especially for I was looking for more underrated ones, and I still haven't watched it. And I've owned it since they released the blue, which has been a number of years now. And that's Curtains. I still have to watch Curtains. I've never worth, seen it. Worth checking out. Canadian slasher film again. Has some moments, yeah. but boring. there's a reason why you haven't right? seen it. They're, they're, it's a little boring. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. Yeah, you gotta check it out. I'm so glad nobody had curtains or just before dawn on their list because those. those I'm pretty sure if you look downstairs, Christian's got a big set of curtains. (laughs) Meat curtains. Meat meat bean curtains. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't washed them in a while. (laughs) Oh, that's what the bleach is for. We got some ricotta (laughs) cheese there. Yeah, there's ricotta cheese (laughs) growing down there. (laughs) Okay, Christian, any more shout-outs for you or no? Oh, we could shut it all night. No, we'll, we'll pass. I know. Doctor, Doctor Giggles, in for the win. <laughs> I like Doctor Giggles. <laughs> I do. Okay. I saw it in the movies. It's another nostalgia film for me. Popcorn, man! I'll throw popcorn in there. We did popcorn. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to see that. Like they, they build off that. It was fun. Anyway, let's continue. I want to do slashers. I want to do a show where we do some more slasher talk because I love them. So just an excuse to yeah. do a freaking '80s slasher. <laughs> you know, well, I really do. Can do a slasher show anytime. Top yes. 25 slashers. That'd be some shit. How many? Top what? 25. Top or we could go higher if you want even more. But Our top 50 favorite slashers. We count down in groups of 10. Oh, we do a quick segment where we talk about them. And then we move on to the next 10. Because look at this. This one This one was talking about standalones. Hold on, hold on listeners. So this We're is not our list. Yes, this is not our list. This is, uh, th- we, these are just the standalone ones. So we haven't, obviously, you're gonna, yeah, we're going to have you're ones the franchise from the main. Is in. Yeah. yeah. Okay, our two-year anniversary show is going to be top 50 slashers. 
Oh, gives us a year. A whole year. To watch oh, them yeah. all. I was about to come on my pants for the fifth Sorry, five Christian. Episodes. We're not allowed to have fun until next year. <laughs> well, think about it. We're going to have to watch like 40 movies to decide what makes a list and what doesn't. I'm, I'm trying to do I'm doing it for you guys. You know, I'm just saying, take Thanks the for time. Yeah. Me, I could do it in two months the, the rate I'm watching movies right now. I'll watch freaking Two Slashers the Night from the 80s. but Or not from the 80s. Mine are all going to be from the 80s. I got uh, <laughs> so it actually bias. makes sense, though, if we're going to do episode 50, our top 50 slashers. See? The shit it writes is. itself. It, it makes perfect sense. It does. There we go. Top 50. Yes! Well, you guys, okay. stay tuned. One year from today. Stay tuned. All right. Okay, next email. Happy clickety clackety anniversary. <laughs> this is from Rudolph Neal. Okay. Hey, guy. Guy. Yeah, okay. Hey, I cannot read tonight. I'm stroking. I can, I'm okay, except when it comes to reading. I guy? What are you, a gynecologist? And guy? I guy? I guy. That's what you say to your gynecologist. Hey, guy. I'm so much pussy on my face. <laughs> hey, Dr. Lipschitz. Hey, guy. Dr. Lipschitz. Hey, guy. <laughs> Dr. Lipschitz. You had to show up today. You wouldn't be an Dr. Lipschitz? Is it weird that Dr. Lipschitz to me and in my mind is always a woman? No. That's the only well, Lipschitz you know. I have him as an, like an old man. I, I picture it like a middle-aged woman. Yeah, I picture middle-aged. A woman. People don't live to be 150. <laughs> it's middle. Yeah, right. Randolph here. Oh, yeah, Randolph. <laughs> we were calling him Randolph. Randolph. <laughs> okay, Randy. All right. Uh, hey, Randy. Uh, congrats on your one-year anniversary. Exploding Heads is still my favorite podcast, and I would definitely still listen to you guys when I'm 65. Oh, nice. fucking A, man. Fucking A! Where did that say come from? It's pulled it out uh, from the 80s. Um, unfortunately, yeah, Rudy yeah. just turned 66, and we'll no longer listen <laughs> <it> again. <laughs> oh, shit. My question to you on this special occasion is, other than the big three horror franchises... Friday, Halloween, Elm Street. What is your favorite horror movie series and why? Keep up the excellent work, and I look forward to another year of top-notch, no-holes-barred, meaty clackers-in-the-mouth horror movie podcast. <laughs> meaty clackers. <laughs> nice. Brady just perked us. <laughs> right? Yeah, you know that. A- anyone else just get hungry? <laughs> Yours sincerely from Auckland, New Zealand, Rudolph Neal, right. aka Rudy, aka Randolph, awesome, <laughs> aka Randy after tonight. Yeah. Hey, Rand- Randolph and Mortimer, aka Mortimer. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you is right. Who's got an answer? Best series, favorite series, whatever. I have an answer, but it's probably pretty obvious since I've been blowing this series since we reviewed it. Oh, I knew what you and were that's- going for. Yeah, it's Sleepaway Camp. I, God, I literally just am in love with those films after we revisited them. Even the fourth one, I even like Return. It's not a good movie by any means, but I, I can watch any of those films. I thought he was gonna say, "Fucking," no. I thought he was gonna say, "Survivor." Even, even Survivor, I like no. that film. <laughs> Survivor is the worst film ever made. Indeed. That might be the worst film ever made. It is. Yeah, it's... Sorry, Death Court Surface. <laughs> Next to some of Christian's sex tapes. Yeah. And, Death's, and Death Court Surface. At least those ones are short. <laughs> oh! Yeah. 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 It's called Lights Out. <laughs> A two-minute short. Uh, anyway. Oh, God. Okay. Anyway, okay. So, uh, Survivor, yeah. So, Sleepaway Camp. 
Sleepaway Camp. Yeah, and I agree. You know what? I agree. Sleepaway Camp. I, w- I would say Sleepaway, but you know what? I'll give it to Psycho. Oh, nice. I'll give it to nice. Psycho. Good answer. I really, man. I love Psycho one and two and three, uh, and some of the offshoot like the the, the Bates it spawned Bates Motel. Great show. What about four? Like four. Oh, you know what? The beginning was interesting. I, the beginning uh, is better. I've only watched it once, uh, and it, it's actually not bad. I would have prefer, preferred something a little bit more epic, but I like the way they told the story. And you didn't like the miniseries they did, the Bates Motel miniseries? No. Now, okay. I only watched that when we were talking about it with, I believe it was with Matt, right? Uh, yeah. I watched it with my dad, and I believe I just saw the, the, the pilot, and it, it was the horrible. Horrible. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's okay. a good. That's actually a really good choice. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it very is. nice. Okay, mine is actually Saw. I <laughs> I love. I, that's not considered uh, a major one. That's fantastic, man. <laughs> I can't believe Saw didn't pop into my head first. I thought you were gonna say Saw when when you said it because you said I've been blowing it because we have discussed it on the show that you said. Uh, yeah, fan. no, and yeah, I'm a huge fan of Saw. And then when you said what well, we reviewed it, I'm like, okay, it's not Saw. Then I'm like, oh. I I'm kind of feel stupid now for not saying Saw. But... No, we don't want to have the same answer. That's okay. No, but I feel the same. Yeah, That's my okay. second choice. That's okay. You can feel any way you want to feel. That's okay. Uh, yeah, dude, Saw, why? I love it. If you've listened to my Saw retro uh, on Banana Laser, you should know. I don't know if you have. Go back and listen if you haven't. But there's only two I don't like out of seven movies. Two and seven. And part two... There's still stuff I take away from it. I still like the stuff with Jigsaw himself, the time we spend with him. I like that. And there's some gross moments and some good traps. I just don't like the way the story unfolded and, you know, them all being in the same place. It wasn't he's the a, same. He's in a safe place. He's, <laughs> he's in a safe place. He's in yes, a safe. He he's in a safe. Like... He's literally in a safe place. <laughs> yes, he's in he the was. safe place. <laughs> it would have been if he was in a safe inside a safe store. Yeah, a safe store. What is a safe store? A store that sells safes. Oh, yeah. I see like them all the time. <laughs> safe store? Yeah, the Wiley e. Coyotes over there. Safes. <laughs> so I can drop it on the coyote. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, Saw, uh, I love the character of Jigsaw. I really get something out of all those movies. I think it's an intelligent series. Everything does make sense. People try to dismiss it, but if you pay attention, it all ties in, and it, they, it's woven together pretty brilliantly. I really do love it, except for Seven, which is like a, a knockoff and, and a piece of shit and a terrible freaking way to end it and a terrible revelation that, that made zero sense. But everything else... Wait, let me, let, me, let me just ask you something, because they are going to be doing a Part 8, yeah, and, unfortunately. And I, and I didn't think part seven was that bad. And they recently sort of revealed who the extra pigmen were at the end of. Uh, Don't tell me. Don't tell me. At part seven, because they're saying they're going to be the stars of part eight. And, uh, they should be. Uh, that does make it, sense. It, it makes sense because they were actually in part seven yeah. in the beginning of the movie. Oh, oh, wow. Now you've given it away. Why'd you do that to me, bastard? <laughs> <laughs> okay, hey, Dave, did you on. know that Darth Vader's in Rogue One? Rogue. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody showed a picture the other day. <laughs> That's the only reason I brought it up. <laughs> Son of a bitch, yeah. <laughs> That's okay. That's not such a that I could not have avoided. That not that one. So it, it was going to happen eventually. And I don't really care about Rogue One that much. So whatever. It's not like someone spoiled Episode Eight. The feeders in that ah! too. <laughs> oh no, shit. You know no, I'm, I can't be. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, Alicia, anniversary. Happy anniversary, guys. I wish you many, many more. Love you guys. Alicia Newman. Thank you. Alicia. Thank yeah, you. Alicia. She's been hanging Thanks, around. Alicia. Next, Casey Bates. The homie's back again. Casey Bates. Hey, guys. Just wanted to say happy anniversary and thank you for all the great shows. I can't even begin to remember all the times the show has had me laughing out loud. Keep up the great work, and here's to many more years. Thank you, Awesome, Casey. man. Thanks again. Yeah, thank you, cool. Casey. Very cool. And last email in email form is our buddy, Matt Wazell. <clears throat> All right. Hey, fuckers. Not really an email that needs to be read on the podcast, but I wanted to tell you three happy one-year anniversary. Too bad we're reading it. Um, doing, <laughs> doing anything for a full year is never easy, especially maintaining a podcast of high quality with any regularity. But you guys did. And continue to give great, great head. <laughs> thank you and others. Thank you and cheers to the future. Kiatu Barada Nikto. <laughs> P.S. I voted for Maniac Cop, so I'm looking forward to it. Cool. Oh, and I forgot well, to tell you, you that that... Thanks, Thanks homie. That, the headline that he had, it says, um, you know, there's a headline for each email. Best head I've had. <laughs> he's married, right? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's not. We're okay. <laughs> oh, he's not? Okay. No, they're engaged, I think. I don't know. He's not married. I don't that much. <laughs> not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! <laughs> so the podcast is better here than me. <laughs> okay, uh, let's get back to this. Now we are on to voicemails. Da, 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 da. Okay. Voicemail number one. Yo, yo, what up, guys? It's JP from the 22 Shots of Moods and Horror. I'm so happy to see that you guys are still around after a year and dominating the ratings, the place of second or third uh, most of the time. <laughs> but I'm happy to see that you guys are doing the Maniac Cop trilogy. Uh, I think that I was definitely involved in helping that. Oh, yeah. Become the 25th show. Uh, I want to ask you guys a question for episode 25. Uh, in the last year that you guys have been podcasting, 25 episodes, what did you guys take away from your first year? You know, what, what did you enjoy, not enjoy, actually? I'm curious about, too, what uh, were some of the trials and tribulations, if any? What did you guys, uh, what were some favorite episodes that you guys did? And what did you just take away from a year of podcasting, Brandon, especially since this is your first ever podcast? And, uh, you know, the new blood, Brandon New Blood, uh, <laughs> Christian, Dave, but you guys answered that question as well. I wish you guys uh, another full year and uh, keep on trucking. Truly is uh, Exploding Heads, my favorite podcast to listen to. So, um, yeah, talk to you guys later, man. Peace. All right. right. Thanks, homie. Awesome. Thanks, Thank homie you, JP. Thanks, JP. That was awesome. Very, very cool. Very cool. So, I have learned nothing this year. <laughs> nothing, I tell you. Evident. It's nothing. very evident. <laughs> <laughs> your, your people what skills have gotten better. <laughs> I'm sorry. This is true. <laughs> so, basically, he says, um, what did we take away from our first year? What did we enjoy? What did we not enjoy? What are our favorite episodes? I'll say... Uh, I'm, I'm very lucky. I'll say that. 
I got very lucky this first year. Well, in general, I know. I got very lucky with these two guys because, uh, you know, who knew? Who knew it was going to work? It, it was like by the end of the first episode, I knew it, which is amazing. We sat down, didn't really know each other that well. It could have gone either way. Brandon could have sucked ass. I knew Christian was okay. I listened to his show. Brandon does go every way. (laughs) (laughs) And he does literally suck ass. (laughs) 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 But yeah, listen, we got real lucky. It's been fucking great. Totally. I I have no complaints. There are no trials and tribulations as far as I'm concerned. It's been so easy to do. We're here on a regular. There's never any type of bullshit. We come on. We do our show. What you hear on the show is what is reality. There's nothing behind the scenes. No drama. Nothing. It's it's wonderful. The only mm-hmm. uh, the only negative I would say is it's something that I would have created. Is is you know as far as things that I've come up with and ideas like the alarms. I don't like setting the alarms for things unless it's the review. Because since I've been setting it on the show, there's been times where I intentionally was trying to keep things moving along where it would have been better just to let it go natural because I didn't know because I didn't want to get beat by the alarm. So that was a bad idea. So we're not doing the alarm anymore except for the reviews. As far as the intros and the shit and the segments and the stuff we do now, we're not that's the only negative I have, and that was my decision and my idea. So aside from that, nothing nothing negative at all. Um Best sh- favorite shows, I would say um, number ten. The now this is horror. The top forty, you know, the the last forty years of horror was great. The sleepaway camp thing was great. Oh, there's a negative there too. So hold on a minute. <laughs> <laughs> it, it is. It's a negative because it was it was the best. It was one of the best shows to do, and I had a blast doing it. But listening back. I couldn't tolerate how many f bombs were coming out of my mouth, and it, it it slightly ruined the listening experience. Listening back, I was like, ah, you curse way too much. That's it. That's no other. That's the only other negative I can say. And again, it was my doing. So, but um, I'd say episode ten. I would say Sleepaway Camp, and I would say the 1981 show, which I think a little more could have gone into it. I wish I would have spent more time doing some other things. Nothing's perfect. But it was still a blast and a great show. So. Yeah, and, and I dropped so much knowledge about Possession on that show. <laughs> yeah, you did. Like Galileo. Yeah. You know, I got to be honest, for me, in, in terms of negatives, the, the, the thing that was sometimes negative for me was, was in my prep for these shows. Because I really had no idea how to do that. I wasn't pacing myself properly. I was watching the movies too early. I found myself taking pages of notes for each movie. I wanted to be so organized. I almost wanted to like have a script to read off of, and I realized quickly that that is not going to work. No, and good. even yeah. and now at this point, I very rarely take notes. I was telling these guys before we started recording tonight that I left my notes for the Maniac Cop trilogy at work, but it wasn't notes about the film. It was sort of like little funny observations that I noticed. So I was able to quickly, you know rewrite them down because i don't really take notes anymore i find that just really watch paying attention to the movie and watching them closer to showtime is uh showtime (laughs) or shoe time shoe time time. yeah Yeah. (laughs) is uh is is the best way to go in terms of my favorite shows geez honestly i've listened back to all of them because after we get done recording i don't remember anything we said 
But I really, really enjoyed not only doing Rosemary's Baby, but um, The Black Coat's Daughter was, was one of the films I thought we really got deep on. But, I mean, every show has been great, but, I, but those two in particular stick out. The Invitation was another great show. Southbound was another great show. Even, even The French Extreme. Yeah, the French Extreme. These are, all you know, the big shows have been great. I, I think. Yeah, there's, there's really, you know, yeah. I, even though I didn't love the boy and, you know, we were kind of mixed on Devil Doll, those shows were fun, too. It's, yeah. it's all about the chemistry. These guys are, are terrific to work with. You know, we, we became friends pretty much instant, instantly. And it was our plan to make this a clean show with no cursing and no <laughs> insults. And I don't know how that quickly went out the window. I guess it just has it to may do have been it. my fault. It may have been me. I don't know. I don't know. But, but it, has to do, it has to do with the comfort level. And people are responding to it. So in terms of really pointing out negatives, and I said it early on, was that I wanted any negative feedback from the listeners. Anything that me or the show could be doing differently and people have just been supporting us and loving what we're doing. So we're just going to keep on doing it. Right yeah, and so now you don't have anything negative either. Sorry. What were you going to say, Dave? You're, you're no, well, JP, sorry. JP specifically wanted to know just Brandon being a rookie and his being his first year, what you take from that. Well, I owe a lot to JP cause he's real. He is the one who convinced me to do podcasting. I mean, I know, Dave, you reached out to him, you know, specifically asking for me. And then, you know, when we started talking, you said you were reaching out to Christian. I said, that's a bad idea. Um, <laughs> oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry. I do have one negative. We recently decided to put the cameras on and now we have to look at each other. <laughs> no, but um, but to be honest, just leaving voicemails on the 22 shots uh podcast i never thought i would be doing podcasting so uh the fact that he thought i'd be good at it and you thought i'd be good at it and we we obviously all hit it off and had this great chemistry i gotta thank him i thank you um it's it's terrific it's been it's been a great year i guess if i'd learned anything i, I wish i would have started podcasting earlier <laughs> i've been so afraid to take a chance that's great okay. man and, and i agree i agree we hit it off right away i wasn't sure dave reached out and he wanted to do long form and i'm like oh I don't yeah. know. Is this going to work? I was not. I, I, I bought into it right away. We hit it off right away. We pretty much, we had, I think, what, a 20-minute Skype session to kind of just to say, like, hey, this is what the group, what do you think? Right. Came up with a name type thing, and then we said we're going to record uh, a couple weeks later. And we hit the ground running, and I said, holy shit, that went really smooth. It was fun. Um, we're just ourselves. We will insult each other, but it's all out of love. And I think, like, I respect these guys. I love hearing the conversation, even when it was possession. You know what I mean? And then we were talking about it. And when I, it, the conversation is top notch. You know, mispronunciations are. I, I always go like, shit. I, you know, I mispronounce something. But and then sometimes it went by. And then sometimes the listeners would pick it out and say, oh yeah, like foliage or whatever. I said that one time. And then, of course. <laughs> Fucking uh, that's what that's when the tinfoil cinematography falls off the in the fall. Shit. I didn't, Galileo is a push. That that's a stretch, but that I don't care. It's funny, one way or the other. I that right. wasn't that was me. I think I said it correctly. The favorite shows, I like them all, like you guys said. And I, again, yeah, it's a cop out. So I'll actually pinpoint them. The big shows as I already mentioned. But I think when I first heard our Clive Barker triple threat show, I loved all the lead ups to it. And I'm like, this is our masterpiece at the time, I thought. 
I said that. I, I just remember going, you know, like, you know, for you know, tooting our own horns. This is what this part's all about, guys. So take it for what it is. I thought, I remember listening to that, and I go, this movie. I thought we dissected the movies amazingly. I thought we all, it came out great. I thought it was funny, and I thought that was great. And it followed up the Toxic Avenger one, I believe, which I also thought was great. And I thought we just, it, the momentum just built from there. Uh, and again, we came, hit the ground running, as a lot of people have said. This is now, this is horror show. It was epic. Fun to do. The Sleepaway Camp one was 15. That's why I'm like, oh my God. That felt like we were already in the new house. I was, I, I was here, I think, for a few days. I was recording just on the other side of this creepy wall that's behind me. And I was like, well, this is going to be weird doing it in here. I can't believe that that much time has gone by already since we did Sleepaway Camp. It's flown yeah. by. I love it. I love working with you guys. Working. It doesn't even feel like work. We get, get on and we shoot the shit and we talk about horror movies and it's fun. And yeah, I appreciate all the positive feedback. We'll take negative feedback. If we can approve the show, we'll yeah. approve the show. But I mean, the, the humor is going to stick around because that's what the show is. That, that's what yeah. it's all about. This, this interaction is what it's all about. I love it. We can't change that. I don't know what else to say. I think I've covered. We've covered I love. Everything. I love that you pointed out like the mistakes because well, during the fir- during the first few episodes, every time I made a mistake, I would tell Christian at the end like, "Oh, you got you got to edit that." I was fumbling <laughs> for my words, but now that's like the staple of the show is that we're always stroking out, saying words yeah. wrong, yeah. stuttering, like, and that's that's, that's what reality, we do right? now. We don't. We don't. Yeah, that's reality. We don't. We don't really edit that stuff. Yeah. And exactly. that's it. The only thing I, I try to just clean it up to just keep keep it going and dave says you're doing you're doing it too much like not in a bad way not in a negative way just like don't no. don't spend your time he wants he wants it the warts and all as much warts and all as possible and yeah. i you know i'm i'm all for that but i again i'm I so obsess over things like that because i'm like well you know we gotta we gotta keep it clean we gotta keep it tight warts and all i agree but i gotta tighten it up a little bit so i'll always do that so we keep it as what you're hearing is what we record other than maybe cutting a few pauses out i've rambled on it not long enough but i, I love that was it. great Guys, this is awesome. I can't wait to do this forever. I mean, I, I just love doing this and see what other movies we can pull out from uh, the past and what yeah. more new ones are coming out that we can uh, dissect as well. It has so, been great. Happy it's anniversary, really guys. Yeah, happy, happy anniversary. anniversary. <laughs> and we already made plans great. for the second anniversary show, so you know we're going to be around for at least another year. And Dave's, go. got a list, Dave's got a list of shows for the next 20 years. So yeah. I, I probably do. Honestly, we'll never, we'll never run out of stuff to talk about. So we shouldn't. It, we shouldn't. It's, it's a blast. It really is a blast. It's so much fun. It, it, it's fantastic. And there is one thing. There is one little thing. It's not even a negative, but it's something that did you? Do you guys realize that this past year we have pretty much blown, or at least one of us has, every single movie we've covered that's been a new movie has been a hit, except, like, the first one, which was, like, Kill List or whatever the hell that Kill, was. Kill Game, yeah. Kill Game, the very yeah. first one we did for the new year. And then I think I think maybe three or four shows ago, one of us said, we got we to gotta, we gotta pick a bad movie one of these times. Because we keep yeah. yeah, don't breathe. <laughs> oh, that's true. But then Man. you guys are the freaking only two. And the, and the boy. Oh! <laughs> but I, apparently, does. I'm the guy blowing everything in sight then. It's just, yeah. I just love everything this year, apparently. I, I, I got to see Don't Breathe Again. I really do. Yes, you do. I'll watch it again. Yeah, you got to see it again. So anyway, thanks for that question, JP. And yeah, that, that was great. We got to see things we wanted to say. And very good. Okay. Now, on to the next one. And anytime I talk real slow that way, it means that I haven't pulled something up that I'm supposed to pull up. So um, <laughs> that's what I'm doing. Uh, yeah. Okay. This is, how, this is how we run the show. 
This is an email slash V-mail, so check it out. This comes from Bloody Flicks. Hi, folks. Attached is my contribution to the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast about the Maniac Cop series. Hope you enjoy, and please let me know when the podcast will be released. I guess I'll have to email you back. Um, Also, keep me posted on any future podcast you need content for, and I will see if I can help. All the best. Paul Downey, editor, Bloody Flicks. Dot co dot uk so bloody flicks check them out nice. and this is the little thing that he made for us so hold on a second get ready Stephen Carpenter well it's Paul Downey here editor at bloodyflicks.co.uk and first I'd like to say a happy anniversary to the Exploding Heads Horror Podcast um, this is going to be my contribution to their latest podcast for their one year anniversary where they're going to be today talking about the Maniac Cop series um, as we know at the moment um, we don't we don't really know that much about it but the the original is being remade as we, as we speak probably uh, but going back to the original series um, it's a fantastic uh, film the first one a real uh, a real classic of the 80s uh, from William Lustig um, yeah fantastic film I, I recently um, I was about six months ago I purchased, purchased the film on Blu-ray um, and I found that it, it was uh, really given um, some excellent treatment there but in terms of a, a film with a, a good story um, and also some good characters as, as, as who can forget Bruce Campbell in the original um, it was a really interesting story and I think that kind of carried on into Maniac Cop 2 um, I found uh, Maniac Cop 2 quite shocking when I first watched it because um, of the um, unexpected death of uh, the Bruce Campbell character Spoiler. Uh, basically got bumped off within the first 30 minutes and it was kind of a, it added a bit of a shock factor to it the beauty of Maniac Cop 2 is that basically uh, they expanded the story as well. Uh, we found out a bit more about Matt Cordell, about what actually happened to him and why he kind of, he, he is this kind of vengeful spirit, as it were. The third one is pretty out there. I think it's obviously, it, at that point, they'd kind of maybe run a bit short on ideas and they uh, went into more of a voodoo realm um, where Cordell ended up working with um, a very strange voodoo priest um, yeah, and it all got very strange. There are, there are some, uh, you know, interesting um, gore scenes in that, but in terms of the story, it was probably the weakest of the series. Um, it'll be really interesting to see what they do with the remake um, and and see if they can actually uh, revamp it for a modern-day audience. Uh, but it, uh, as we all know, Maniac Cop has certainly got its, uh, its place in, in the horror history, um, certainly for slasher fans of, of the 80s. Um, so if you like to hear more from me, uh, you can listen to my uh, Mixcloud channel at mixcloud.com forward slash bloody flicks um, and check out my website bloody hyphen flicks.co.uk uh, thanks again for the exploding heads horror podcast for letting me contribute thanks very much awesome. all right cool. yeah cheerio nice. he <laughs> talks funny <laughs> he's Maybe well spoken yeah he Maybe is well spoken so yeah. should we go right into ratings now a- <laughs> <laughs> i mean <laughs> He covered everything. Yeah, it was the UK version of, of SC, you know? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was S- that was actually SC, just with a British accent. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, a lot of love for the Maniac awesome. Cop series. Bloody Flicks. Yes, Bloody Flicks. And well, we have a lot of love for the Maniac Cop series, that remains to be seen. Okay, uh, next voicemail. Oh, speak of the devil. All right. Uh-oh. Wake me when it's over. Hey guys, uh, Triller Loyal listener Stan Carpenter here. Congrats on your one year anniversary. 
Um, Thank you. Thank you. That guy's not a huge fan. Uh, there are a lot of shitty podcasts out there, uh, but I really think you guys are uh, definitely among one of the elite when it comes to horror. You guys never fail to entertain me. I'm always laughing my ass off. Uh, hey, guys. I mean, from Black Phillip to all the anal bleaching jokes, um, <laughs> you guys are just fucking hilarious. And, uh, well, here's to uh, many more years of uh, coin heads. Your friend, uh, Stan Carpenter. All right. Awesome. Thank Thanks. you, SC. SC. Yeah. Kept yeah, it nice big... and short. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Good guy. Big, big supporter. Big yeah. contributor on the Facebook group. Yep. Thank and a you. Star Wars fan, too. So. That's true. Oh, well, I spoke too soon. Hold on. Steven Carpenter. SC is back. And now my dissertation on Maniac Cow Trilogy. By <laughs> Steven Carpenter. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dissertations right, now our favorite word. <laughs> yeah, that is the word. Yep, I started that shit. Okay, SC, cue them up. Hey guys, uh, Stan Carpenter here again. I just listened to your uh, Trick or Treat uh, episode last night and um, really enjoyed it. I'm also a huge fan of the film. And um, I don't know if you guys know this, but there is a sequel um, in development by uh, writer-director Mike uh, Daughtry. And I was wondering what you guys um, were wanting out of a, a trick or treat too. Do you are you looking for like? Uh, do you guys would you guys like to see Sam come back? South. Um, would you think? Do you think they should kind of like create some kind of new character relating to Halloween, or should Sam come back and kind of um, it be like similar to like what what it was in the first film, like on Halloween night? I don't know. What do you guys think? I'm not sure what they can really do with the second, um, a second trick or treat, but um, I know it's been in development for a while now. Um, but who knows if they'll ever come out? But do you think you could even live up to expectations of part one? I mean, I think it, I think part one is a classic, as you guys do, and I know I think there's a lot of. It's gonna be hard to live up to that potential of the first one. Honestly, I'm not sure what the hell they should do with the second one. If they make it, I'll definitely watch it. As always, keep up the amazing show, guys. I'll uh, talk to you again soon. Uh, this is Sam Carpenter. I'll talk to you later. All right, let's see. True question. Or true. Yeah, this this true. film has been in development, what, for like seven years now? <sighs> Holy shit. Real, real simple for me. Sam has to be back in it, yep. and you just got to tell four new, original, great stories like you did in the, in the first one. The format works. If Halloween anything, night, done. Yeah, Halloween. Yeah, if anything, the one thing I would like to see it is maybe be a little bit more violent. And that's not a criticism of mine. Look, I gave the film a ten out of ten, but I watched it with a buddy of mine, and he—it's not that he hated the movie; he just didn't love it. He loved Halloween three. We watched that and and, nice. and Trick or Treat. He loved that. Like that's it instantly became one of his favorite horror movies. However, with Trick or Treat, he just kept calling it like a glorified Goosebumps episode. And hmm. he's not wrong in that it has a, a, like almost like a family-friendly feel. It does have some violence and some really sick, twisted subjects in it. But it's a little tame in terms of the way it's presented. It's still perfect for me. But I would just love to see it maybe stepped up more, be maybe even a little bit more mean-spirited. That's it. Good answer. Perfect. Good answer. Yeah. It is kind of like a glorified Goosebumps, except... For the freaking scene they didn't even have to show 
with the freaking porno with the freaking girl riding yeah. with the pigtails. I can't show that to my daughter just because of that shit. And that pisses me off because I really think she'd love it. So And it never seems to come on regular TV. So I'm not Yeah, that, that's, that's a shame because, yeah, that scene just, yeah, that seems so out of place. It's like that student body joke where the guy just says, fuck you to get the yeah. You know, I mean, why put that there? I, I just, anyway. Uh, I think we all knew when he said, you know, go put, when she said go put the tape on what kind of tape it was. Would have yeah. been funny. Would have been funnier if he was watching like, like Star Wars. Charlie or Brown. Yeah. Right. That would be perfect. If Charlie Brown's an asshole, so it could have been the Great Pumpkin, and then the next scene they're making fun of it. I don't know, but you know what? I can't really add on to what you said. It's got to be Tails again, done the exact same way, and yeah, have him in there. But this time on the back of his head, have it have it carved in there so it says Sow, so he gets the name <laughs> he's supposed to have. You know. Huh. Isn't it great how iconic Sam is? Like Let's even though there's only been, uh, even though there's only been one movie. Yeah, he's already he a cult, like yeah. yeah. Yeah, he's he's like huge. He's like now, I've said this for a very long time since I first heard about it. So I'm not being negative. It's not because I said anything negative when we did the review. But and I this I heard Michael Doherty's not even doing this. I think he's just there or do either way. I don't know. But mm. I've been saying this since the beginning, and I don't know why. But usually I'm right with these gut feelings. I think there's nowhere to go but down, and I think it will be a disappointment. And it may just end up being a good movie at best. I don't know why I got that gut feeling about this. I just see disappointment. And I hope I'm wrong. I don't want it. And why do I want to see a bad It's movie? hard not to think that after this long. Like, you know, obviously. Yeah, but Krampus, come on. Krampus brought me up for like a few days. I was like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it's going to be great. That's, that's true. I didn't think of that. Krampus is also, I consider that, you know, a Christmas horror masterpiece. Yeah. But, you know, maybe in terms of recreating Trick or Treat, maybe that's why it's taken so long. Maybe he just felt like he couldn't top it. Maybe. What do you think, Christian? I uh, No, I, I mean, I agree. There's not too much more to add. You guys uh, kind of said it like Sam, so whatever the fuck. Uh, back Ow. Halloween night and uh, yeah three four five stories interwoven because that was why the other one was so good not s- separately told but the way that he connects them all was seamless mm-hmm. like in, in the in the first one and I don't have a negative yeah it, it might be a glorified goosebumps but it didn't take away from the movie at all it's, it is a little weird that it's taken as long as it has but maybe that might work in its favor maybe so. I hope you're right. I hope you're oh, you right. Oh, you know what I want to add? And then just keep the atmosphere. The way, what I mean by that is there's no other Halloween movie that oozes Halloween-y, as we joked when we said it. <laughs> even Halloween series doesn't even ooze Halloween as much as this movie does. True. I think this, this one is, is probably, autumn-y and Halloween-y. Yeah. yeah. It's just the <laughs> colors, the colors, the, uh, um, the way that he's... Uh, you know, stuffed every scene full of like jack o' lanterns or whatever. Like it's, it's the best movie for that factor. And bring Rhonda back. Oh yeah, gotta have Rhonda. Yeah, they should. I agree. They should bring Rhonda back. Yeah, then she can. Then she could christen him Sal because she's the one that called it Sal when the right name. Yeah. There you go. Bring well, her back. I'm, I'm genuinely saying they should bring her back. Yeah, I am too, and I'm genuinely saying she should christen him Sal. But anyway, <laughs> christen him, christen him Sal. <laughs> What is that a freaking? I'm not even gonna say it. Christian <laughs> himself. I don't know. Anyway, hold on. Next one. On to the next one. We got a couple more to go. You bleached asshole. Oh, sorry. Hold on. Hey, you bleached. Hey, you bleached assholes. 
Is that what it said? Okay, hold on. I thought that's what it said. What's up, you bleached asshole, clickety-clack <laughs> fuckers? It's a uh, first-time caller, big fan of you guys. My name's Mike B. I'm out in California, Hollywood. Graveyard shift worker. Just wanted to drop a call, say happy anniversary. Really, really liking the show. Real big fan. Uh, so I just wanted to, you know, drop a line. Make sure you guys know that you got a lot of fans out there. Real big fan here. And I have a little question for you all. Uh, what is one of your favorites? Uh, horror movie uh, theater experiences. Living out here in Hollywood, I kind of got lucky. Got to see uh, Train to Busan. Unluckily, got to see the Greasy Strangler in a packed house. <laughs> and uh, one of my worst experiences, or best if you want to put it this way, was I had an awesome date with a smoking hot girl uh, a few years back. She was DTF, really cool, really interesting. <laughs> into horror podcast, into horror, as she uh, so much said she was. And so uh, she picked a movie, and that movie happened to be The Human Centipede 3. I found a showing for it in a small 25-seat theater art house and uh, took her to it. Turned out she was not into horror as much as she thought she she was and uh, ended up going home pretty lonely that night. So, yeah, that's my experience. Uh, Great, well, one of my most memorable experiences of Human Centipede 3 sitting next to a smoking hot girl, laughing my ass off as she cringed openly in her seat and looked at her watch repeatedly. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, want to see if you guys have any experiences that you'd like to share. Would really like to hear from it. Can't wait for the anniversary show. Can't wait for future shows in the future. That was redundant. All right. Uh, <laughs> now, thank you guys again. I'll, uh, I'll be awesome. calling back soon. Later. Yeah. Mike, D. Mike D. Mike D or Mike, or Mike B.? Mike D, he's the Mike Beastie D. Boys. Thank you, Mike. It's great to hear we have fans out there. If you can get yeah. yourself, if you can get your hands on any of that Hollywood money, so that we can make one of our movies over here, the Exploding Heads horror movie, yeah, just <laughs> kickstart it off to us, man. Right? Or, or Roid oh. Rage. Roid Rage. Any of them. We'll do our own uh, our own anthology. We'll just somehow well, maybe we'll make maybe we'll make an American produce uh, Galileo. Hey, it writes itself. We we tie it all together because we podcast. We're talking about these movies as a podcast, and then the movie plays out. So all we're doing is talking about it. The idea plays out, and then something to turn around is like, I'm in the same room as you guys, and I fucking kill you. <laughs> Damn. It's like I Unfriended or something like that. I, I'm like a spirit, and I can come and kill you. Like that door opens right behind you, because it looks like it's about to fucking open. At any moment, there will be some shadowy killer standing behind you. Totally. Totally. <laughs> yes. It looks so wow. creepy. <laughs> wow, that's good. I mean, can, I, I'm can, in I, basement. can I? Can uh, I? Can I fuck on the on the on the movie? Can fuckles. I have a sexy? Yeah, you, you are fuckles. All right, as long as I can have a sexy, and I'm happy. It's a now, bestiality um, scene, but I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll take it. I'll take it. He, he he. This gentleman, Mike D, also wrote us an email because he wasn't sure how it was going to turn out. So I'm going to read it. It's going to be a little repetitive from what it said, but there's things on the email that he didn't say. So that's why I saved this email. So right. check it out. What's up, you bleached asshole fucks? That's the uh, that's the headline for the email. That's not even a hello. So, <laughs> okay. Now, hey guys, I just left a voicemail and realized how horribly put together my performance was. No, it wasn't. It so I was. just yeah, but I'm reading this anyway. So I wanted to send along a companion email in case the voicemail sounds like shit. Huge fan on out in Hollywood, graveyard security guard in the most disgusting parts of Los Angeles, Hollywood, and 911 operator in training. Wow. 
In other words, horror is not only my life, my career as well. <laughs> you guys turned me on in many ways to hey. horophilia, hey now, and the many wonderful po- wonderful podcasts in its realm. So thank you all so much for that bit of sunshine in my life. We are the sunshine. Okay. Happy anniversary. <laughs> I sent along a question of your favorite horror movie theater experiences. My lovely memory goes along with taking the smoking hot bombshell freak out for our first date, and she said she loved horror movies and had just seen Human Centipede 2 on Netflix. I brought up that the third movie had just come out, and there was a small art house theater downtown showing one screening of it. So she was DTF and excited to see it. Then the movie started. I enjoyed the strange humor and insanity of it all, having myself a good time laughing at it. She was completely out of it, and I could see her looking at her watch the whole time. Needless to say, our first date became our last date, and I never got to grab a slice of that gorgeous, gorgeous pie. (laughs) (laughs) Whenever the series is brought up, I find myself angrily laughing at at it all, remembering the night, (laughs) remembering the night dried vagina in a cup cock-blocked me. (laughs) Can't wait for the anniversary episode. You guys are awesome, and big thanks to Dave Z for chatting me chatting with me the other day. People may think it's nothing special to talk over Facebook, but for a fan to actually have a conversation with the idol, he DMI results, it means the world. I would gladly pay $80 for your autograph in a hotel hall con any day. How about there you that? Go. Uh-huh. See, maybe you are going to be uh, a, a tier one. Who knows? Uh, if I give you 80 bucks, I want mouth to ass. <laughs> <laughs> Never ask the mouth. <laughs> oh. I'll tell There's you what. DTF too. <laughs> it's true. I fuck. Right. I'll do it for 40. Send me out a check to 40. I'll send you. I'll, uh, I'll talk to you on the phone. I'll autograph some swag. <laughs> not just you. Yeah, and I'll send you some swag. Right. Uh, not just you. Anybody listening. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Keep up the good work. Clickety clackety. Hope this is an SC scale email. <laughs> Someone needs to challenge that fucker sometimes. <laughs> Just kidding. I love the guy. Michael Bidzel. It is Mike B. You were right. Okay, I thought so you you actually said Mike B at the beginning of the of the voice <laughs> message. You said Mike B. I thought he said Mike D. I thought it was the guy from the Beastie Boys for a second. Uh, it was excited. Mike B. Thanks, okay, Mike. You were right. That was really nice of him. I agree. I, I, think his I, can't believe, I can't believe he idolizes you. <laughs> I feel bad for the guy. We've got to introduce him to some, uh, some good people. Hey, the Dave Z Nation. There's a lot of people in it, man. <laughs> there is a lot of people in it. There is. You're, you're kind of a big deal. I'm We've been telling you. I'm okay. We've been telling you. <laughs> I'm, I'm all right. What's the question now? He, had, he did have a question. It was about... Favorite horror, horror theater experiences. Okay. Horror, horror theater. Okay, who wants to say? I haven't seen many classic horror films in theaters that I can think of off the top of my head. So I don't have, like, necessarily the experiences of seeing the great movies, but I have all the fond memories of being young and obviously seeing the Fridays and the um, the later Fridays, unfortunately, and the later Nightmares in the theater. And I, I even though it's not a, not a good movie by any means, I, I don't hate it, but Freddy's Dead, The Final Nightmare... It's an experience I remember only for the fact that, you know, we had the old-fashioned 3D glasses, and, you know, then it told you to put them on at the end, and you really drew you, and it was really cool. Now everything is 3D, but that was a fun experience, and obviously every Saw film, 
I've mentioned this before that I saw every Saw film with my mother, which was always a, a thrilling experience, and uh, enjoy, enjoyed every single every single trip every October for that seven year period to go see the Saw films. Yeah, it's so funny that you mentioned those, Brandon, because I talked about it before. But Friday Eight was my first Friday the Thirteenth I saw in the theater. Yeah, so there's too. a lot of memories there. I was fourteen. And again, the R-rated thing, I snuck in with a buddy that was, well, he bought the tickets, uh, and I, but bought them for two, and then I just went in with them and got to see it, and I always will remember that. So it doesn't matter that the movie's god-awful. Uh, I, I love it for that factor. I remember that, and it's a great memory. Freddy's dead. We fucking, we knew we were going to get to the theater. There's five of us that wanted to. Same thing was rated R. We go to the drive-in. <laughs> We had one buddy that had such a baby face. It was small or whatever like that. We put a fucking wig on him, a hat, and had him sitting on two phone books in the back seat <laughs> so that we could get the car in and see the movie. Again, crappy movie, but remember that experience. Because that's when I, like, back in the day, we were smoking and, and just, like, enjoying the movie. It was just fun as shit. And then, like, on a lesser note, like, I saw Street Trash at, like, Fantasia Fest in Toronto. And that was great to see that in a theater with a bunch of screaming people and whatever. That was fun. And then, like, uh, My Bloody Valentine remake in 3D. Because, although, like you said, 3D movies are a dime a dozen now, that was fun. Like, audience was into it. And the group that I went with was into it. And it was just a fun experience. Those ones really stand out. Movies, the movie's secondary uh, to yeah. the experience factor. Ex- to the experience, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Okay, I got some, and they're all different experiences, but they're equally, they're awesome. Uh, I'm going to start, I'm going to say Friday the 13th, the final chapter. My father took me, it was when I first became a real big horror fan. I couldn't wait to see it. I don't, I saw three, and I was in love, and I saw one and two. Four was coming out, I couldn't wait. And I remember being a kid, and my father taking me, and back in those days, everything was so exciting. You're watching that movie, everybody's cheering when Jason kills somebody, and shouting at the screen when there's a, a chick mm-hmm. on there, and this, and just... What an experience. I had never experienced that. I was 12, 13. I never experienced anything like that. So You mean you I were never... eight? Yeah, I was eight, yeah. Because you're 40 now. <laughs> true, true. There you go. I'll never forget how exciting it was that night in the atmosphere. It, it was fantastic. There's another one similar, but I was a kid. I went with my friends, and we went to see Witchboard at this theater called the Riviera, and they have a balcony up top, and back then you could smoke in it. And we were kids, but it's just a night that I'll always remember. I remember everything about... I can tell you what I... I had a denim jacket with an ACDC patch on the back. Uh, a gray denim jacket. I remember playing 10-yard fight, the, the video game, the football game, before he went in. And me knowing that a certain chick was going to be there and being excited about it. And sitting up in the balcony smoking cigarettes with my friends and thinking that was cool. And when the movie itself began, every time there was a jump scare all the chicks jumped and screamed and that would make me jump because you know how it is when people are around you and they're doing it and for whatever reason I've always held on to that night so which board will always be special to, special to me mostly because of that night and I remember my 15 year old mind going to see this movie and the experience I had so yeah. uh, that was wonderful um, Saw was tremendous my jaw dropped at the end of the movie game over the whole thing and I remember just Sitting after it ended and just loving it and just it was just an amazing experience. Saw just blew me away. The Shining, I got to see The Shining at that same theater years later at the Riviera, but I was older. I was twenty, and my friend and I took acid and walked. And I'm talking 
miles. I mean, it probably took us two hours to walk, but when you're on acid, you can do it. So we walked and tripped and freaking had a great time and went and saw The Shining, and it was amazing. And then, you know, it, it was just an incredible night. Yeah, Very interactive experience, huh? Yeah, dude. <laughs> it, it, the whole night was great. I was tripping, and it's my favorite movie, and it's a trippy movie, so it was just amazing. I got to they see it on the big screen. actually just rented it. <laughs> <laughs> he, thought he, he thought he walked two hours to the theater. They walked to the video store, rented it. They didn't even watch The yeah. Shining. They were just <laughs> sitting in a field, standing in a tree <laughs> for like eight hours. Oh, <laughs> oh shit. Oh, okay. Uh, just a couple more. The, when The Exorcist was re-released, I got to see that in theaters, and it's my other favorite. And it blew me away just because I was there, and the surround sound was incredible. I never noticed certain things until that night. Like, the surround sound in that theater that was all remastered and everything. I remember hearing, like, in the back, hearing, uh, like, little noises coming from yeah. the room that I never heard before. And that was just great. I, I was in Vegas when I saw that. I remember going to see that. And two more. Misery. I went to see Misery in the initial run in the theater. I was a senior in high school. And the theater was empty it was just me and my girlfriend at the time and let me just say i enjoyed the movie because it's a great movie but i especially enjoyed that movie because it was just me and her in the theater and you know she was Bada like boom mm, 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 mm. you know what i'm getting to she hummed the halloween theme song during mystery that would have pissed me, <laughs> pissed me off be like bitch quit humming oh she was humming the hobble part <laughs> so you're getting blown and you're looking at Kathy Bates on the screen <laughs> I probably looked down at her head is he it, was looking it, at James Caan <laughs> who are you kidding yeah. <laughs> uh, it was great and one more and it was last year and it was Krampus it was me my wife and my daughter and I said it on the show at the year end so, show so I don't have to get into it but I really enjoyed it. The, the movie blew me away I was really impressed with it I, I was Darker than I thought it was going to be. Had Man, you're getting of... blown a lot at the movies. Oh. <laughs> All these movies seem to be blowing you away. Oh, fuck. No, no. Right. And as the movie's coming to a climax, this is a climax. <laughs> <laughs> I was coming to a climax. Coming. No. He's coming. No, I thought it was going to go one way. It went the other way. They faked us out a couple times. And I was so into the movie that I thought they were going to shit on us. And they didn't. And at the end, it ended great. And I was so happy. So You would have enjoyed that if you were German. <laughs> Scheiße. Nice. You know, it's weird. Awesome. You mentioned the surround sound. I, uh, I obviously didn't mention the film because I don't consider it a horror film. But the first like surround sound experience, it actually like terrified me. It was like so loud. It was Jurassic Park. What? Oh, yeah? Yeah. Oh, it was good surround sound. Yeah. Yeah, I saw. I was. I guess I was twelve or thirteen when that came out. I think that came out like ninety three. Yeah. So, man, that was that was terrifying. All right. It was, really just... cool. it was really cool. I forgot about that movie at the theater. Yeah. I'm looking for another voicemail and I got confused. Sorry, but let me make sure I don't make a mistake. But I'm gonna play it. Let's see. Hey guys, it's Tally here again. Sorry for the first message, but. Um, I know I asked a question to Moods and JP on their show, but I want to hear you guys' um, answer on this, but what more property would you like to see get spent, like, spun off into, like, a, uh, almost like a reboot for, like, TV or something like that, almost like uh, Scream or, um, 
what's the other one? Hannibal or something like that. Um, I'm a newcomer to the show, so I know if you uh, got this question asked before, but I'm liking it so far. Just keep up the good work. Okay, thank you. Now, who, who was that? Did, what was see, that's why I was fumbling, because it said yeah. calling again. I think it's Tyler, but it sounds like you said Holly. Hold on a second. Hey, guys, it's Holly here again. It's Sorry Tyler. For the first message. Okay, okay, yeah, Tyler. It is Tyler. Okay. So, Tyler, somehow we missed the first one, but we got the second message. So, basically, thank you, Tyler, by the way. He's a new listener, so right on. Tyler asks us what should be turned into a television show if we yeah. have a movie or something. So, what do you guys got? I want Friday. I know they're talking about doing it, and they got killed. I want that show, and I want it to be like I want it to fill the blanks in. Like it, it could be a bigger picture, but I would like it to fill the blanks in all the questions the fans have been like pissing over all these years and whatever. Wouldn't it be great to re- revisit like what happens to Ginny, what happens to uh, uh, Chris, Tommy, yeah. fill in all the blanks there. Uh, what happens when he's a kid from fucking? Uh, Manhattan at the end when he, the toxic waste melts him down. Like, use all the dumb plot points, but then build stories yeah. off of that and then fill in all those blanks. And I think that would be a great a great uh, thing. Not do the I prequel agree. thing because I think it would fall too much in Bates, Bates uh, Motel style. Right. They could touch upon it, but I would like to see, like, all this shit, what happened in between all those movies. How about between one and two? Yeah. Great. Right. You know, that would be great. Chris, and then intertwine the Chris sub-story in that and everything like that. It, it, those are the things because they were never mit- written to make sense. It was a hit. How are they going to do it? They wrote that Jason lived all that all those years. Done. So we have to accept that. It wasn't like a supernatural thing. It's supernatural because I guess he drowned and never went home to mom and lived in the woods for all those times. Or did he go home to mom? And was mom just so batshit crazy because she thought she lost him? And remember, they could play off all those elements. I, I, I really do think it would be a hit. I do too. And the problem is this, though. I just thought of something. And no one ever talks about this. His ghost is in part one. You know that. You hear that little boy calling, Mommy, help! That, that's a ghost. It's a child. It's not a full-grown man, and it's not Mrs. Voorhees. So you know in actuality Jason did drown in that water. And every Friday the 13th, his ghost is out there calling for retribution or whatever, calling for help. And that's amazing. So there's not much you can do. That That's the only thing that shoots it down. But I think it's a great idea. Of course, it's a Friday I would, thing, lo- I would like to see it done as a prequel and see the early years of uh, Muffin and Gordon. <laughs> You know, like Gordon going through all the psychological problems that lead up to suicide. Yeah, like, like I want to see what drove him to suicide. I know what drove him to suicide, Tommy. Gordon, hey Gordon, Gordon, come here, Gordon, yeah, with Gordon. You know, well, that's what it was. Talk we'll talk later, Gordon. Gordon's like, no, I'm well right here. <laughs> right. Gordon couldn't stand Tommy. He was up his ass. Holy shit! He wanted to give him a Jarvis hug. Holy shit! <laughs> no, I hate to. I hate oh. to beat it beat a dead horse over and over but the the only thing that came to mind for me just for something that i'd like to watch that's fun because they're doing all these like you know they're doing like the exorcist and they're doing uh they did hannibal which was great and then they're doing all these like intelligent thought-provoking shows with a lot of subject material i just immediately thought of sleepaway camp and i would just love and it's almost the same thing with friday but with less story (laughs) i would just love to see just actual slasher each week I don't know how the storyline would work because. Did you guys but, see Dead of Summer? I I still haven't watched it, but if, did you see it? Because it sounds like it was a slasher 
Summer Camp Slasher Show. I have not watched it. Maybe I should. I have not. I'm, I'm behind on my TV. As I watched Slasher. <laughs> and that had its right. ups and downs. I still recommend checking it out. I don't think it got renewed. But, uh, you know, I, I checked it out. And that's, that's something for me. Because episodic TV, I, I, I find that uh, I, I check right. out. I like a movie. An hour and a half, done. Yeah. I'm invested, done. Yeah, but there's yeah. been some really good shows. I'm not denying that, but the problem is uh, you, you have to stick with them, and I just don't, I, I find yeah. that I'll watch, a, like, even Ash versus the Evil Dead. Love it. It's a fantastic show. It's everything you wanted of the Evil Dead 4. Well, they've just given right. you Evil Dead 4 uh, and 5 and, and everything else. Like, you now, you've now <laughs> sure. got uh, two seasons. Uh, I mean, it's fantastic. And that's everything that you've wanted. If you wanted the dark side, they've got the new movie that came out that sort of returned it to its horrific roots. And then you've got Ash versus Evil Dead, which is a total continuation of Army of Darkness. Yeah, man. Okay, well, I, I, I wrote a bunch down, but I'm just going to fire them off. The Shining. Definitely do a Shining show. The History of the Overlook Hotel. All the shit they talk about in the book and they, they briefly allude to in the movie. Let's hear about the history of that haunted hotel and all the shit that's gone on. That could go on a couple seasons. I think it could be, it could be amazing in the right hands. The Purge. I could see that show going on and on. Mm-hmm. Good cliffhangers at the end. But the, but the people running around and this, and are they going to die and not? And each season could be a new Purge. You know, half-hour shows, why not? Um, Suspiria. Maybe, maybe not just Suspiria, but the whole Three Mothers thing. How did the witches get to what they were doing? The stuff they talk about in those movies, more witch stuff. I'm always down for that. Shit like that could be really cool. What do you the think about the remake idea for Suspiria? I don't want to. Use, no, it's happening. Leave it, leave it fucking be. I know. I'd rather be see a prequel. But whatever. I'll be open minded, but I'm not looking forward to it. I'll just leave it at that. Fuck it. Yeah, the stepfather. I think that'd be cool because he moves on and on, like in part one and part yeah. two. Let's see seasons of him moving on from one place to the other. See how that goes. I think that would be fun. Uh, the Devil's Advocate. I think that would be cool. Someone going to a law firm and they find out that you know they're really working for devils. And I could see that going as a series, taking a few years and shit going on. And then event. And there's Pacino one in more. Pacino in the series. <laughs> that'd be awesome. Yeah, I don't think he'd do it, but yeah, that'd be cool. Who could play the devil if not Pacino? Pesci. Mm. You, you can be in it. Pesci, you can't get yeah, that. I can do it. Yeah. <laughs> Buckles, yeah, I get that. <laughs> and here's one for you, Brandon. Spring, Spring the television show. You know, she's been around for centuries, she said, right? Yeah, she has. She, wouldn't it be cool to see different stories involving her? And but, but, she she became, but she became mortal, so. Yeah, well, she was mortal in Spring, and you enjoyed that? Yeah, no, she became mortal at the end, so it would have to be a prequel. Of course, it's a prequel. That's what I'm saying. She said she's been around for centuries, so we get to see everything the movie. Yeah. led up to it. Let's yeah. see all the shit she's talking about. Remember, she's showing pictures of her in the past and everything else. Oh yeah. Yeah. Let's see. That's let's see what it's about. You really, you really thought about this you one. Did I did. One. Yeah, you I did good. You did good on this one for that. Spring coming in fall. <laughs> <laughs> Spring ahead. Spring yeah. coming in, coming in fall when the uh, foliage drops. Yeah. <laughs> what a dildo. Yeah. <laughs> All right. I think we got two more. Here's one. The other one's going to be a task to find, but I'll explain that in a minute. Hold on. Here's one. Hey, guys. Travis Christian here. Just wanted to wish you guys a happy head anniversary. Huh. Yeah, I, I think I'll start changing my wedding anniversary and start calling it that. But anyway, just want to congratulate you guys. Of course, as always, you do a job well done. And I got to say, 
every show is getting a little better. And your last show is the best one to take. You guys' chemistry and Matt's chemistry off the bottom of that show, man, I loved it. I had a great time listening to it twice now. And I well, really don't do that. And I catch up on other podcasts. But really amazing job. And uh, I got to say, you know, with the way Matt blended with you all, I think this uh, review off is really going to be a stiff competition. Hmm. And uh, really looking forward to it. And enjoy your anniversary. And have a good day, guys. Bye. Awesome. TC. You. TC. You, TC. Thank you. Anniversary. Nice. <laughs> yeah, the review off. That's going to be good. What film are we doing it again? And we're no, going to win it. Yeah. <laughs> Excision. Excision. And uh, you listened to it twice, so maybe you listened to the remastered one, Christian. See? Uh, maybe. So someone yeah, did, did listen to it again. We had to shit okay. the bed the first time around. <laughs> I shit the bed? No, Christian. I shit the bed. Oh, okay, all right. Well, he, he told me I shit the bed last show, remember? Did I? Yeah, and he I said I shit the bed. It had something to do with because I forgot to play an email or oh, yeah. get an email. I just like to say shit the bed. I think you do I just think, like to say shit the bed. <laughs> I, think he, I think you're a clean freak. He said she, he's talking about my sheets. Check my sheets because I shit the bed. The other time when we were doing the thing for Horrorcast, you remarked about my pillowcases not being changed. I think you, oh, you are OCD. That's oh right. yeah, I, yeah. This is no revelation. Clinically diagnosed, not self-diagnosed. Okay. Am I making a joke? Okay, now I know why you're obsessed with beds and sheets. Okay, I believe this is the final one. BC in the house. Here is the. <laughs> sorry. Here's the audio I recorded last night. I hope it wasn't too noticeable that I was drinking whiskey while doing so, but I kept it court, but I kept it shorter than a Stephen Carpenter call. <laughs> BC. All right, check it out. This has to do directly with Maniac Cop. So, and the actor Zadar. So, check it out. Exploding hits. Hey guys, this is Bill Casanelli, BC. Anyway, I'm taking a break from watching Brandon's favorite director's latest movie. Yes, Cannibal Claws by Sean Donahue. Huh? Anyway, I heard that you guys are doing a retrospect on the Maniac Cop films. Directed by Bill Lustig and starring Robert Zadar. Hey, did you guys know that I worked with Robert Zadar? I sure did. The movie was called Scary Tales 2, The Return of Mr. Longfellow. I thought I'd share some of the cool behind-the-scenes stories with you guys. The first day on the set, Mr. Zadar got to know each and every one of us. He came up to each of us and said, Hi, Bobby Z, what's your name? Now, granted, he was walking with a cane because his hips were bad, but uh, he still looked tall and intimidating no matter what. And his face still looked like a catcher's mitt. So when he said that he wanted to get a bottle of whiskey at 9 a.m. on a Saturday morning, you goddamn right I took him up on it. I grabbed my buddy and we took one of the cars used in the film that was going to be a cop car. You know, those little dashboard bubbles with the blue and red lights? So we took that out to go to the liquor store at 9 a.m. on a Saturday for freaking Robert Zadar. So on the way to the liquor store, there's a lady driving slow in front of us. So what does Bobby Z do? That's right, he flips the switch and decides to pull the lady over in front of us. So he gets out of the car. Matthew Cordell now, maniac cop, strides over to her window. Has it rolled down the window to tell her that he's letting her off with a warning for driving on a Saturday morning without her lights on. She was sweating bullets. Later that day, we've got a real police officer from West Palm Beach. 
I believe his name was Ivan. And he's got his, you know, his real police uniform, his real badge, and a real gun. And <laughs> and there's uh, Bobby Z with his fake nameplate saying Matthew Cordell <laughs> with the prop gun, with the fake shield. And those two are hitting it off. They're having a good time. Well, it's time to move to another area to shoot some more footage. This is about 10 miles away. So Bobby Z decided to drive with the actual police officer <laughs> instead of using the, uh, the PA that we had for him. So, okay, whatever. They became friends on the set. So as we're driving to the next area, they're actually <laughs> passing a real bottle of alcohol from one car to another <laughs> between the PA with the actors and Bobby Z with a real cop and Bobby's drinking and the guy in the other cars drinking and I'm behind these cars and another car and I'm scared shitless and suddenly we're approaching the next location and as the bottle's being passed around, I see one of the cars hit a parked car and Bobby Z's in there with the cop going, oh, don't worry about it, it's okay, we'll go. And I'm just flabbergasted, I'm like, what? So we get to the next location and thankfully I lived close by to it because as soon as we get there, I guess Bobby Z's been drinking some more from the bottle that they were passing around to other drivers. Because he thinks it's funny to pull out the cop's real gun. His gun from his holster and start pointing it around at everybody. That was it. That's all I needed to see. I was done. I said, you know what? I'm just going to walk home. It's okay. And that was the end of my interaction with Robert Sadar. So have a great show, guys. I can't wait to hear it. Wow. What a wow. story. That's crazy. That's an awesome story. I guess he really was a maniac. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Bobby Z. Bobby Z. Oh, R.I.P. Bobby Z. Great story. Is he gone? Think. Yeah. Is he, he gone? just died this past year, I think. Uh, yeah. last year and he, change? It might have been last year. Yeah, maybe oh, wow. Time to see when you hear this information. Yeah, it might have been 2015. I thought it, I thought it was uh, this year, but I think it was 2015. You might be right. Yeah. But yeah, recently. Not, well, I'm not sure it, he had some hard living. He was freaking. He said he had the cane and bad hips. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, and drinking, evidently, so. he had some drinking issues. <laughs> yeah. Well, maybe he was in so much pain with his hips. Yeah, that, that could that, be. That's what he resorted to. Who knows? But that's big guys like that. That does happen. You know, their bodies. How, how big know. is he? Seems pretty big to me. I don't know. Yeah. No, I, I just I don't know how tall he is, but he looks massive. He does. Well, Google him. What can I say? Google. <laughs> Yeah, Google them. Usually the height and weight comes up. Google them. Okay. We, we have so, another uh, one, don't we? We have Mr. Watson. Oh, we do have Mr. Watson. That's right. Thank you. Holy shuck, we forget that. I have to, six feet. Six feet tall he's listed it as. No six, way. That's he's what he's listed as. That. He's got to be taller than that. I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe it's camera tricks. All right, let's see here. Any day now. Oh, exploding heads. You mean so much to me. I can never thank you enough for raising me up from the dark valley of my suffering and into the sunlight of this wonderful summit of happiness. <laughs> I was a man cursed, a soul stranded in a purgatory, a limbo, an oblivion. <laughs> Until you came along, my lights, my guides, my beautiful, beautiful men. <laughs> Dickens said that a loving heart is the truest wisdom. Victor Hugo said that life is the flower for which love is the honey. I 
Aristotle said that love is composed of a single soul inhabiting two bodies. Well, with us, it's four. With us, it's so much more. <laughs> you know, I'm reminded of a quote by Plato. He wrote that at love's touch, everyone becomes a poet. Well, I'd like to share a poem I wrote for you three. So close your eyes, open your ears, and listen with your hearts. <laughs> Mine ears hear thy golden voices in each cast. My bi-weekly knights, my champions with bleached ass. Three kings among men exalt we this lovely trinity. Oh, I can hide no longer, I shatter this audio anonymity. It is I, Mr. Watson, from the corridor of horrors. I starve for love and need more and more of yours. I give myself unto thee, my flesh do plenty with. Happy anniversary, gangsters. Congrats on this episode. Your 25th. <laughs> Oh. oh my god, so Watson. Is there anything this guy can't do? Right, right. Even his voicemails sound better than our shows. <laughs> <laughs> and his poetry. I actually closed my eyes. I don't know if you guys had your eyes closed, but I did. <laughs> it was brilliant, man. Thank you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you, Mr. Watson. Thanks. Man. Thanks, homie. Whew. Awesome. Yes, <laughs> you're the fucking greatest. All right, Watson. We're going to get Watson on here one of these days, officially. No doubt. He's going to have to guest on this show. So anyway, I have one more. I, I got a message today on Facebook, and I'm glad I just remembered. It's from um, a guy named Jim K. He says, hey, Dave, I tried to leave feedback for the podcast to get entered in your contest, and it just won't go through. I guess because I'm from Canada, and they don't <laughs> like us. Yeah. <laughs> Anyway, I just started watching the Juwan franchise. I'm on the third one, The Grudge, and they're pretty interesting. Although The Curse 2 is exactly like Silent Night, Deadly Night Part 2. I know from previous shows, you said you love the series. I was wondering if you could give a brief evaluation of the franchise and maybe a quick ranking for the show. Not sure if the other two have seen any or all of them. Just something different for the show that may spark some interest from listeners. Thanks, Jim from Toronto. There you go, Christian. I think he's so the one that I uh, wrote the review too. Do you us. know him? Who did? I don't him. know. I don't know him. But Fuck he lives in Canada. Yeah, idiot. He's the review first. Remember, I said there was a one review on iTunes. I haven't checked oh. recently, but the one this Jim is the guy. So he didn't know any better to go on Canadians iTunes. He did basically. go on Canadian iTunes. That's why. He said that's the one I told you. He didn't know to look on Canadian iTunes because he oh, says no. he can't see. it. Well, he according to him, it didn't go through. Yeah. Uh, you Canadians, yeah. but you're with your big heads and your big clapping. Your moose. What do they look like in in, uh, in, in South Park? You know, the way yeah, they the, look. The was... bouncing heads. <laughs> yeah. yeah. They... Fuck yourselves. <laughs> anyway, you are. Where is this all about? <laughs> you are a racist. I'm not even, you I'm not even watching you. <laughs> <laughs> Dave liked it. Yes, uh, Juwan, you guys see them or no? I'll make this quick. I have seen honest, the originals. You damn well should. Okay, first and foremost, ABC's A Hidden Horror, episode J, is the next one dropping. It's going to be out by the time this is out. So, J, I do a, we do a whole review of Juwan. They hadn't seen it because it's hard to find. Juwan Curse 1. I made them watch it. They enjoyed it. It's great <laughs> stuff. <laughs> well, they had it for the show I did. 
Juwan Curse 1 is great. It's a freaking 9 out of 10. It started it all. It may, may be old hat to look at it now, but keep in mind, this was made for Japanese TV, and it was amazing when it came out, and it's awesome. Juwan 2, yes, I've said I've made the same comparison. It is just like Silent Night, Deadly Night 2, because it's half flashback, half modern. Difference is, the modern shit is awesome. It's well worth watching. I think it's great. Uh, I'll give that an 8 out of 10. Now, part 3 is The Grudge, which you know. Grudge 1, Masterpiece, 10 out of 10. Grudge 2 comes, they take it in a different direction with a little rebirth going on, and it's really cool, and again, this is a 9 out of 10. After those first four, that's where it officially ends for me. It's almost like Friday the 13th, 1 to 4 being the Holy Grail, because after that, you no longer have the same Kayako, you no longer have the same Toshio, and you no longer have um, uh, Shimizu writing and directing. So they made the, the, the Black Ghost and the White Ghost, and they're good movies. They are, are you good hungry? Movies. Are you hungry? Why, why are you ordering all these dishes? <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't. I'm, I'm just saying number 12. Let me, have a side, 12. let me have a side of the Shimizu. <laughs> Leave Shimizu alone. Uh, <laughs> Leave on White Ghost and Black Ghost. Check them out if you can. They're good. They're definitely worth seeing. I would say one's like a 7 out of 10, one's a 6. But check them out. After that, you have Juan beginning of the end which I saw once. Again, I saw it one time, and it was good. They kind of played a little bit with the mythology where they made Kayako more of a bitch when she was supposed to be the victim. So they played a little bit with the mythology, but again, it was still good. I'd probably give that like a, a six and a half or something like that. I enjoyed it. I have not seen the final. Juan, the final was the last one that was made, and I have not seen it yet, and I really want to. I really have to change that. So... Bottom line, we were talking about our series before, and they said, what's your, you know, someone asked us a question about pick a series, and I said, Saw. Saw is my second favorite franchise. My third favorite franchise is Juan. So, see these freaking movies, man. Check them out. And that's all. No more questions. No more emails. No more voicemails. Thank you again. You don't, you don't want to talk about any more Jews? <laughs> Did you get your Juan today? I always get my Juan. <laughs> yeah, boy. That's what they call him, Fragile Cock. That's <laughs> Fraggle. Fraggle. Well, I call it Fragile. fragile. <laughs> I got Fragile Cock. <laughs> okay. Oh. <laughs> I said we weren't going to rush through it, but we are going to rush through it because it's late. Yeah, so, I hear you, man. Gonna have... the, the least amount. Want me to go first? Rock and roll. 2016. Okay, so... What you got? Yoga hosers. Oh, barely horse. Yeah. I like Kevin Smith. I like I liked him when he used to do his comedy movies. I like Red State. I like Tusk. I agree. I did not I did not like this movie. I didn't think I would. Leave, leave it at that. Uh, it's okay. it's not that it's not good. I just can't get into it. I just I, it, it just bothers me. The whole movie just bothered me. Uh, Scare campaign. You guys recommended it. I saw it. I really I liked it. Nice. Thank I you. That one. Let me interrupt. Let me okay. interrupt, interrupt about yeah. Scare campaign. Yeah. Last show I confused. Uh, Fear Inc. with Scare Campaign. Remember, Brandon, you were saying it was one too many twists and you didn't like what was going on? Yeah, and that's, I, for fear, that's for Fear Inc. I didn't. And like went it. on this whole dissertation <laughs> about <laughs> how I called Fear Inc. the wild things of horror, and that's what I loved about it. Wrong. That was Scare Campaign. Scare Campaign kept doing all those freaking amazing twists at the end, and it blew yes. me away. I yes. didn't care for the twists. I think it wasn't that I disliked them. I enjoyed I enjoyed Fear Inc., but those things they did at the end didn't make a difference to my enjoyment of the film. But yeah. 
scare campaign got better as it went along because of okay. all that shit. So let yes. me correct my what I said last week. The wild okay. things of horror is scare campaign, and it's great. So anyway, okay. I agree. With I'm that. sorry, Christian. And, I, and yeah, thanks, guys. Because I mean, well, I have a laundry list, and I'm gonna have to do some major catch up. So uh, kind of like last year. But last year we started the podcast. I'm like, I had seen a lot, and I had to do some right. catch up. This year, it's just been different podcasts. I, I find, in, and then, the, like I said, the movie in October. I just have to do some massive catch-up now as well. So then I watched Rob Zombie's 31. Mm-hmm. And I really liked it, man. I, I don't know what all the hate is. It's literally, I think the problem is like you just went back to basics. You went back to uh, House of a Thousand Corpses meets uh, The Devil's Rejects. I don't know. Oh, people were expecting the second coming or something like that. I thought the movie was great. I thought it started off like it started off great. Then you get to meet the characters, and either you feel that goes on too long, or I mean, there's things I could have done without. But it's by no means disappointing or anything like that. And then the movie kicks in. I did watch the preview to this, so the preview set you up completely. I it's exactly what I expected from the movie, and it was enjoyable. Cool. I agree. I, I, I really, I cool. really like it. Is it going to be in my top ten? Probably not. But it was really enjoyable. There's no hate on for this. It was, it was really good. And maybe it will end up in the, maybe it will end up in the top ten after a second watch. We'll see. Right now, based on my rating, I, I can't imagine it hitting. What'd you rate it? What'd you rate it uh, as of right now? An eight out of ten. Okay, I gave wow. it a seven. I gave it a seven. Yeah, I was yeah. not disappointed with this movie. Neither was enough. I. Yeah. The more I think about it. I saw it at the theater, and I was the highest of the three reviewing it. It was me, JP, and Alex. We did that skeleton cruise boat. And I was the highest of all three of us. And I would have given it like a seven and a half. Still disappointed for him. I was expecting more, especially after Blow the Salem and the heights that it hit. I didn't think it was going to regress this way. Now, we'll save it for the year-end show. I'll just say that I tried to watch it the second time, and after 20 minutes... I didn't want to watch it. I fell completely when they when they started going on with that little guy doing that thing for all that time, and I'm I said, you know what? I'm just not enjoying myself here, and I didn't finish the movie. And the more I think about the movie, the more I dislike it. Like I don't have a desire to. And that now I've changed my rating to like a six without even watching it again, except for those twenty minutes. I have no desire to watch it again. I guess I maybe I will for the year on show, and maybe I'll change. But right now I was severely disappointed. In so many ways, and I, I wish I wasn't because I, I love him the same way, you know, you guys are our fans. So we'll continue this on the year-end show. And, and I know we said we'll keep this short, but on a side note, I just did all the Halloween movies for Postmortem Radio, and I so we did Zombie and Z- H2. Uh-huh. My like for those two movies, because I actually disliked both of them initially, I actually, they're growing on me now. Nice. I have, I, there are problems with both. And yeah. they're gonna, okay. I don't know why I keep doing this with my hands. There are problems with both. <laughs> and uh, the first one, there's more problems with. Because yes, most sir. of the problems happen in the prequel part. Even though the remake part is feels rushed, the prequel yes. part is where I have most of my problems. I hate the white trash stuff. I hate the way Michael talks. I, they take away all the mystery. Yeah. It's like the demystifying of the killer. But anyway, that's the... Yep. That's my biggest problem with that movie, and that will never go away. So, but I've enjoyed right. it more for what it is. And H two, I, I like it more each time I see it. Nice, yeah. That's Michael, how that movie creeps. Yep. Michael's the scariest in those two movies, other than the original, maybe one and two. Uh, yep. He's the scariest. The mask looks the coolest, and he's the most vicious in those yes, two he movies. Is. 
So you got to give him that. And you know why Rob Zombie didn't come back. I could have done without the white horse whole shit, but oh well. Yeah. Now I know yeah. it's there. Let it go. So that anybody yeah. that hates the movie because of the white horse, let that part go and just watch the movie for, for the rest of it and you'll enjoy it a lot more. And at the end of that movie, and I don't care if I spoil this because it's H2 and it came out in 2009, but oh, I won't even spoil it. But the way that ends, I can understand why Rob Zombie didn't come back for three. Because I think in his vision, it was done. The sure. story was done. The story was and, done. And that's it. And that, that's a side note. And it had nothing to do with 2016, but just because it was about Rob Zombie, I just said I, there's a big hate on for Rob Zombie. And like and Eli, Eli Roth, like a lot of people don't yeah. like these two filmmakers. Um, yep. And I'm fine with both of their bodies work. I heard yeah. you're fine with both of their bodies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm okay with them. I'm okay with them, and uh, like I, you know, I said, Rob Zombie was my favorite modern director. After after the last one, I don't know anymore. But uh, I, I, yeah, H two. I'll say it quickly. It's my fourth favorite of the Halloween series after one, two, and three. And his Halloween, I like the first half hour a lot. The Michael's onslaught. It's fucking brutal when he's a kid and he does all that crazy shit. I enjoy it. I enjoy it. But everything that comes later, no. And I despise Halloween night. And I hate the final chase scene. It's the longest, most boring thing ever, in my opinion. And that's all I'll say about it. Yeah, that's fine. So, that, that's all I got. Brandon, what about you? What do you got? I only got four films. Amazing. Good yeah. for you, though. You I, 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 told, I told you I was going to take a break, and I did. <laughs> I watched uh, Sunchoke. I did, too. On, which showed okay. up on Netflix. I really... I think a lot of people are going to like this film, but I really couldn't get into it because I just despised pretty much all the characters. I just didn't care. Barbara Crampton's in it. She's always good, but she's just mm-hmm. a nutcase. Sun Choke. Um, Choke. It's on Netflix. Yes, yeah. it is. Okay. American Netflix. I, I like to write these down. I <laughs> also watched a film called Patient 7 with Michael Ironside. That fucking movie. Uh-huh. That movie was a lot of fun. I really enjoyed that one. What did you give Sunchoke? Did you give your grade? I gave Sunchoke a six. I gave it a seven. Now, I want to hear what is so special about Patient Seven. I just like this I just like the setup of it. I like the whole idea that you're hearing the backstories of all the patients. Me too. The ending is a little weak because you you can you can really see it coming. You know it's coming because I didn't know it's coming. But it doesn't make any sense either. It doesn't make much sense, but it's still a fun movie. I, I probably scored it a little high at the time, but I gave it an 8 out of 10. Wow, and you're not the only guy that likes it. Uh, Philip Perrin from freaking Dark Discussions loves it too. And I watched it, and I was expecting to be blown away. And every single, it was the same repetitive shit for two hours. He brought the patient in. The patient told the story. At the end of the story, he said, you're full of shit. You're crazy. Lock it up. And then it happened again. And then it happened again. And then it happened again. The didn't same you like their, didn't you like their stories, though? The stories were fine. Some better than others, but none of them blew me away. I mean, it was fine. Ultimately, I give the movie a six. It's not bad. I was just expecting more, and it was just the same repetitive shit. And there was not a standout story. Like, uh, you know, like usually in uh, your average, you know, anthology, uh, there's a standout story. There's nothing. They're all mediocre. They're all okay. Uh, good performances, I guess. I just, it just seemed some of it was just too contrived with everybody. They always said to be a foreigner in it. Some other story didn't make sense why they would be here. It just, just didn't. 
didn't resonate with me. I don't know. It just seemed like the same thing over and over. Didn't 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 that bother you? That freaking every story ended the same way. You're crazy. You're crazy. You're crazy. It all. No, I, I like that because I wanted to see where it was going, and but you know you kind of figure it out kind of pretty quick. I, see, I didn't figure out the twist, and I thought it was interesting, but it didn't make sense at the same time. So I was like, well, doesn't hurt it, doesn't help it, and it just you know it was just six out of ten for me. So anyway. Continue. I'm sorry. Okay. I just because this the, mo- the monster. Aha. Uh-huh. I was I was, a, I was a bit I was a big fan of this. This is my type of horror film. I do agree that I would have liked a little bit more in the ending, but I thought yeah. the uh, I thought the monster itself was fantastic. I thought it's it's a great straight up monster film, and it's not even I shouldn't even say straight up monster film because there's a lot of depth there. Right. There's agreed. A, there's a there's a lot of you know um, undertones, I guess. Do you think it was all practical, or do you think there was CG? I was trying to figure that out. You know, I was trying to figure it out too, but it yeah, looked, it's it good. Looked, it looked great, whatever it was. You know what? It, you know what it reminded me of? It reminded me of Rawhead Rex if it was done right. The look of him. Mm-hmm. I kept thinking of Rawhead Rex the way he was designed. Not like a cross-eyed right. asshole. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> like when Clyde Barker wrote the book, he envisioned yeah. this thing as well. Rawhead Rex. Yeah. Yeah, no, this was this was a cool film. I gave this one an eight out of ten. Nice, nice. I give it a seven and a half, and I take off the half point because I did not like the ease and the method of what ultimately happened to the antagonist. It was like they were smart all the way through this, this, and this, and then they just said, "What are we gonna do?" And someone said, "Oh, let's do this," and then it was just way too easy. It that bothered me, but. Whatever. <laughs> we'll get into spoilers maybe on the year. Yeah. Show. I don't know. It just seemed like I didn't even think that would work. You could do that to me, and I don't think I would die. And I'm not a monster. But yeah. Whatever. <laughs> so, yeah, that's true. Maybe maybe yeah. a little bit more. You know, it's weird though because you know you kind of want a little bit more mythology with the monster, but it's really not even about the monster. Yeah, it's not. It's about the the people involved, and that's what's good about exactly. It. But so, but but yeah, it, there are a few a few issues there. And yep. uh, the the other one was Neon Demon. I finally saw. Do tell. Uh, I'm up for this. <laughs> first of all, this this might be the best horror soundtrack I've ever heard in my life. I can't get this film out of my head. That's how I was for a week. Or two. I can't get this film out of my head. I'm blown away by it. I, I I actually don't even have a grade for it yet, because I don't know if there's a number that can justify how amazing I thought this film was. <laughs> wow. Okay. I was. This cool. is. So this, it I mean, this <laughs> film. No, this film. Like, anybody, anybody who saw this film has to <laughs> had to know that this is a film for me. You know, people were telling me this is a film you'll enjoy, and people were getting was, concerned. They're like, they're like, you know, the the hype. You might. I don't. I don't really buy into the hype. This was my kind of film. It was just. It was stunning. It was great. It was stunning. I, I fucking I loved agree. it. I knew I, you'd I, like it. I couldn't I thought, wait. <laughs> I thought there was plenty of substance. I, yeah. I, it wasn't forced by you, but I thought there was plenty of substance there. It's a heavily stylized film, but there is enough substance there for me to to take a lot out of the story itself. I'll tell you what. It's like a modern take on Suspiria. I think it's a perfect... Um, you know how I said The Witch and the Shining is a perfect mm-hmm. pairing? This and Suspiria is a perfect pairing. And if you look at the movie again and think about what I just said, you may see what I see in it with the antagonists and what they really are and everything else in the Suspiria comparisons. Uh, yes. Yeah. Uh, I, I know exactly <laughs> what you're talking about. There's there's yeah. so much there. It's it's fantastic. It is fantastic. You yeah, want to give your grade? 
Um, you know, right now it's it's hovering up there near a perfect score for me. It's right now. I'll, I'll tell I'll tell everyone this. I do have about five or six films, probably about five films, that could all be my number one film for the year. This wow. is one of those films that will be competing for that spot. Nice. If it makes number one, that's yet to be seen. But I do plan on watching rewatching those particular five films. Definitely love nice. this. Nice. 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 Okay, do you have any more, or is that it? That, that was it for me. Okay, I'll make mine quick. I have 13 films. Um, <laughs> make a drink. <laughs> okay, well, we, we can take off Sunchoke. We can take off Patient 7. My way, I've yeah. already said that. That's so now it. it's okay. 11, definitely 11. Now it's 11, definitely 11. But Wailing. <laughs> Wailing came with a, a lot of hype, and I enjoyed it, but it was just a little too long for me, and... Uh, um, it didn't have to be as long as it, it clocks in at 2.20. doesn't have to be. Everything wasn't explained the way I would have liked it, where I could have understood it all. I'm not blowing it like everybody else is. For me, it's a 7 out of 10. But, yeah, check it out, and you may love it, because a lot of people are freaking talking movie of the year. So, whatever. Um, I've seen it. Did you? Yeah. What'd you give it? Eight and a half. So you're on the board. Okay. Just yeah. Give- yeah, I I, I, really, okay. I loved it. <laughs> we'll talk about it at the year-end show. I don't know why yeah. I didn't grasp it, but I didn't. Uh, Lights Out. We've all seen that now, right? Yes. I enjoyed yep. it. 7 out of 10. I enjoyed yeah, it. I enjoyed it, too. And a half for me, it was it was okay. It was good. Okay. All right. But definitely, you know, a, a, good, a good flick to check out. I could see why it came to the theater. I never saw the short, so I don't know. But whatever. Good story. Shelly. Has anyone seen Shelly? No. No? Not Interesting yet. movie. Interesting movie, great start, um, uh, good story. The way it went in, in, in the third act, kind of weird. It's not. Uh, see, I, I sound like one of those people saying I need everything explained to me, and I really don't, and that doesn't bother me. But I wish a little more would have been explained at the same at the same point. So I don't know. But seven out of ten again, fine. Recovery, recovery was interesting. Yeah, I liked any, recovery. Yeah, oh, what'd I you thought, give it? I gave it a six and a half. Okay, I gave it a seven. Okay, but I enjoyed it. It was yeah. fun. It was fine. I don't know how many times I could watch it, but yeah, I, I, no, I'm not, yeah, I'm not running to watch it again. But it was fine. Right. Good enough story there. Okay, Purge election year. I watched it on election night. I planned on that. <laughs> <laughs> that was did perfect I, timing. I did. Uh, did you guys see this or no? I haven't. I yet. did. No. Christian no. does not watch horror films. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'll tell you what. I think it's the best of the three. Uh, uh, no. I think. It, why? What do you like? What do you like? Part Anarchy. two. Oh, Anarchy is my favorite. Okay, this is like two, but better. No, I didn't think so. But, no? but that's okay. Part two yeah. made my top ten. This this probably won't make my top ten. I like I everything a, about this. I gave this a seven and a half. I did, I did like too. it, though. I did, too. I, did like... I, I give the other ones like a seven. It, is like it blows them away, but I like the element that they added with the, with the politics and the religion. You know, yeah. just more was going on. It kept me engaged. So that I dig that. Under the Shadow. Mm. Pretty interesting movie. I enjoyed it. Uh, I think you mentioned it last show, right? I did, yeah. What'd you give it? What, it was the standout until something else comes out. I give it 8. 8 out of 10. Yeah, that's what I gave Under the Shadow. Good story. It's a, it's a movie about a djinn that is way better than Toby Hooper's movie that people were hyping a couple of years ago. The You know, djinn, which was atrocious. I think that made yeah. my bottom 5 for our last year's show. I haven't seen it, but I've never heard anything good about it. Oh, and it's better than uh, Wishmaster, and Jin was in Wishmaster, right? Yeah. <laughs> it makes you want to so, drink Jin. Where's it from? <laughs> it's from Iran, right? It's Iranian, I think. Uh, yes. 
Yeah. But it's a good flick. Check it out. It's streaming on um, Amazon, I believe. Pretty sure. Yes, it's on, it's on Amazon. Okay, yeah. So check that out. What else? The Shelter? I give a 6 out of 10. Yeah, The Shelter. I don't know that one. What the hell was The Shelter? Sorry, guys. I'll just be one second. See how that's how bad my freaking memory is. I watched something. And I'm actually looking through my list to see if I saw it. Oh, that's that Michael Parry movie. Yeah, 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 yeah. This movie could almost be confused with a Christian movie. Because Christian things happen in it. And there's a message about what I consider to be hell. And it starts off one way. And then it goes into something. And it's really interesting. Because you see one guy on this trip. And these bad things are happening to him. And I definitely suggest watching it. I just wish it would have gone someplace different. And I wish it didn't feel so much like a, like a Christian movie. Like something that you know the church put out or something. Way to go, Christian. Of, yeah, so it <laughs> oh, you meant the religion. Oh, okay. Yes, I, I did. Thought, I thought you meant our Canadian co-host. No, no, I did not. <laughs> but it's okay, and I give it a six and a half. Uh, pardon me, I give it a six. The six and a half goes to Intruders. Pardon me, Intruder. Because there's been so many damn intruders. There was yeah, there's intruders and intruder. Yeah. yeah, intruder. Have anyone seen this intruder or no? No. The only guy? Okay. Well, it was okay. <laughs> Somebody was, um, there's an intruder in the house. That's what's going on here. So. Jeez, I, I never would have guessed that. Yeah, there's an yeah. intruder in the house. And I don't remember a whole lot about the movie. But I gave it a 6.5 out of 10. So check it out if you want to. <laughs> Dude, it was as honest as I can be. I can't remember what it was. I can't I remember watched... shit. Check um, it. Oh, that's I what watched... happens. With, that's what happens with a lot of those six to six and a half movies. Right. You, you either remember the real shitty ones or the real great ones. Those middle of the road ones are just like totally forgettable. <laughs> exactly. And Especially... here's my last two: the best one and the worst one. I saved them for the end. Oh, I can't wait. I know. What Downhill. The worst Downhill. 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 I give it a four out of ten. What it's is about it? These people that are, are bikers, and they're not bikers. You know how like, they ride bikes, not motorcycles, actual bikes. And they go to this place to, to go in this race. The guy was a big downhill race at one time, but lost a friend. And then he stopped doing it for a while. And they travel to Chile to go do it again. And it's him and his girlfriend. And he hook up with their friend and his girlfriend. So the four of them know each other well. And there's things going on. You don't know if this movie is about... You don't know what's happening because... You think that you think that it's bad people that you're just dealing with human beings that are harassing them and killing people, but then it goes in this supernatural maybe slash alien thing maybe, but it's never explained. You don't know why these people are hooked up with these things. It's okay for a little bit, but then it completely falls off the rail, and you really don't know what the hell is going on ultimately. And at the end, I give it a four to ten, and don't don't watch that freaking movie. Yeah, I'm not gonna watch it. It goes downhill fast. Oh, very good. He can, and now, he can say something funny. Yes. <laughs> and here's my surprise. My surprise oh, no. of, of the 13 movie. I mentioned it earlier. I, someone said um, when we were doing Facebook Live, recommend a movie. And I checked out this movie in the deep. Have either of you guys seen this movie? No. No? Okay. Well, let this me tell you something. This deep. is a journey into Christian's anal cavity, right? <laughs> <laughs> In the deep. Listen, this was the movie that was pulled off the shelves, and uh, it was only at Target for a while. So oh, I forgot yes. what the story. The yeah. shark film. And they're going to give, give it a theatrical run now. It's, it's on Amazon app now, only on the app. Forty-seven meters down, they call it. 
some certain movies are only available on the Amazon app. If you go to IMDb and you look at the movie, you know how they always see the, their hookup with Amazon? You see a little thing that you can play it if it's an Amazon movie, if you can stream it on the, the Prime. Some movies say playable with Amazon app, and this yes. is one of them. They're only our, on the app. Our Amazon Prime sucks here in Canada. We It's getting better. We right. still don't have movie streaming yet. Like, they, they don't offer it. I guess it's the legalities or whatever. So mm-hmm. hopefully that comes soon because for the price we pay, we don't get half the services you guys get, like the, the music, the movies, all that. You get, the, the you get, you get free 37-day shipping via Moose. <laughs> we get, yeah. We get, we get, what a fucking asshole. That's why, that's why you guys have Trump. Oh, I win by default. <laughs> Yeah, you, you know, win. Yeah, the wait, wait. gonna be invading you soon. You're gonna yeah. Wait till up. we wait till Dave and I show up at your doorstep, wanting to move in. <laughs> I got a basement. All, you guys can remodel. We're all gonna be recording <laughs> from that know. basement. We could do live shows in the basement. Yeah, we can chill. We can film movies. Let's move the Christians. Yeah. What do you say? Ask the we'll girls gre- if we can come. We'll, we'll green screen the whole house. <laughs> the whole yeah, house. we will. <laughs> the greenhouse. Oh. Yeah, oh. Anyway. Oh, the green room in the so greenhouse. <laughs> the green room right that movie that's right the green room um anyway <laughs> in the deep let me tell you something i have this major i guess you can call it a phobia because it's gotta be more than a fear i got this big thing this big fear of drowning phobia here's the fucked up thing i'm a swimmer i've been swimming my mother has an ingrown pool i've been swimming all my life my daughter is 10 this past year she took off her swimmies she can swim by herself you know what I mean? Of course with me. But I'm saying, it's a big thing in my family. We've all been swimming in the pool for a year. I, I will swim anywhere. I, I, I have no fear of swimming anywhere. It's not like I'm one of those people that can't swim and I'm going to drown. But I've always had this deep fear of the end of my life being drowning. The thought of it is just terrifying to me. So I guess maybe it's a phobia. I don't know. I hear but it's very peaceful. It's scary to me. So anyway, especially at night. But anyway, it's just a thing with me. So I'm watching. Who this- told you? Who told you it was very peaceful? I don't know. I just heard that. Drown. <laughs> I hear it's very peaceful. I hear once you stop panicking, you just kind of float away. The ghost whispered in your ear. It's, it's got to be better than being set I am the fire. Thing. I am the fire. Thing. I'll take fire. I'll take water oh. over fire. I mean, I'm afraid to drown. I'll take that anyway. old age. <laughs> Amen. Yes. So listen, I'll try to say it quickly. These two girls, God, I forgot where the hell they went. It's another country. Maybe they went to Chile. Maybe I'm getting these movies confused. Either way. They go were they somewhere. On, were they on bikes? <laughs> no, they weren't on bikes. Did they bike to the bottom of the ocean <laughs> while they were eating bowls of chili? <laughs> they did go to the bottom. They did. They went forty-seven meters down. People are going to market this as a shark movie, like The Shallows, and it's so much more than a shark movie. Where they they go scuba diving and they go. Yeah, there are sharks, and and they do go in one of those cages, and they go yeah. down. The thing breaks. They only they go to the bottom, and it ends up being 47 meters down. And I don't want to give too much away, but the first hour of this film is so freaking intense that I looked down at one point at my hand, and my hand was balled up in a fist. I was completely submerged, no pun intended, into this movie. I was right in the cage with these, the, the, these sisters, these two girls. I was right in there with them. I was thinking, because, you know, they're scuba diving, so they're going to run out of air. That was the big threat to me, is the drowning. Yes, there yeah. were sharks. But the sharks weren't even. There's both. I think most people are going to see the sharks as the main threat. Maybe not. No, but, isn't the threat that they're running out of oxygen? Yes. Yeah. But they can't just go up to, because they're sharks. 
They're waiting yeah. for help. They can't just go out there. They'll get eaten, and they can't go up too quick because of the bends. Yeah, the pressure. So yeah. there's a lot going on in this movie, and uh, it's just, it was just, I was just, it was just very intense. I was really sucked into it. Nice. Then they take you somewhere in, in, in the climax. Something happens, and at first you're like, Wow, wow. And then, wait, then something else happened. See, I don't want to give anything away. But oh, I got to check this out now. And it may not right. have the same effect on you that it had on me. But for me, I was really into it. There was points I was thinking I could give this movie a 10. That's how into it I was. I was just wow. in that with them. Ultimately, it didn't end that way. A couple things happened that maybe I wish didn't, but still kind of worked. Bottom line is I give the movie a 9 out of 10. And it's a wow, awesome. Took me by total surprise. I thought it was going to be, and I enjoy the shells. I gave it like an eight out of ten. And I thought, yeah. okay, it's a shark movie. I'm not a creature feature guy. I'm not into shark, you know. But it really took me in, and freaking, I was just on the edge of my freaking seat the whole time. So there you go, in the deep. Check it out. Fantastic. That's it. 2016. Let's get out. We have a quick freaking thing to do here, don't? <laughs> yeah, we got to review some movies stuff. Yeah, we do. We gotta re- review movies. Yeah, we'll be and, doing uh, a three-minute review of each of the Maniac Cops. Yeah, I'm gonna up. set the alarm for three minutes. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, everyone that voted. We're doing the Maniac Cop trilogy. It just edged out Hellraiser, and we want to announce that we're gonna do Hellraiser one through three at show thirty, just because how close it was. And we will yeah. do the Romero thing because those are the top three that were voted. So we're gonna get to them. But everybody voted in. JP really marketed the hell out of it because he wanted us to do Maniac Cop. And we're doing it, and uh, other people did too. So we're doing Maniac Cop, and uh, hope you guys enjoy it. Thank you again. Yeah, let's start this off. Maniac Cop. I forgot the year, but that's what uh, Brandon's going to tell us. So let's get into this. Maniac Cop, 1988, directed by William Lustig, written by Larry Cohn. A killer dressed in a police uniform begins murdering innocent people on the streets of New York City. Short, sweet... And that's yeah, exactly I, what it's about. <laughs> yeah, I think with, with Maniac Cop, you kind of, they don't cheat you out of what you're getting. You're getting a Maniac Cop. Although I do find it interesting that that in the films, I always felt like the Maniac Cop is almost like a secondary character sometimes. <laughs> like, he's, he's almost, it almost seems like he's doing his killing while, like, the main storyline is going on. You, you know what I'm saying? I say, like there's, like, there's other stuff going on. He's just sort of out there. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely, I think that's why this movie works, and the sequel, for sure. I think part one and two are very strong movies. I, I think part three definitely is the weakest. Uh, now, we're going to talk We're gonna talk about these individually. Yeah. So yeah, then, so, I mean, so yeah. for this one, obviously, we got Bruce Campbell, Tom Atkins, Robert Zadar. Yeah, Atkins. Yeah, Tommy motherfucking Atkins, who I got to say, man, he's cool in everything. This guy... <laughs> Solves the case in two seconds. I got a hunch, and everything is right. <laughs> He's great. He makes this film for me. I'll tell you right now that Tom Atkins is basically in this movie what uh, what Donald Pleasance is in Halloween Four. Like I wouldn't even watch it if if fucking Loomis wasn't in Halloween Four. And if Tom Atkins is not in this role in this movie, uh, I don't take as much away from it. Let me ask you guys something. First and foremost, did you guys see these movies as they dropped? Uh, no, not as uh, Maniac no. Cop 2, yes, and 3, yes. Maniac Cop 1, no, I read it in one of the uh, horror review books I had that said, more action-oriented, but we'll do in a pinch. So I rented it and really enjoyed it. I'll, I'll go into more detail about the other ones as, as we talk about 
the sequels and whatever. I had this on video, VHS. Uh, I've watched it uh, uh, many times, but I hadn't watched it in years. The, I did get it on DVD. Very cheap. I don't even think it was a legit... Like, it might have been a legit... It was a legit copy I bought, but I think I bought it for like three bucks way back when. Now, Brandon, what about you? You see um, it as it you came know, out? No, I actually wasn't even sure if I'd seen the sequels until these rewatches, and then I realized I had seen all three of these, but a long time ago, definitely after they dropped, you know, maybe maybe closer to mid-90s or something. It had been that long, okay. especially, especially for the sequels. So that's, that's going to debunk my theory here. Okay, you guys heard me remark about this. I thought it was going to be horror comedy. I thought it was going to be stupid. I didn't want to see it. I never. I blew it off intentionally. Now I remember this is what I saw, and it was not even from part one because watching them all for the first time, I came upon it now. Now that I know, the way I remember seeing this guy in, in makeup effects, which were obviously from Maniac Cop two, because he didn't have that much makeup in this movie. He was slightly scarred. He had some things. Part two was a whole different thing. I was like Jason from fucking. Part well, he he he's he stayed in the, too. Yeah. He stayed, yeah, he right? stayed in the water too long, and he turned into Jason in part seven. Fine, I can accept that. Water. I can <laughs> accept that as the reason. I'm not going to. He's in the, he's in the water for like 15 minutes, and then he turned into Jason. <laughs> <laughs> Believe it or not, yeah, I am not going to nitpick the hell out of these movies because these aren't the kind of movies you do that to. There are some things I could not overlook, and ultimately, I feel that I'm going to be nice to him considering. There's a lot more I could say that I'm not going to say. I'm going to roll with it, okay? I saw this picture, the makeup effects in Fangoria, and it was from part two. So it must have been when part two came out. I remember seeing that picture and seeing a cop and thinking, why do I want to see a zombie dressed up as a cop killing people? This is not my kind of horror. I, I don't want to see it. It's got to be stupid. So I never watched it. Now I come to watch these movies, and I don't want to jump ahead, but... Basically, this is a zombie. Or is it? This shit, the way they try to explain it later, makes zero fucking sense as to what's going on in this movie. And I hope maybe you guys can enlighten me on something. Because the way I get it, the story they say is that the guy was... in Cordell. 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 I I was laughing. I was thinking about our caller. Did you notice there was also a Pesci who worked on these movies? Did you see no. that in the credits? Yeah, there was somebody no. named... Uh, there was Apeshti in there. There was Cordell. We'll get to some of the other character names that I thought were funny. Especially in Dave, part two. Dave, before you even say anything, were you about to say the story as they tell it, you mean the story that they show the flashback in at all three movies, pretty much? Oh, for Christ's <laughs> sake, with the flashbacks. flashback. With their freaking they show, yeah. Oh, yeah, that was uh, Dr. Ben yeah. Carson. I was 1.5 in it by the time we got to the third movie. I'll tell you that. Those fucking that, was, that was Ben Carson, the, the black judge. With his oh, was it? Deadpan. No, I'm kidding. You're no, supposed to see, you're supposed to believe that he incarcerated a bunch of, he was a super cop, so he incarcerated a bunch of people. And then, right. and then there was some technicality that imprisoned him, and they oh. sent him away. How they was do he think- it, it was a cover-up. It was, it was, it was corruption amongst you know the, yeah. the mayor. And but the, they never uh, do explain why. They just no. They never explain they why. They decided to frame this guy. You know what? They do reference that he was a shoot first, ask questions later type of guy. So maybe he was causing too much trouble being that type of cop. So they had to really kind of bury him away. But, but he the was whole also life- revered at the same time. 
Exactly, but even yeah, even his motives are just so weird. The fact that he is trying to tackle all the people who corrupted him and and destroyed him, yet he's doing it by killing innocent people, right. and then and then like handing objects to like criminals. Okay, let me ask you this: when it comes to his death or or lack thereof, the story we get later for no reason. Now, is this did they explain it in this movie or was it part two? It was no, okay. It was, it, it was this. This is what they say. He couldn't function as a human being because he was jumped and all that shit happened. And we didn't want to put him back in general population. So let's just take this guy who's on his deathbed, fix him up, and remove him from the prison mortuary alive. Yeah, they released him to uh, Sally. To, to nothing. To yes. Why not just take the guy and put him in isolation? Nope, they, Sally convinced them to, to release, release him to her care because she still loved him. And so I assume he was living at the shipyard because he was kind of sleeping there at one point. But, but why would they do that? Why? You know Does that what? Make I any th- sense to you? If, if if a guy gets in imprisoned, even if it's false, and he gets jumped and beaten to death, why well, say, well, you it know makes, what? It makes zero let's sense. Just let him, let's just let him out. It makes zero sense, but You're he right. was practically dead, and and the fact that um, I think he was so well known that these people probably saw him as a good guy. You know, because he had put so many of those prisoners away, whereas the higher ups saw him as an issue. And I think you're dis- I mean, I know that's a cop out to say, like, this is what we do. We're dissecting these no movies. Cop, no pun intended. But <laughs> a cop out. But you know what? I watched this movie so many times, too, and I always would laugh. At, there's so many plot holes in the way that they've done it. I never cared. It was all about the, like, this movie and the series, for that matter, the first two movies specifically are packed with a ton of secondary characters. Much more than any, like, a movie of this, like, caliber in a slasher film or an, even an action film. There's so many secondary characters here. Like, you've got, like, Tom Atkins, and then you also have Bruce Campbell, and then you've got yeah. the maniac cop, and then you've got the girl. Bruce Campbell, and, who gets like, over his wife's murder pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. He, he's already <laughs> well, over. He was, he, yeah, yeah, he was over. He moved on to what's-her-name already. So that's yeah, probably why. Yeah, uh, Officer Mallory. They never explained that. No, yeah. Yeah. And here, here's a question. Not a question. Here's an observation. Officer Mallory, the first time you see him when the cheating is going on, her yeah. hair is a certain way. It looks like it's short almost when she's in bed with him. And, and the wife jumps in and catches him. Yeah. Then later on, you see her as a hooker undercover. Then, for the rest of the fucking movie, she's walking around with her hooker hair. Did you notice that? I like the hooker hair. <laughs> I'm not saying I don't, but I just found it odd that someone who's undercover as a hooker, who's supposed to kind of look different, continues that way for the rest. It's like almost like they did her hair after the first half hour of filming. Well, she couldn't. Well, let's just let her keep her hair that way. She couldn't change her hair because one of the deleted scenes is her going to the salon and saying, give me a hooker hair. (laughs) (laughs) Well, she had hooker hair. What did you think about that, uh, that concrete kill where he buries the guy's face in the concrete? Silly, but okay. I thought it made a great impression. Oh. <laughs> I love the fact that they, they play on this whole thing <laughs> of the cop being the killer and it's freaking out society. So innocent people are just killing cops. I do because too. I've, I've oh, the woman who blows weird. the cop yeah. away. That's I thought awesome. that was ingenious. It's a low, it's a low budget, but I mean, um, Larry Cohen, he knows how to script something. So yeah, if you start, you could pull this movie apart. This you isn't can, that low, could, bud. It was like a million, I think. Yeah. But they pack it with, like, 
There's tons of stunts, explosions like that. Like, there's a lot of things that happen in this movie that you wouldn't expect to happen in a movie called Maniac Cop, I think. Because there's another, there's an offshoot of this that people might confuse it with, Psycho Cop, which actually had Psycho Cop 1 and 2. And Psycho Cop is horrible. I remember thinking it was a god-awful movie. Psycho Cop 2 is not much better, but it's almost, at least it's fun, because it's not taking itself too seriously. These movies are totally different. And it's, they're more action-centric, but there's still horrific elements. It literally is Jason in a police uniform. And this movie is only eighty is only eighty minutes because Tom Atkins literally knows everything that's happening in two seconds. <laughs> in two seconds flat. And, and one one of the scenes in particular that I wanted to talk about here was what was his death scene. Oh and, sad. And whether you thought Cordell threw him out the window, or if he committed suicide. <laughs> <laughs> the way it looked, yeah. it could have been suicide. He got so frightened by Cordell, he grabbed, <laughs> he grabbed Gordon and ran face first through that window. <laughs> oh, I was so disappointed. That was suicide. So, it happened so quick. It maybe have been suicide because it happened so quick and didn't seem like it was supposed to happen almost. And it's weird to see Atkins die in a movie because he was the he carried the movie for me. He was all about it and he was drunk as usual. Well, not drunk, but he was in a bar a couple times drinking. He was typical Atkins, you know. And I, I loved it, you know. But what, when he, yeah. him dying was a big letdown for me. Yeah, especially after that. Like, obviously, Bruce Campbell is is even going to be more of a suspect because he breaks out of prison. And that <laughs> was one of the funniest lines is when he's leaving. And the cop's like, are we going to go after him? You heard him. He said he, said he didn't do it. <laughs> when there's, like, 50 dead bodies in the place. Right. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. Oh, shit. And that's when they go to, uh, they, they decide to show up to meet the metal, medical examiner at Sing Sing the next day. And that's when they get, like, the backstory of how he was still alive and released into Sally's care or whatever. That whole thing. They couldn't just put him in a hospital? What the, why, why not put him in a hospital? If you're gonna do something. And, <laughs> they basically said he was brain dead, right? But how is he a super strength zombie guy? How can a normal person just pick up and do a Jason neck snap in the first minute of the film? He's living in the shipyard and seems to have access to his own police cruiser. So... And he's got awesome uh, baton uh, twirling skills that usually people who are brain dead don't have. <laughs> No. <laughs> Why couldn't they just have made him a zombie back from the dead? And then it would have made sense than the than the, the, the what so they gave that, us. It's so funny because it sounds like maybe you you don't hate it as much as your your uh, review is coming off here. But I know you like things like Slaughter High, and you grew up with it. And I think the nostalgia came I, in. So I saw this way back when. I love it. Like it's silly, yeah. and I could pull it apart, and I have. But I really. I love this, but I really enjoy this movie. I really enjoy Media Cop. I think it's the characters are quirky. There's tons of like uh, actors. You're like, why are they in this movie? But they are. And then Leo mm-hmm. Rossi. Let's talk about Leo Rossi being in this part movie. Two? No, he's, he's in this two. movie. He's in an. Ex- no. it was it was a Leo deleted Rossi. scene. Oh, okay. No, the he's end. in a bunch of different. No, he's in he's in throughout the movie unless the version I saw. He there's multiple scenes he was in. He's one of okay. the. Priest- so he's in the movie, and yeah. then he's in part two as a totally different character. Yeah, wow. he was he was in it for a little bit, but there's a, there was two different endings for for part yeah. one. 
Well, I had the Synapse Blu-ray, actually. I so. watched the Synapse Blu-ray also, and it had the shorter ending. It didn't have the extra scene with Leo Rossi and the mayor at the end. So there you go. That's what I got. But, but it's, it's, it's not really that big of a deal. Uh, I just I just don't understand like the, like Shaft like is he the dumbest commissioner alive like he still doesn't believe <laughs> still doesn't believe Mallory like the day of the parade like she's like it's Cordell he's coming for you he's murdered every other cop but he's like no nah, we're going to the parade <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I can live with that too see yeah, that, I'm not nitpicking no I'm just I'm- nitpicking for a second but I had fun with these I really did I had a lot of fun with all three of them I'm tell- I'll say that right now. That's but, good. Well, I, I, I wish I did. I, I did not, but I will I say had, this. I had more fun with one over the other. The other two are kind of around the same grade when we get to them. But oh, wow. That's, that's surprising to me. And I feel like I'm not like there are a lot of people with that thought process. And I'm, I'll just say I, I enjoy one, but I have a total different opinion for two and three. Oh, okay. I see. Okay. Funny enough. I, like, I, you know, I actually almost felt like one was the weakest. <laughs> what? Yeah. Oh, oh, okay, no, no, that's that's oh, funny. Okay, sorry. Right. I thought you were thinking one was the strongest, so that's no, why I, I was one, a little surprised. I think one is the weakest because I think part oh. part two I think really steps up the goal. I think they step yep. up the gore in 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 the others. Oh. Obviously, they're bigger budgets, and I mean, part I didn't three, see any yeah. gore in these friggin' movies. That's something else. Part, oh. part two, they have the whole slaughter at the oh, yeah. house. Got and then. In part three, they have, you know... The oh, whole, it's all uh, gunshots, though. I don't give a fuck about gunshots. And I love when people get blown away. Oh, per, I can, per, I can one part one's my second shit. favorite. Part one's my second could, favorite. What? Yeah, so so, so obviously what? the reason why Cordell what? Is, is killing everyone oh. is he ate some sort of bad spinach dip. Because if you notice at the end, when he gets impaled with the uh, pipe, <laughs> did you notice he has all this like green shit between his teeth? <laughs> no, weird. Yes, I think he ate a, a bad spinach dip, and it turned him into some sort of top zombie. And that's I'm sticking with that. They're not a boring movie because, like we said, all the movies are like 80 minutes long. Uh, it clicks along. Yeah, if you think more than like two minutes about the plot and what they tell you, you're kind of going what and scratching your head but I saw this when I was young I thought it was fun I've grown I've grown up with it I, thought, I think uh, and the fact that they made two sequels uh, I think is great uh, although I only really enjoy one of them uh, and you know I this play, this movie holds a special place in my heart I've watched it quite yeah. a few times I was right when I started this off. When we started this this review off, I asked you guys if you saw this when you when I said when it first came out. I maybe should have rephrased it and said when it first came out or when you were young, because I think this is what I've learned recently. Nostalgia really weighs strong in a lot of things. Absolutely, and of course. I, I, here's what I and, and I should know this by now because I talk about Friday too and all this stuff and. Not everybody feels the same way I do, but whatever. Um, what Monster Squad was a movie that I heard people pimp up and down for fucking the last five years. This year it came on Netflix, and I watched it with my daughter, a child. We both watched the movie. When I was going into it, I was expecting Goonies, but with Universal Monsters, the way people talked about it. I was expecting to be blown away and love every fucking minute of this film. I watched Monster Squad, and I'm not shitting on it. I said, okay, that, that that wasn't a bad movie. Okay, that that was fine. 
I haven't thought to watch it again. My daughter hasn't said, Daddy, can we watch it again? Nothing. It was a one-time watch. I won't watch it again. I don't see the big fucking deal. Now, that being said, nostalgia. Apparently, most of the people that love Monster Squad, I believe, saw it when they were young. Mm-hmm. And that's what's weighing in. And I think that nostalgia is weighing in on this fucking movie and this series. Because I sit down and watch it, and I just don't see anything going on. And so oh, it must be nostalgia. This series, I was surprised more. A lot of people voted for this. To be honest, I didn't think it was going to win, so I was really excited that it did. People and love it. Yeah, well, it, it's I, I would have it's liked fun. to have seen more creative kills in this one, and in, in all of them, perhaps, because I feel like he's doing that baton twirling, the club twirling, which is awesome, and then he winds up pulling this little blade out of it, which he hardly ever uses. Right. He winds and up main, mainly breaking necks or slamming people against walls. Like when I he don't kills like... his... What, what were you going to say? You don't like what? No, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. When, when he kills his girlfriend, when he kills Sally... He, that was, was like, funny. I was laughing. Yeah, I was laughing too. It looks like he's humping yes, her on yes, the wall. Yes, it does. Yes, exactly. <laughs> that was funny. That's one of my notes. Yes. Yeah, right? And then, <laughs> and then after he kills her, that guy's in there... And he doesn't see the dead body laying on the table right in front of him. He yeah. turns around and he's like, <gasps> I'm like, what the hell? How could you not see it? It's freaking two feet from you. A dead body? <laughs> it's like a lamp. What the fuck am I watching? I, I, Honestly, like, uh, I know I know Sally's, she's technically a cop, but she works uh, in, like, the, 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 the archive room or the records room, and she walks with a cane. Would she really be carrying a gun? <laughs> she's holding the cane in one hand and she's firing with the other. Uh, I mean, it's just that, fun. This guy gets out. He, he supposedly lives. All of a sudden, he's like Zombie Jason, where he can pick people up and snap their neck, and he's just a regular human being that got the shit beat out of him and shouldn't even be alive, yet somehow he has this miraculous power. Okay, I don't get it. That's what happens. Um, I fall out of it with the car chase. I've said it before, I don't like car chases. There's a car chase in every one of these fucking movies. <laughs> yeah. I, I'm not into car chases. It's just They're, they're like set pieces of each film. It's for me. Huge. It's an ADHD thing. That's a hilarious car chase in part three, though. I can't keep up with the car chases. <laughs> I, I get bored and I zone out. I don't like it. So that that being that happening in the climax of the film, I didn't love that. And then ultimately, oh, here's a question: Where the fuck was he for years? Why did he wait all these years to come back and start killing now? He was sleeping in the shipyard. <laughs> he's like Jason and he's like Michael in freaking Halloween 4 and 5 because this is just as stupid as what they did in Halloween 4 and 5 where at the end of the fucking movie they drive <laughs> off the thing and he goes in the water and cops everywhere no one thinks to chuck the water for the body it's as bad as the retconning they did in Halloween 5 when, <laughs> when they blow away Michael oh, 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 let's just say they threw dynamite in there they insult our intelligence even worse in Maniac Cop 2 by just saying by we going know, along we, with the original storyline, saying that nobody checked a fucking guy. That no, they say they didn't. Fu- they said they didn't find it. They didn't find it. It must have been swept out to sea. Yeah, and they were just okay with that. They didn't go yeah, in the water. There were eight thousand cops. Right? Killer. <laughs> I was okay with it. His hand came up. His hand came up. Oh, what in the fuck? Okay, here's my rating. I bumped I, it up. I, I agree with you too. Like, I, I, you're you're right, you. but for some reason. I, I forgive the movie for this. Probably the same way. Nostalgia. It's like I said. I didn't come up with it. it. So it for me to go back and watch it now, I'm seeing it what it actually is. I'm not seeing it with nostalgia or child eyes or any of that. So I'm watching it now saying, what the fuck? It's light on gore. So that there's nothing going there to carry the film. Atkins is great while he's there. He's the highlight. Then he's gone and then that's that. And then 
It's ridiculous. And everything that happens the last 15 minutes is ridiculous. For no reason, he drives through that thing and the, the fucking pipe goes through him. Whatever. Yeah, check his teeth <laughs> the next time. He's got, some, he's got a lot of spinach dip in them. I don't think it'll be a next time for David. I David. don't think so. No, David. they're David. For, for David Zendano. <laughs> Listen, I, I actually, I bumped up my rating after I watched two and three. Because the more I started thinking about one and how much better it was, I felt bad for giving it such a low rating. So I originally gave it a six. I'm going to come in at a 6.5. Wow. I'm shocked based on how much you've gone down on the movie that you're even that high, to be honest. I kind of felt bad because of the way I felt about two and three. I'm like, well, I was actually having fun spending time with Atkins and the story, like you said, Christian, about yeah. the, um, you know, is it the cop? Is it is it a real person? Is it this? People were afraid to go outside. They didn't trust the cops. Some of the shit was ultimately ridiculous. Like, you knew that that guy was not the killer. You know that that guy's not the maniac. But because they have a description and they're at, She was you know, small. You remember they got pulled Oh, over? you mean Bruce Campbell? What am I fucking watching here? You know that's not that cop. But anyway... It's so weird. I, like, I mean, I okay, so I've raven about this, more or less, but I'm my rating's a 7 out of 10. It's funny because it's a, it's a I, movie, but... I, I talk about how much I like it, too. My rating was actually lower than Dave's. But I'm, <laughs> I'm going to come in with a 6. Point, I was between 6 and 6.5, but I'll, I'll give it a 6.5. Yeah, I'm a 7. Uh-huh. Like, it's, a, it's fun. It's a good movie, but it's not like the next come. I'm not saying it's like 10 out of 10. It's, it's a 7 out of 10. And, it's a perfect and, movie to watch and make fun of. With your friends. Like how it ridiculous. really is. You're right. And we did that a lot. True. And the funniest part is, and this will be the segue uh, for Brandon, is that I think part two is the best one of the trilogy and is Hands my down. personal favorite. Hands down, the best one. Loved it. <laughs> yeah. So Look at the, David's too. beside himself. David's beside himself. <laughs> let's just get right into it. Maniac Cop 2, also directed by William Lowe. Lustig, sorry, and written by Larry Cohn, a supernatural maniac killer cop teams up with a Times Square serial killer. All of a sudden, he's supernatural in part two because he spent 15 minutes in the water at the end of part one. Cordell! Oh, yeah! (laughs) Finish it! I'm telling you, I don't care that he looks like Jason. Jason. Now he's officially, officially Jason 7 in a police uniform. But I don't care. Rob, Robert Davy does a good job in these last two films. I, I really Robert think Davey's he's awesome. He's really strong in the last two films, and probably what keeps these these films from you know really being total disasters. But I don't uh, understand. I love part two. Okay, I had part two on fucking laserdisc. <laughs> I love so, Maniac Cop two. Dude, man. the beginning of part two is great. Love first it. of all, I love it. the whole first of all, he shows up in the convenience store, and there's a mist that's following him. What the fuck no, is this? Why is there a problem? That's when the guy got shot. He he shot, and the the glass from the freezers got shot out, and so it was the cold air coming oh, from it was the freezers. The cold air? It looked but... like the fog was rolling in with the maniac cop, <laughs> and I like the fact that they they stuck with one of the themes from part one. The guy who was robbing the place also had a lot of spinach dip in his teeth. Yeah. Oh, that guy. Check it out. He's great. Yeah. And I like that I the clerk that was getting so excited about winning $5,000, yeah. like his life has changed. You won $5,000! I'd be pretty excited about 5Gs, and this is I, fucking 2016. Yeah, <laughs> it, back in 1990, $5,000 was probably the equivalent of about, you know, 5600 today. Dave, Dave, you look, you look beside yourself. How could you not like this one? Okay, yes, I understand. It's, it's an action, 
an action horror movie. So there's the chase scenes. There's lots of. Th- it is gorier. It's blood, yeah. it's gunshot gore, but it's faster paced. It's bigger. It's ba- like badder. It's filled even with more colorful secondary characters. How about uh, what's his face? Uh, Robert Earl Jones is in it as the blind yeah, guy. He was. And, he was and, great. and he's awesome because his character, like, he, this is how he answers the question. She goes, "Did you touch him?" She goes, "Now why would you ask me that?" He goes, "You did touch him, didn't you?" I was a Nam. And he goes into this whole backstory about how he never felt the cold. Like he felt like those. And I'm like, that's awesome writing. And it, was, it was. It was kind of cool. I liked him. Didn't he I also did say, like- I touched him and he was a baldy? <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. No, he didn't say that? Oh, okay. Oh, we called them baldies back in Vietnam. No. No man, it yeah, opens up. It opens up. With I'll tell you what, it was scene. pretty shocking. You know, like not that you know, if you've seen the movies before, you know, but it's pretty shocking. You know that they kill off our two main oh. characters from part Awful. one. Pretty quick. Yeah. Awful. They pulled a fucking Nightmare Four. You know how I feel about that movie. That was fucking awful that they did that, and this was awful that they did it here. They relatable fucking people from the first movie. I don't. Why do you fucking? I didn't. I didn't like strong the way- enough to carry the movie. I didn't like the way Bruce died, but I at least oh. appreciated that Mallory like went out all um, Leatherface style, <laughs> yeah. chasing him down with the chainsaw. You didn't like the yeah. you know, what? You didn't like the fact what the, the papers have to say about? And <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I thought it was a good. I mean, it is a cop out because you like him. It's Bruce Campbell. It's Bruce motherfucking Campbell. So if you're not gonna have Tom Tom motherfucking Atkins, you want Bruce motherfucking Campbell. However, Robert Davy does do a great job. And your boy Leo Rossi. And Leo, I thought Leo Rossi's great in this. He really yeah, was. You didn't like him? He's great. Yeah. In this. Yeah. 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 Mick Foley. Yeah. He stole the yeah. show. Totally. Mick Foley. A hundred percent Mick Foley. That, that was Mick... Mick Foley. Google him right now and look at that picture. No, he, fucking... no, I'm laughing because he looked exactly like Mick Foley. <laughs> Dude, that's all I thought the first second I saw him, and that's a testament to Leo Rossi because I'm thinking of him from Halloween too, and then playing this part. Yes. He was the best part about this movie. I'll, I'll say that. And I, I'll, I'll start with positives. I like the way Cordell looked. Much better looking in this movie. He didn't have that stupid fucking stripper fucking cop look like he did in part one with the, with the, with the, the blue. This movie, he had the black vest on, black. He had the white gloves. He looked intimidating. Where in the first one, he looked like a freaking uh, Halloween costume cop. You know? So those are a couple positives. I don't like that they kill those people off. You know, you know what the most ridiculous thing is, though. I just gotta point this out real quick. Family Matters, the TV show. Yeah. Came start, started in 1989. This movie came out a year later, and they were like, "Well, we need a name for one of our villains." Oh, Steve Urkel's big. Let's make it instead of Steve Urkel. Let's make it Steve Turkel. That was his name. You didn't find that funny? Who was Steve Turkel? That was Ross's character. Steve oh, even Urkel. maybe they got recognized or heard his name. I was just yeah. interested in the character, yeah. But and that stuff was good. That stuff with Leo Rossi and him was good. It didn't make any sense why he'd want to go back to Sing Sing at the end and do that shit. That I didn't understand. He was gonna raise an army for what? I don't know. He, he is a lone wolf. He, he, it's on a revenge scale. If you're looking at anything from part one, he's doing his thing. He took Clarence Williams with him. I thought he was gonna say. Sing, 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 sing. Welcome to hell, motherfuckers. Uh, yes, he was good. I liked him, too. Yes. I, I liked him. always good. Yes, he was good, too. I, I um, 
when the movie started, I thought it was in the middle of a movie. I thought my freaking Blu-ray was broken because you start, yeah. it looks like it's the middle of a movie. I was like, what no, I thought movie? I put part one back on again. I was like, wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, when an hour and 20 minute movie has a recap scene and then uses the same flashback sequence that the first one did to show the whole sing, sing, scene again, you're kind of wondering what's going on here. But I don't care because it was a bigger, I can't, I can't better movie you than part one. I pulled off the phrase sing, sing, scene. that is awesome not to mention that the movies the trilogy uses the same tagline for all three you have the right to remain silent forever forever. (laughs) for all three of them that's a good tagline that's funny yeah and and now this movie just has a different commissioner who's also corrupt every commissioner's corrupt (laughs) listen I don't know I don't why didn't they mention his girlfriend there was no talk of that at all in this movie. Don't you think they would have talked about how he was with that girl and everything that was going on and maybe that, that was going to lead to something from the first movie or to, to connect things or something? It's like she never even existed. And she was kind of pivotal in the first movie. Yeah. No, they just totally... Yeah, they just... Got it. Nothing. And, and they talk about other things. and I don't know. I love the, uh, the runaway car with her handcuffed to the steering wheel. Oh, she's she's hanging out the window for about fifty miles, and not a scratch on her the next day. <laughs> I never not even thought a, of not a scratch on her. How about how about just the introduction of Robert Davies' character, where all of a sudden they cut to this guy flying through a window, and then he just gets shot and lands on the ground, and then and he's not dead because the cops run up to him, and then I just thought it was a whatever. I thought when they, you see that guy fly through the window. It, you're like we're cutting to like a movie being filmed or something. They're gonna and it, but no, it's like I it, was it, waiting for them to yell cut. Yeah, and then, <laughs> so, and then he gets shot and he walks in. He goes, "Oh, you didn't kill him? Yeah, too much paperwork." Like, oh yeah, <laughs> I just like I just love it. It's so cliche, but he plays that the you know dirty detective or like the dark detective so well. Like I just I just love it. That's his that's his role in literally all two hundred movies he's done. <laughs> what about what about um I liked him. Oh I liked him. He was great. What about the gun yeah. range scene? I thought that scene was brilliant. Oh, they're the all gun firing range their guns. Awesome. And then all of a sudden they all get shot because maniac cops come in from behind the target <laughs> range towards them and shoots them all dead. And then he now, just was goes the, all the gun range scene style. was after he he killed everyone upstairs? No, I think or that's no. what leads him going upstairs. That leads him going, okay, yeah. yeah. And then he goes, that's, all, that's, that's a cool scene. Smashes through the reef. <laughs> and then throws that guy. Then he goes airborne and smashes yeah, through like five, five pillars. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful. Like, it, it's so over the top, but I just love this movie. This is the best one. Like, if you had to watch, if you just said, okay, I'm only going to watch one of them, people may argue because Tom Atkins is in part one. I would that's say right. watch. Part fucking no, it's two. Part two is better. And a lot of people feel this way. So once again, going into this movie, I was thinking, well, a lot of people say that two is the best. Maybe this one's going to wow me. And it didn't happen. I, I don't need to see fucking gunplay from my slasher for freaking 90% of his kills. I don't. We talked about our favorite slashers earlier, or non-franchised, whatever. Every slasher that I mentioned, I can guarantee you that every kill is used with a sharp instrument or something interesting besides guns. I'm not watching fucking The Untouchables. I don't need to agree. I agree with you. They show them in every movie, twirling the club, 
even pulling out the blade from the club, yet all he does is shoot and break necks. Can you imagine yes. if he was smashing skulls? That would right. have been awesome. This That's, could be I agree. Yes. Yeah, they definitely. But at least the second one added oh, a lot more blood. Along. There was a good just, kill. There's, there's good kills. There's good stunts. There's gore, and it's fast-paced. Yeah. And, you know, like, at least they didn't add any, like, stupid... I don't know, thing like with voodoo or anything. Oh, wait. <laughs> At least that explained somebody being a zombie. At least we know why he's so strong. Although it made no sense, but we'll get to it. But if he would have been a zombie to begin with, that would have made a little bit of sense as to why this guy that was beaten and left for dead is able to fucking all of a sudden take gunshots to the chest into the face and it not affect him. They never explained that in part one. They never explained it at all. I forgot to mention that. They're no, shooting they, him like it's Jason fucking Voorhees and he no, can't die clearly, and they never he, explain why. Well, they explained it, they explained it in Jason. No. Clearly he's a zombie from the beginning even Jason. though they, even though they reference that he's not a zombie and don't reference it but we're supposed to believe he's not a zombie right. in part one. Uh, but he's clear. He, he clearly did die. Even if he what? got out of Sing Sing, he, maybe he died in the shipyard. He was cold. He so you think he's just a zombie t- from from Jump? But they decide let's let's not explain but he, this. But, but he still looks just, human in Part One, which is weird. Right, that's my problem with Part yeah, One. No, he's and, a problem, this, but there's I, there's such big plot holes, but it doesn't even matter. I just never seen movies that it, that they don't even offer, even if it's a stupid a stupid explanation. I'd rather them offer that than just say nothing. Say, so, well, we don't know. And the woman said, I went right up to him and I shot him in the face. That's the last movie. Okay. Yeah. This, this one had some serious things that I thought they could have developed, you know, especially with the partner when he talks about how he was the one who talked him out of uh, seeing the psychiatrist and then his partner committed suicide. I thought they were going to go somewhere with that. They didn't go anywhere with it. Right? They didn't go. They didn't even go anywhere with the uh, stripper character, Cheryl. You right. Know, she, oh. she, just, she just IDs Turkel. There possibly could have been like twenty more minutes of movie that they just yeah. said we don't need this because. But that's why I think the there's like such an intrigue. Like it's so intriguing because it just clicks along. You got all these characters, all these avenues. You got the 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 serial rapist. That's Leo Rossi's character. <laughs> like and then and then he does it, and then Cordell kind of breaks three, and you're like he, he saves them from being arrested by those cops and kills those cops, and they develop a friendship. It's you're like what. It's so batshit, but it's fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, we didn't talk about the shower scene, you know, and that's that's played over and over in every movie. The shower scene where uh, where he's yeah, originally attacked. Sing Sing. Oh, sing-sing. fucking scene. No, but we didn't talk about like the actual fight, like him, wife, yeah. him grunting and and flipping right. everyone, going. Like he's all already dead. Like he was already the maniac cop. <laughs> what the fuck is this? Why would he be making those noises? <laughs> he was smashing heads and flipping people. <laughs> Oh, it was a it's tough so guy. ridiculous. So uh, th- I want to play something for you guys. This guy asked these other people to help them get these cocks off of this chick. Listen, <laughs> just hold on a second. I had to rewind it three times, and then I finally freaking recorded it. Listen to this fucking thing. <laughs> Are you all right, man? Hey, pull the handcuffs, you lady. What the hell is going on? All right, easy does it. We'll get you out of there. Radio with a hacksaw up here. <laughs> we gotta get these cuffs off of her. You hear it? Hold on. Radio with a hacksaw. Cuffs, cuffs, cuffs. Yeah, but he says cocks. Listen. Radio with a hacksaw up here. We gotta get these cuffs off of her. 
You don't hear cocks at all. <laughs> we gotta get these cocks off of her. I just like I just like the fact that she's she's in police handcuffs. And he's a police officer. He has keys to open the cuffs, <laughs> but they have to call for a hacksaw. It would have been funny if Billy showed up at this point and was like, I want to play a game. You have 30 seconds to cut your arm off. You know what I'll say, for again, for a low-budget movie, this movie has a decent soundtrack and a kind of a memorable one. Ba-dun-dun-dun-dun. And then the the whistly sound for the opening and, and whatever. Yeah, it, and like, I, I liked it. I I really do. And I like part two. Part two is it's it blows the original out of the way. Other than unfortunately, Tom Atkins is in part one because if he was in part two, it just would have been the ultimate oh. one. Yeah, this was good because Robert Davies' character is yeah. sort of like Cordell's character, and he's able to figure out what Cordell needs to finally put him to rest, which is kind of cool. You know, he needs, he needs his, oh. his innocence back. What the fuck? He needs, what? they never even really explain anything. And then at the end, they have respect for him. They're giving him like a hero's burial. When all they did is motherfuck <laughs> this guy for two old movies, all of a sudden <laughs> at the end he's a hero. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? <laughs> they, they motherfucked him? <laughs> they motherfucked this guy. I love how you hate these so much. Well, I just yeah, so yeah, glad that they were chosen. Uh, yeah, they were, everyone seems to love them. And I don't, I'm like, what the fuck am I? I'll tell you what, Christian, I'll meet you on the other way. I wish they would have taken Leo Rossi's character. And that whole gimmick of him going back to that play and everything that ends. I like the firefight at the end. That was cool. I really dug that. I never seen a guy on fire for that long. That was good shit. I want to see that firefight. <laughs> I want to see more men through. on fire like that. Well, more so than even cinder blocks. They busted through the cinder blocks. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Into the... <laughs> Bus. Anyway, you're not uh, my. You're not my friend. You were never <laughs> my friend. And then no, they dude. Both on fire and they go through the wall. <laughs> Take that whole gimmick of him being the Leo Rossi character and the serial rapist. Take all of that and put that in part one, and you're talking about an eight out of ten movie. That and take the fucking miserable climax out of part one and put this one in, and it, you take those parts and put that together. Now that's a fucking movie. Well, what that's they did was they just beat it in part two, but they didn't have Tom what? Atkins because he died in part one. Right, you want Atkins in you, two. I want yeah. Rossi in, in that whole freaking gimmick. In one, him meeting how, him, befriending him, and that would have how been about, How about this? How about take Cordell out of all the movies, make Rossi the main villain in all of them, and call it <laughs> Maniac Rapist? Though that would be eight no. out of ten movies. Call it Maniac Cock, like I said. <laughs> Maniac. He's you a get these, you gotta get these cocks off of her. I gotta get these cocks off of her. Yeah. <laughs> bring, in, bring in the hacksaws. We're all police officers with, cu- with keys to these cuffs, but bring in the hacksaw. <laughs> oh, fuck. Did you guys see Danny Trejo in this movie for that split Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? Danny T in the house. Oh, guy, on, guy on bed. Okay. Yeah. Dave, <laughs> shoot it. Yeah, obviously. Wipe your I feet on the mat. Okay, sorry. <laughs> Remember wait, when he said that? <laughs> wait, 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 wait. The, the icing on the cake. We haven't even talked about this. I can't even believe we forgot this. The icing on the cake is the fucking rap song that plays out during the final credits. Did you guys listen to it? It's a Maniac Cop rap. Yes, I did. It's fucking amazing. That was good. It it is so bad it's good. No, no. Ice Cappuccino is much better than... uh, You're right. Joshua Burns or whatever. Burns and (laughs) D-Bub Woods. 
whoever they were. <laughs> you got the lyrics? Oh, yeah, well, some of the lyrics are, you better watch out when you hear that sound. That means that's made a cap cops around. Bullets don't hurt him. I know that sounds like jive, but we're not sure if he's dead or alive. Set him on fire. <laughs> I shoot him with my Uzi, but he'll show up in your jacuzzi. <laughs> you, what? You, you Should there have been a jacuzzi scene? There wasn't even a jacuzzi scene in know. any of the movies. You could run him over, you could feed him poison, push him out a window that only annoys him. <laughs> There's Honestly, so much more. Hearing these lyrics again, this movie is going up a half a point. <laughs> the rap itself is the best at the end. Yeah, you owe yourself shit. to rewatch the movie for the rap at the end. If you Dave, wow. did you really did you really feel like these movies drug? Because I thought dragged or whatever. No, I didn't think they drug or dragged. No, I just thought they were stupid, <laughs> and it wasn't enough. <laughs> you came That's in all. pretty. You came in pretty solid. I was gonna come in lower than you on the first one, and I I, I, I felt I, bad. I really felt, I, I told you, my real so rating was a 6 when I finished that movie. I bumped it to 6.5 because I shit on 2 and 3 so much that I felt bad because everybody voted it in. And so because anytime I, in the history of podcasting, I've never done a fucking, a trilogy or a retro for any series. And the first movie wasn't at least an 8 out of 10 for a reason to have fucking a bunch of sequels or even a couple. I've never even heard of, of a fucking trilogy like this. Or, anyway. Yeah. <laughs> Did you guys see Gorezone in the background at, the, at their place? The Gorezone magazine with fucking uh, Texas Chainsaw 2 on the cover or whatever the hell it was? Oh, no. I used to, that, was the first, that, that was the first uh, issue. Gorezone. Gorezone. Yeah. It wasn't actually the one with Leatherface on it. It was uh, the second one with Linnea on it with the chainsaw and something. I think yeah. it was the second or third. Either way, I know I had it. I wanted to mention that. And one more thing. There was a good kill in this movie, although it made zero sense. But that part when they told that cop away. When when he yeah. put the cop on that freaking thing and hung him on that hook and they drove off, he was. I'd like to see. I'd like to see the piece of shit you drive. <laughs> that was great, but I'm thinking it wouldn't work because how would you not get caught? No one's gonna well, see you driving around with a cop dangling from a fucking your crane. You <laughs> saw you saw people on the side of the, on the sidewalk looking at it, and right. then and then two seconds later they're arresting that rich guy and smacking him around. Right. <laughs> Exactly. And, okay, one more oh, thing. I want to say it was smooth. Bruce Campbell was a, across the... He was a wanted man, and he was across the street, freaking from all these cops in a parade, just sitting there hoping nobody was going to get him. What the fuck? And then it took him like 20 minutes to get him? I think it might have been in the part one. Maybe yeah, yeah, we're, 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 going, we're going back to part one. one. Sorry, it was so stupid I had to mention it, though. He's like, oh, yeah, instead of trying to conceal himself and do something kind of on the, on the sly, I'm just going to hang right across the street from all these cops and hope they don't see me. Okay. What the fuck? It's like a fucking six-year-old wrote it. He's going back to part one. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> What's your and part two? And then he's yelling, no, the killer's up there, and she's running across the roof, and none of the cops turn around to look to see her running across the roof. (laughs) There is so much issues, but it's so fun. uh, I wish I felt that way. Dave looks like he's he's aging as he's thinking about these. (laughs) Yeah, let's let's rate this fucking thing. Go ahead, Dave. (laughs) All right, five and a half. Oh, blasphemy. Yeah, (laughs) I I think this one's better than the first one. I give it a seven. And And I give it an eight, man. Wow. Yeah. Well, I give the first one a seven. This is better. This is awesome. I I love this movie. I had it on laser What are you going to tell me? That's I like this one. I thought thought the first was six, six and a half. I thought this one was slightly better at seven. And there's only one reason why I gave the first one a six and a half, and that's because of part three. I can't have part three be higher than part one. 
three is the worst in the series. Yep. Yeah. Right. Segway. <laughs> Maniac Cop 3. Let me pull up the description of this one in case... Badge uh, of Silence. Badge of Silence. <laughs> Which Wasn't makes no sense. That doesn't... No. The, the subtitle that makes a, absolutely no sense. That was a song by Simon and Garfunkel, right? He has a badge yeah. of silence. <laughs> Hello, Cordell, my old friend. Yeah. <laughs> You're in Sing Sing again. <laughs> We're watching it for a third time. You're about to lose your mind. <laughs> Zombification is in the near future. Oh, All right, so Maniac Cop 3, <laughs> Edge of Silence, 1993, directed by William Lustig. Written by no, Larry. No, it wasn't. No, yes, it was. this, is not, this is not directed by Lustig. Yes, it I is. Looked, I looked to see if it was, and it wasn't. Yeah, it is. What? I was watching it think maybe the credits said something else. He left. Maybe he it, did leave, but I think his, he's credited still, he's, but he left. He's credited, but he left because like, he walked out on this last one. Oh, see, I saw him not credited on my freaking Blue Underground Blu-ray. Interesting. Um, okay, you probably saw uh, Joel Soison. I don't know what his name was. All I know is it wasn't Lustig, and I was like, oh. Joel Soison is actually uncredited. He's the one who came in and finished up what Lustig had started. Lustig, yeah. So, um, a female cop is gunned down and wrongly accused of using excessive force in a hostage rescue attempt. Maniac Cop returns from the dead once more to seek revenge, destroying everything... And, sorry, there's more to this. Destroying we don't need any more. Destroying everything and anyone that stands in his way. Now, honestly, this would have been a good movie, again, if they had left Maniac Cop out of it. I kind of like the whole... I think this movie was without Maniac Cop, and they just added him in. <laughs> yeah, like, really all, like, all of a sudden, it just starts with a voodoo priest just deciding to bring someone back from the dead, and he gets Maniac Cop? Like, was he, going, was he going for Maniac Cop? Stupid. Or was he just Stupid. going to, to bring someone back? I don't get it, man. It plays out like uh, I, I honestly think they ran out of ideas and money. They pad out scenes because this one's an hour and 20 with and there's flashback sequences again. And okay. it really the, the whole country. first couple okay. of sequences really are padded out like the whole like it's my birthday. We'll go celebrate your birthday. Like they are really long winded. I think they just said we can't edit these down because the movie is too short. I think maybe because Lustig ran, walked out on it, whatever. So they yeah. just they just kept well, what they he could. walked out, and the film was only fifty one minutes long. That's why they had to add all this other stuff. Maybe it wasn't even called well, Maniac Cop at this time. <laughs> as and, bad as the ending was in part one, and as bad as the retconning was in part two, this was even worse. There is no way in hell that <laughs> his that soul he's not rest. buried yet. His There's soul no way in hell there, you don't just leave that thing and have nobody there and have a fucking six foot pit dug and a casket down there and no dirt on it yeah and usually usually they bury right away that's what i'm saying and we were yeah. there for at the end of the last movie so they're retconning again and they're doing it i'm like how the fuck is this guy crawling out of the fucking thing he should be long and buried by now and they act like time has passed that's what also makes no sense because you just got the same lieutenant. You, it, it seems that time has passed, yet it would have to be less than twenty-four hours later. How fucking stupid! stupid. Well, this one, this one is, this one actually is pretty stupid. And At least it's I got drawn you guys out. on my side. Yeah, this one, I, I don't like this one, and it's funny. I read some reviews. People love. People don't just love the series. 
Some of them think the third one's one of the best. I'm like, there's no way the third one's the best. Because I like they the- tried cool kills. Tried. They- None of them made sense. The defibrillator was stupid. It could and the X-ray thing was even worse. But put her in a rock garden. Put her in a rock garden. I don't oh know. I don't like <laughs> your sense of humor. Yeah, that, that was Doug Savant. Melrose Place. Yeah, it was Melrose him. Place. Yeah, Trick Doug Savant. That's from Melrose Place. Trick or treat. Uh, no, the car chase at the end, fire car chase at the end is almost worth okay. price of admission alone. It was okay. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. It's okay, but, except uh, for the he, oxygen tank that took about three and a half hours to explode. Wow. <laughs> how about how about him actually? There's a scene a where flaming maniac cop literally pushes a car pushes out of the way. Pushes the car out of the way. <laughs> I was, I lost my mind. I started crying, laughing. It's awesome. Awesome. Yes. He pushes but, uh, a car out of the way. I kind of like I kind of like the setup with with um with what's her name is the female cop with Kate and and the whole um robbery and how it was an inside yeah. job and I kind of okay. like I kind of like that with um what's his name Jackie Earl Haley yeah he always plays okay. a good creep. and those oh, yeah. those cameramen who were who like fixed the footage to make it look like a a, a uh, good cop gone bad. Mm-hmm. Cordell signs like, with her and wants to clear her name too, or whatever. Yeah, she's on life support, well, like, yeah. Well, I guess he comes back and wants to be with her because she has the moniker Maniac Maniac Kate. <laughs> so he's like, okay, I'm Maniac Cop, like Maniac Kate. Yeah, was it his old girlfriend or was it not? Do they ever say it? His old girlfriend died in part one. She was dry humped on the so wall. For, this is so just for him no relating to her. He just related he just, to her. Yeah, he related to her because she was also called Maniac, but she didn't. He didn't. He didn't want to. He didn't want to be cursed to walk the earth forever alone. So he wanted this voodoo priest who brought him back. To why did the Why I did don't the know. priest bring him back to begin with? I I couldn't tell you. If you okay. held held the gun to my head, I couldn't tell you. Okay. But um, but he brought him back, and then he wants the priest to bring her back so she could be a zombie with him. Or if you held a gun to the severed head, that just like it's not even just he's doing voodoo. They they pan around and there's a severed head in front of him that he has to stick a knife in. I was like, what the fuck? And then they find the head stuffed with like pigeon feathers or something. Chicken. That was funny. Yeah. Yeah, there was a chicken, chicken inside there. And the guy you know the what? There was yeah, one the scene. He, he, he died with a smile on his face. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to jump to the end again with the whole car chasing, but that's almost the only part that's worth salvage, like that worth checking out in this movie, to be honest. But that goes on for so long; it's probably ten minutes of the running time of the movie. Yeah. And does. if you remember, there's one scene: the woman in the car screams, "I don't I like hate this. this." I don't like this. Yeah. I hate. I don't yeah, like I, this hate or this. I hate this. I yeah. hate this. Yeah, you're right. She yeah. yells, "I hate this," and then she yells. <laughs> one minute later, she yells, "I don't believe this." <laughs> I wrote those yeah. down because yeah. I was like, this is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Yeah. Dr. Oh. Fowler. Dr. Fowler. Amazing. Oh, oh fucking God. amazing. Wow. Wow. Okay. Why did the lieutenant just all of a sudden sh- start shooting people up in that one scene when when he's in the, the prison? And where did he get that videotape from with the fucking unedited stuff? I was maybe not paying attention because I was Cordell bored. got it. Cordell got it when he killed the cameraman. Cameraman. And he gave it to the lieutenant? Yes. Okay, but I missed it. So I thought maybe yeah. I missed it. Um, yeah. I wasn't is that before after? Is that before after the lieutenant pulls the old I'm on a gurney corpse and then comes out guns ablaze? That's what I'm saying. He starts shooting people. Why was he shooting people? Why was the lieutenant shooting people? That's what he does. There's, 
There's one scene where he's blowing people away like crazy, what? then all of a sudden the next scene it doesn't even look like he knows how to hold a gun. Yeah. <laughs> I think Christian knows that. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so you know, so he looks of, scared, he's like, shooting up. he's holding it with both hands, he's like, like Wait. he just massacred like 40 people. Why did he do that massacre? What did that have to do with anything? I couldn't understand it. They wanted I some violence know. in the movie, Dave. Like, honestly, I what? don't think there was... There so was for no, no reason, reason they, they turn a good guy bad for no... Uh, just for one scene to blast people? And they don't explain why, and people are just supposed to accept it. No, they're all back. They're not they all the. No, they the weren't. Guys. They were just people. No, they were bad guys. Why? Why would there even be bad guys in this movie? You have. They a, were, a, it was. It was <laughs> Jackie O'Hurley and all the prisoners yeah. who were in the hospital. Yeah. And, yeah, but they were. In, they were in like in the hospital. Why would they be in the hospital? There were other three. There were two other guys who were also in handcuffs. Remember, the, remember Jackie O'Hurley. Jackie Earl Haley scared. says, "I shot my lawyer," and the other one's like, "Don't worry, you'll get another one. They're free." Yeah. It was th- mm-hmm. there were three bad guys. Yeah, he befriended. They them. just happened to be in the hospital, the same hospital that all this was going on in. Yeah, you know they yeah. have. They probably have like a section in the hospital where they. Is put, it a like, prison hospital? Did I miss something? I don't think it's a prison hospital. But I think it's a okay. hospital that has prisoners in it. Oh, okay. People who fine. are going to be going to prison once they recover. I guess I can accept it if you guys. Okay, that's fine. So Cordell, <laughs> <Cordell>, like... <laughs> at one point. Got this unedited tape and handed it to the freaking lieutenant. And I missed that scene. He puts it in his car, I think. Puts it in his car. Wow. Yeah. What is this, Michael Myers in fucking uh, Halloween 4 in the back of that cop car for no reason? Okay, all right, all right. That's fine. That's fine. That's a perfect, perfect rendition of it. Okay. One more question. Why was that woman in the stall with that fucking junkie? Remember they opened that thing and he blasted the fucking well, that junkie? Was, that was just, no, that was before, because he thinks he sees that a door is open, assumes one of the bad guys went in it, went in there, did the old washroom door check, and opens yeah. it up, and there, so there was a woman probably taking a dump in there. But <laughs> he, he's, using her, the he's using her as protection. He's using her as a human how shield. How did he fit? How did he, he fit jump behind, behind her so you, you couldn't see any of her. I know. Anything. I know. And then he just... That was awesome. I thought I missed it. I thought, I thought oh. maybe they were fucking at first. I didn't know what the hell no, I was no, no. It was... He, he's hiding behind that woman. And so he, when he sees her, he's like, oh, it's just an innocent woman. And then he pops him. Ah, gotcha, bitch. And he's like... It was awesome. Oh, fuck. How about the principal from the Breakfast Club being in this movie? That was cool. Clarence Beaks. Clarence Beaks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Him. <laughs> yeah man. Classic. All I kept thinking of was fucking... Come on, come on. I beg you. Give me one Give me one shot, Bender. Come on, I'm begging you. Shit. This one's definitely the weakest of the lot. It seems like I said they ran out of money, and yeah. they, ju- they just put together what they had. Uh, there's, there's stuff... There's still some good stuff to be had, like that. Like I said, that chase it's scene, fun. the gurney shoot up scene. <laughs> uh, but but really, it could have been edited down into a half an hour movie. I think. Yeah, and how about that guy randomly talking shit to a cop? Like somebody would ever do that? Oh, these cops—they've been thinking they're tough shit for a while, and now yeah. remember what I'm talking about? Like yeah. you would ever walk up to a cop and start motherfucking cops? Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> how did he die? Did he get his head taken off? I don't know. I think it was a deca- was it a decapitation? I feel like remember. it might have been. This one felt fairly goreless, other than the, the guy being fried up by the X-ray machine and in the like, defibrillator and that. Yeah, 
they, they the defibrillators are terrible. It was terrible, but at least they tried to make it like a fucking slasher and do different things that aren't that isn't True snapping enough. a neck and shooting a gun. I think it could have been good if they took the voodoo thing out of it and did some other fucking thing. It could have gone somewhere. Maniac cop in a hospital, like Halloween two or something. You know, I don't. Know. <laughs> what about the <laughs> ending could've... where he where he finds true love? <laughs> it's a happy. It's a sad but happy ending. <laughs> At least they got a hot girl finally, because I really liked the doctor. I liked her. She yeah. did. I thought Mallory was hot too. I really liked her. None of them blonde chicks did it for me, but this blonde chick did in this one. Yeah. I yeah. hate this. <laughs> <laughs> I can't I believe sums this. Up. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yeah, that sums it up. Now here's one more thing I wanted to make an observation about. The guy's making that video, and he's watching it. And he's, you know, filming what's going on with the robbery and the pills and the inside job and all that shit. And as he's doing it, he's talking. Now, when people get that video, they're going to hear him talking. Oh, we're going to get famous for this. We're going to be on this. And yeah. motherfucker, and he's talking. Well, he could edit his voice, but, <laughs> but you're right. Yes, maybe yeah. could. But then I was like, I'm like, aren't people going to see this fucking movie you're filming? You're talking about all this shit. <laughs> How about the fact that you make the assumption that Jackie Earl Haley and that young girl are boyfriend and girlfriend because it's an inside job oh, oh they say the girl's 19 she looks like she's 15 in it and he looks right. like you know he always looks older that's jackie that's who you're talking about okay he's, he's jackie or haley yeah jessup wow okay all right. The one who they're going to free because yeah. they're saying that, you know, Kate went crazy. Yeah, he's going to sue him and all that shit, and they're not supposed yeah. to have a gun on him. And yeah, and then the sleazy lawyer and Clarence Beeks are talking about it, and then they get shot up. Yeah, and how she just happens to wake up when he's in the room at that one point. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and Cordell's and hiding Cordell's in the back. Cordell's the dude is chilling. He's in the, he's in the back hiding behind, like, the curtain. Chick's in a coma. She just happens to wake up on the fucking when he's in the room at that particular moment. <laughs> okay, all right. We got anything else here? No, no, I, I, no I don't actually. I, I had very few notes for this one, other than I yeah. hate this great car chase scene and Gurney shoot him up. Oh, how about the cigarette lighting scene with the hand, with the hand? What at the end when? Uh, oh, that was Robert yeah. Dave lights up his cigarette with uh, with the hand that he severed. Yeah. With the arm that he severed. His arm got blown off and he just yeah, picks it yeah, up and, yeah. it's, and the chick just laughs. <laughs>, you know? yeah. Like she wouldn't think he was a fucking lunatic. Yeah. Right. <laughs> that was good. Uh, see, I didn't pick these movies apart. I could have. There was a bunch of things I did not bring up and I just rolled with it. But the, so many things are so in your face that I, I couldn't look the other way. That's all there is. It's, it's got to be nostalgia with these movies. That's all I can say. It's got to be nostalgia. What else could it be? They're fun. I, I they're mean, they're fun. dumb fun. One and two, one and two for sure are dumb fun, and I, I, I definitely, like I said, give the edge to two. Three, three has its moments, and it'll depend on how easily amused, amused you are at movies, I guess. Because uh, yeah. it's difficult to recommend three because it is dragged out, but there are some decent scenes. Yeah. Like Go ahead. I'm done. I, yeah. I I think I liked three a little a little bit more because it was the shortest. It just moved pretty quick, <laughs> and I kind of liked the whole setup with with the robbery and the framing of of a good cop, and that you know it it gets ridiculous from there. But there are some good good scenes of violence, and uh, you know the ending is definitely silly, but whatever. It was fun. Uh, I I'd give this one a six. 
Six and a half for the first one, seven for second, six for third. They're all like pretty much on par. In wow. That, and that's in the, I, they're above average films for me. They're fun, but you know, they're nothing amazing. Yeah. Four out of ten. Oh. Fuck this movie. Four out of ten. Four out of ten. Wow. Okay. Well, I'm actually at a five. Five out of ten. I, uh, it was my least favorite of the three, but I'm not nearly as bad as Dave. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was in that five and a half range, and, but I, I just, I, I went up a little. The pushing, right him pushing the car out of the way alone gives it like two <laughs> points. <laughs> I was into that scene. I agree. It was funny. I was into the, the fire stuff at the end. They, they upped the fire shit they did in the, in part two oh, with yeah. the I enjoyed it. It's just a, it's oh, like a four out of ten implies that, that you're angry at this film. Because five out of ten, it's like average. Okay, I saw it. It's definitely not average. I, I can forget about it now. It's too, too stupid to be average. Sorry. But, but you're watching Maniac Cop. You're watching Maniac movies. Cop, a film called Maniac Cop. I don't know. I watched Friday the 13th, and some of that shit's stupid, but I, it doesn't insult my fucking my it, intelligence. It, 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 eh, whatever. Are you looking forward <laughs> to the remake, Dave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, they gotta be better. How could they not? <laughs> Let them remake it. That's the kind of shit you should remake. Frank Maybe Pesci. Maybe they'll have my idea. Frank Pesci was in part three. Frank Pesci, and yeah. <laughs> uh, there, were, there was a Goldsmith that did the freaking, um, Joel Goldsmith did the score. I was like, oh, it must be one of Jerry's kids. Oh, I didn't mean Jerry's kids that way. You know, Jerry Goldsmith. <laughs> 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 what the fuck? We're having a telethon for him. Oh, let's no, give him a job. Get no out. wonder it sounded all weird. <laughs> anyway, all wonk. It sounded all go. wonky. I'm, I'm glad we're done with that series. All right. <laughs> Maniac Cop. Thanks, guys. Thanks for voting that in instead of fucking Hellraiser. Uh, but it wouldn't have worked because we could not have talked Hellraiser this quickly. If we would have had such this long show, when we, you know what I mean? It's, this actually fit the show. We had a lot of fun doing all this, the pregame oh, and all the other shit. Yeah. Could you imagine going into Hellraiser? We wouldn't have been able to. We would have been doing a discredit to those movies. So worked out. Maniac Cop was the, the perfect trilogy for this type of show. Yes, Whatever. I agree. I agree. But I like them. So thank you. There you go. You guys want to plug anything before you go? Christian, anything? No, just, hey, check out, uh, obviously, the other shows we're on, I'm on as well, Postmortem Radio and, of course, TGAF 13. Brandon, you got anything you want to plug or say? Uh, next episode, episode 26, will be our Christmas episode. And we decided to uh, go do it a little different this year and that we're going to do one foreign film, one North American film, and one short. So we're going to be doing rear exports <laughs> as our foreign, as Dave calls it. <laughs> I also hope I will call it that Also known as rare exports. We're going to be doing <laughs> to, to All a Good Night as our North American film. And we're going to be doing Treevenge for our short film. What happened to the other two we picked? What other two? Yeah. Um, Hana Killer and uh, Quite on Kwanzaa. <laughs> Bad joke, but I, I thought, yeah. <laughs> they would be a good. They would be a good title, though. I mean, Hana Killer is fucking badass. Quite on Kwanzaa, I don't think would work because Quite on licensing. But anyway, yeah. <laughs> so that's that. You got anything else, Dad? I'm looking no. forward to that show. I'm looking forward to all the shows we do, man. One year <laughs> done. Like I said, congrats, boys. Yes. Yeah. Yes, congrats. Yeah, we got we got two big shows coming up. We got Christmas and year end, and then uh, yeah, man. 
big things for season two. Absolutely. So. Although technically Christmas will be kicking off our season two. That's true. Technically. But that's okay. That's okay. That's a fun. Yeah. So thank you everybody. Thank you for listening. You can find us on horrorfilia.com. You can find us on iTunes. You can find us on Stitcher and everywhere you can find podcasts, basically. You can find us on uh, Twitter at EH Horror Podcast. You can find us on Facebook. And it's, I don't know the address, but you just go to Facebook and put in Exploding Heads and come to our group. We're trying to get it to 1,000. We're freaking rolling like mad. It's awesome. Yeah, yeah, let's let's uh, let's make that push to 1,000 for, for us and also for those who are supporting us already for 22 Shots who are closing in on 1,000 as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Good. We're all doing good. That's awesome. Yeah, fantastic. So, yeah. So thank you, everybody. Thanks to you guys. It's been a fucking. It's been a great year. It's yeah. they succeeded expectations. Like we whatever we blew each other before. We don't have to do <laughs> it on the way out. <laughs> I give you guys a awesome. long blowjob. <laughs> yeah, man. Brandon was going. <laughs> well, I didn't want to say, it, but I do have one more thing to plug. But I'll I'll what do that you? off off air. I'll plug oh. it. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So yeah. Let's get the hell out of here. Thank you, everybody. It's been a year. Show 25. Hope you enjoyed it. Hope you're not too mad that I shit on the Maniac Cop. But I gotta be honest. That's all. See you guys later. Peace. Later. See ya. It's a one-take fucker. This is Ice Cappuccino. Rather from retirement, yo. To give a special shout-out. Three crazy mofo. These guys are one of kind. These guys will blow your mind. It's time to rock the mics. You're fucking ready for this headaches. This is for the trail of fear. This is for the trail of fear, celebrating one year, for real yet? Hail to the kings of horophilia. Hail to the kings of horophilia.